Hello and welcome to the Benview Megacast for San Diego Comic-Con 2015. I'm Andrew Lindy, and what you're about to hear is a series of recordings, each taking place during the evening of one of the days of Comic-Con. You'll hear several voices, including myself, Matt Benson, David King, Derek Armijo, Brendan Creasy, Chris Gutierrez, Phil Vecchio, and more. To hear the recording of Phil and Brendo's panel, please check out the Radio Brendo Man podcast feed. Enjoy! Sticker me. Run the cool, smooth listening track. So there's no gates this year. I guess I didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> he never does anything anymore. But Josh is coming over tomorrow. Yeah, yes. so he'll be on. Right? Tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. We'll record again tomorrow. No. We'll record. I think we'll record. Jo- I think we should. Josh will bring his recorder, and we can do it in the free soda room. He can come over here. I don't know if he will, though. So, I we're going to the free soda room after the panel, anyways, so we should maybe try. I don't know. But he'll have his gear. They have water in the free soda room? Yes. They have everything. They don't have everything. If it's like the. Because the free soda room at WonderCon this year was like amazing because they had like all that stuff at each table. Oh, you weren't no, there. I'm talking to Ben's <laughs> on, like, the <laughs> They had, like, candy. Well, yeah, tell him. Stuff. Tell him he wasn't there. Yeah, so at each table, know. they had, like, candy, and, like, so and they kept coming around and, like, refilling everything. And we had, like, table service. I feel like, though, at one point, they ran out of everything except the wasabi peas. Yeah. Wasabi <laughs> peas. And you were complaining that Benson wasn't there. Like, he shouldn't become a guy that wakes up early. I'm like, why? What's wrong with that? <laughs> You become to a corporate Benson. I just don't want to see Benson miss out on stuff because, like, you can get up early, but like, well, I get I'm, that. I'm here, I'm here right now. I know. Not I'm glad. I just you missed out on a lot at WonderCon. Yeah, not really. <laughs> I've never really forgotten. All the last man on Earth <laughs> panel was great. I've seen and I've seen those two episodes now, and that's that's why we're here. But even, uh, even if you go Comic-Con. to the panel this year. Um, I think Lord's there. Yeah, I'm totally recording. Miller, okay, you only good. get one. Shut up, and well, January Jones is going to be there, and she wasn't at our. And Kristen you keep saying that. Out of everybody, you say her. So she was French. Are you a big fan yeah. of January Jones? I don't know. I feel bad for her now that we found out that Betty Draper had cancer. Really? Spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> I don't care. Damn. Spoiler alert. That means she died. They don't Ooh, say, but I'm pretty sure I mean, they, that's where Whoa. she was headed. Yeah, the series ends with it being like, well, she's going to die in like two months. Wow, just like 90210. Yep. I don't know why I looked at you for that. <laughs> <laughs> two major spoilers. And she had a couple more shitty, worst mother moments, and then they... What was like, the last uh, Kiernan Shipka moment in Mad Men? Who's Kiernan Shipka? Sally. <laughs> Sally Draper. Oh, she had a... She... she The guy, the, the kid... Gene. Gene... Gene is that his name? Yeah. The kid from the, kid. the earlier seasons? The kid who took Betty's hair? Is that Gene? I thought Gene was the brother. What am I saying? You're listening to... Bobby's the brother. Batman Radio. No, Bobby and Gene are both the brothers. Is that kid also named Gene? Oh, uh, show I'll so, never watch. Well, anyways, that kid, he comes back and he's like a... He's, he's, gonna, he's gonna go to <laughs> Vietnam and they talk him out of it. And then he has one last moment with Betty. I don't so know how's that a Sally about. moment? Oh, well, they tried to. How's that a Sally moment? Well, Sally, like, like she flips saying, out on him yeah. for uh, leaving. That's all she gets. That's her last and then moment. she had a mo- she had a couple more 
Things. She's in Pop It at the end series finale, Mad Men. <laughs> no, no popping. No, no popping. They're already popping. Wouldn't that be cool if? Uh, She's still only like six, like fifteen. Slattery took it. <laughs> like, give me that. Well, we're he all like, he's cool. With, um, with what's her face's mom? Yeah, Who? Megan's mom. With Megan's mom. I guess I don't know enough Mad Men than I oh, normally the do. Canadian, the French Canadian. So what happens to uh, the redhead? She forms her own. She becomes a commercial producer. Yeah. And she just first, got fired from the Cameron Crow pilot. At, at, at first, it seemed like they were teasing a Joan Peggy spinoff where they have their own like little agency and then Peggy backpedal. And I was like, no, <laughs> Joan Peggy spinoff. I would have watched the shit out of that. <laughs> you okay, Chris? Yeah. Cameron Crowe was writing a pilot for Showtime with Christina Hendricks, and they just fired her, and he has to rewrite everything now. Why'd they fire her? Creative Re- differences. I am. I'm sure that was it. Christina, your boobs are too big. Sorry, you gotta go. Are you are getting him? He <laughs> no, <laughs> he's just not even talking to the mic. <laughs> we are recording. Super amateur here. And you're also married to the guy from Super Didn't they get divorced? Did they? I thought you told me that, Benson. I don't think so. At any moment now, though. <laughs> Come on, what? She oh, watches yeah. Garden State. She's like, that's the person I married. She's gonna Garden watch that State. stupid uh, movie that I told you about that with, with Allison Brie and uh, somebody up there likes me. No, the the one <laughs> where she's, she's, she's me- getting married. Yeah, we've yeah, we're started right recording now. since oh. you started talking. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm it's I'm, hard to it's hard to get a good start, so I just hit record and just waited for magic. That's you know. I mean, you got it. I don't think it's happened. <laughs> <laughs> so some what's it called? What? Alison Brie presents the movie Andrew told Com- me about. Coming soon. No, it's like that was a smear Save not the bad. Date. That's the name of it. It was a smear not I'm bad. It's bad. With, uh, it's bad. Like I think I saw part of that yeah, on Showtime. Has, that lady Didn't that you like. Chuck in it? Martin Starr? Yes. I'm massaging. It's, bad. it's a bad movie. They did table a and it feels so good. For Save the Date? Yeah, it's bad. I just watched a movie that was like Groundhog's Day. But every time the kid, he's a teenager, every time the kid came, he started at the beginning of the day again. Jesus Christ. What? It was what? called Premature. Was called this a Burbank 8 movie? Maybe. It was I called Premature. You, was anyone I think you were watching a porn. Um, I think you no. dreamed Alan that movie. Alan Tudyk is the principal of the school. Oh. Man. Wow. I would watch that movie. <laughs> I watched that movie. And then you learned You know, I'm going to say I've heard about that movie. <laughs> what was it called? Premature. Oh, yeah, sure. I said that. <laughs> He probably said it too early for you to hear. <laughs> Zing. You guys are at Comic-Con. We're here. Yeah. We are at San Diego Comic-Con 2015. SDCC. It's Wednesday night. Preview night. We haven't even done anything. We're in here. We had pizza. We're, we're talking already to you. drinking. I'm in my jams. Yep. Derek's in his jams. I tried to get we should go around in his and say jams. who we are. I'll put in my jams after this. <laughs> I was like, let's have a real pajama party. He's like, no, we're gonna still gonna go out. I'm like, well, I was like, I don't know okay. what these guys are doing. They're still on the way back. I don't want to make any set decisions. I want to see you in your what, your kerchief and I in my cap. <laughs> <laughs> What's your guys' sleeping attire? I'm genuinely curious. I mean, for this weekend or in general, both. In general, I'm voice. just my boxer. That's it. Yep, it same here. Yeah, man. Same here. And then, um, but here Shirtless. I do the pajama yeah. pants. I bought Brendo uh, some long johns to wear, so no, nothing happens. Yeah, you guys want to hear the most Mine embarrassing? Mine is the exact same as Brendo's. You guys want to hear the most embarrassing thing that I've ever that ever happened to me at Comic Con? Go. I've never told this story <laughs> to anybody. Sure, it's an exclusive. This is okay. very exclusive. 
Everybody's heard the Guar. I went to a Guar yes. concert with my friend from Missouri, and we got completely shit faced and ended up in the mosh pit with Brian Posehn, and I got covered in Guar blood. And then I high five Lenny on the way out, and it was my perfect Comic Con moment. Lemmy, sorry from Motorhead. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, then I was so drunk. Lenny that from Motorhead is so the accountant. We, we got back to our hotel room. Um, my friend's girlfriend drove us, yeah. and I'm covered in Guar blood. I am extremely shit faced. Adam gets back to the room. He's shit-faced. Nice. Um, we woke up our... Because we had the people... There was a married couple that got up at like 4 in the morning every morning to go to Hall H. Huh. So when our... At 2.30 in the morning, when their two drunk idiot roommates mm. come in, just <laughs> screaming, and I'm like, I'm covered in blood! blood. <laughs> and, and like... And well, then, the aftermath of that was the next thing I remember is... Is this I, the part you've never told before? This is the part I've never told before. Ooh. <laughs> It's really, it's really embarrassing. I, I, <laughs> I woke up at 5.30 in the morning without... I, w- I was not hungover, but I did not remember. There was some blank time. Okay. And Adam was asleep. And I had a shirt on. And, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm, it feels weird. Like, I'm like, what's going on down there? And I wasn't wearing any pants or underwear, <laughs> so I was bottom. <laughs> you were some, a Donald Duck in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I look, I look down by the bed, and my boxer down there. I'm like, at some point, did I just like take off? My <laughs> and like, and then I'm like thinking I'm being all sly, and I reach down. And grab my underwear and put them back on, and like the, the girl that was staying in our room is like comes in and she's like looking at me, and I'm like, I think she got the full Brendo. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> like a sitcom. Yeah, that will not be happening this time. I promise that won't happen. I will not get that. Buy you uh, one of those chastity belts. I drink like because it was an open bar at the Gore Show. Ooh. I drink like eight tall cans. Like I drink a lot. I drank enough Seems that like I'm like, let's idea, go in the guar pit yeah. and get covered in guar blood. And come home and scream about it. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. then take my boxers off. And then, and, and oh, and my, I didn't know where my shirt was. And then I hear the girl, like, screams. Oh, I thought boy. you were wearing your shirt. No. Well, this was a different shirt. Okay. I didn't know where my guar blood uh, shirt that is. Makes sense. Oh. And the girl screams. And it's, like, in the tub, just, like, bright red. <laughs> oh. Covered in the blood <laughs> Yeah, wow. what a time! Um, they didn't Thank room with us that. the next year. I was expecting. You what to year say was that? What, what year was that? Do you know? Do you remember mm-hmm. what year that was? That was two thousand. It was the year of. Nine. I think it was two thousand nine. I think because yeah. it was my first year here. The year of <laughs> brutal legend. Um, no, yeah. I've only been well, drunk the enough. The only time I ever got so drunk that I shit the bed. Oh god! Well, that's not what we asked, but go ahead. <laughs> no, he said it. I uh, thought you were gonna say that you shit the bed. And... At Ranchathon one year, I woke up and I had just like. I had to throw no. away my sleeping bag oh, and my gosh. air mattress. Oh, it was in a sleeping bag. And my bag. pants. Oh, sick. Were you drunk? I can't sit through I was this. wasted. I'll throw up. I'll throw like, up. Like being Brendo Breed. <laughs> and I, I, after that, I didn't Ugh. drink for like a full year. I, I do not like, blame you. That is, yeah. Like, so what did you do bad. the rest of the camping trip? Well, it was, luckily it was, it, we only have one night. So I, I pulled John to the side and I'm like, I'm going to need your help, your help here. It's good to have a chit confidant. Someone yeah, you can depend on. It was Crozier. Like, yeah. I knew he wasn't I'm nobody's it. shit confident at this like, table. Look, so don't, I'm looking happen. at you. If something goes down, this don't come weekend, to me. Benson, I'm, my shit Benson, I'm oh, looking yeah, at you. Always, always. <laughs> yeah. and, I'm fine with that. <laughs> and then 
And now my rule at Ranchathon is I take a uh, emodium before I leave, so it plugs True. me up. Yeah, I learned that trick in China. Not a, not a bad rule. Hey, I learned that trick in China, and it works. China, bad toilets in China is that the problem? Uh, yeah, you're Holes messing with your body chemistry. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's a bad. I had a class at the other campus, and they only had because I knew where all the Western toilets were in the city that I lived Smart. in. Smart. And Smart. we had I taught a class at the other campus. And they didn't have any Western toilets there. It was just a, like it's a squatty potty, as we call it. Yeah. And my first experience, the first time I tried to do it, I fell in. No, oh, no. no. And so I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Never again. So my one of my coworkers was like, Have you tried just taking a modi and plugging yourself up? And I didn't. And so I so you just live like that all the time. Just for like that one day, because otherwise I knew where every if mo- oh, every other day of the week I was within walking distance from a western toilet have you, have you heard of so um i had a i had a pastor who would go on these uh wild camping trips and i don't remember where exactly they were mm-hmm. but it was so far away from civilization that and they would stay for like a week or so that they know. they created what they called like a like a poop trench and you would oh, go yeah. you'd 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 bring a poop skirt That's you'd, what we you'd did. bring a just something that you could just you could just squat over the edge of this trench and just Poop without That's a skirt. Yeah, you'd need a skirt so that you wouldn't have to drop your pants or anything. So you, you cover just your genitals. Up, and yeah, stuff? you just oh, I see what you're through saying. the open skirt. You just that's poop. really gross. Was this and a I, communal poop skirt? No, 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 no. You bring your own, okay. but it's a communal trench. Like it's yeah. a whole big well, trench sure. that just everyone goes to with I mean, their skirts on and just covers over. And you just, gotta have a designated spot. Yeah. Sorry, I made it a little bit more like Radio Brendo Man in here. With I'm all the so fun. Hey, look, I never get to tell the poop skirt story, so you gave <laughs> me that never, option. I've, You're like, I've been waiting years well, to tell so that. Do you wear it all day? No, I don't. I didn't ask story. a lot of questions, but he do would tell us about it. At it. Night? No, no, you, you wear, just you, you wear it when you go to poop. You put yeah, on the poop skirt, you go to poop. It's a very simple concept. I'm very upset. <laughs> you I don't want to change my how clothes. How long you know me as a poop story enthusiast? And you've never told me about the poop skirt. I'm sorry. This is a betrayal of it's the highest ass. order. I've never. I didn't I experience I it. Was, it was. It was a, an I old like pastor it. who he went on a weird camping trip where I they they needed the poop skirt. Squat. I cannot squat <laughs> well, when I go poop. I don't have the leg strength or the stamina you for that. Yeah, tree. Because if, if you see, like, like <laughs> even that is the hardest Chinese thing in the world. Have, like super. Because because they also the reason they also they have squatty potties and if you watch they don't sit on the ground because the ground is so. But they're all so when you see them they're always. Crouching, and good kung fu. they get those freaking quads. That's that, like, don't crouching exist. tiger. Thank you, Chris. Hidden <laughs> dragon. What? The first time I tried it, I just fell right over. That's, wow, that's a visual do I did not a, like have, in my head. I mean, could you go in like a handicapped uh, Eastern bathroom that would have bars that you could Handy- support yourself? Um, no. Yeah, they don't, they don't have the ADA. Yeah, they don't have that well, does not saying, exist regulations. <laughs> um, but my bathroom and my and then there was like I knew where like. If we, I knew if I went to like this part of town, there's like a McDonald's here that has a thing. Like, there's this fancy hotel. Yeah, that's that why. This. That's Any why. Any Russian restaurant would have a because there's a lot of Russian. Restaurant. <laughs> word. It's like TV. Restaurant. <laughs> a lot of there were a lot of Russians in the Brenda town. Brenda has I lived just in. said the secret word. <laughs> and so I would. There was this Russian restaurant. There we go. There you go. You like that? I think he's leaning the word again. Now. Which was actually featured in an Anthony Bourdain No Reservations, and I was like, "Hey, I used to shit there." Were there, <laughs> were there reservations in that particular episode? No, there were no reservations. None. That's why I stopped pooping years ago. To be honest with you, you stopped pooping. <laughs> I haven't pooped in You've four given or up. five years. At I least. wish yeah, I've only seen you drink water today. I don't. Know. <laughs> Back What's in 2011, I think the summer of 2011 is the last time I pooped. <laughs> it's like you're Gabriel Croner. Phil was here because he could talk about. He is somehow managed to train himself that like when we're camping or something oh like, yeah my, he won't shit my buddy brian the whole time my, yeah. yeah 
He can't. He can he'll go hold like, it. He'll hold that's it, a real right? trick. He can go for days. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I don't want that it's terrified gross. of pooping in a public restroom or in the woods. It's not great. The, at my work, at, at the doggy day camp. It's my work. My work. Her dog only poops at the doggy daycare. <laughs> like, if she's gone for a weekend, he doesn't poop. Like, he only, he's, he, for some reason, I don't know why, only poops at the doggy daycare. Did they train him to do that? No. He just, it was just, he, it was just, he a just habit. knew it. He likes it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, is everyone else pooping? All right, yeah, I'll well, I guess what he likes. He likes it when there's other dogs around to watch him, I guess. <laughs> he's like, hey, guys. He's like, now it's normal, check right? This out. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so, Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, let's. Uh, well, the mega like cast can do whatever because of the way you say some things differently. Mm-hmm. That's, that goes back to Trekkies and Comic Con. Call me. A we did Trekkie make it. Klingon? We are here. He said. <laughs> what did he? What are the words he said? I haven't seen that movie in like ten years. No. But you say Conan sometimes. Well, sometimes I just mix it up because it's Conan and Mark Conan Avon- the Barbarian. Mark Avonier. What's the, what's what do you call Indiana here? Indiana Jones' uh, a friend uh, who's in two, two short, of the movies? Short what? round. No. Salah? Yeah, okay. Sal- <laughs> it's not Salah? <laughs> so, no. I've seen the movie Salah a hundred times, and I cannot get it straight whether or not it was Salah or... or, or they say both they never Salah. say... No. They only say Salah. And for some reason, but that just Salah would not stick is like a, That's another word, like another... Because that's like a refrain in a... I think I'm hitting my Bible college knowledge a little too much. <laughs> Here we go. But Salah is like a refrain in like a psalm or something. Maybe that's why it was in my head. Well, here we if are you were at churchy, you might in Bossy Swites. That's our hotel. That's our hotel. Yeah, this is your first Comic Con in a while, Chris. Are you excited? Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. It's been a solid three yeah, years. Yeah, Chris, uh, let's just let you talk for a while. What do you guys want to hear? What's up? What's up with you? Nothing. Just chilling. You're a college chillin'? graduate. I'm what do you? So, graduate. so this is Chris Gutierrez. That's what right. do you, What do you have? What do you? You do a thing now. You what do, do, I do. You do. You're on um, the dream team. Oh yeah. Tell us about the dream team. Do I have to? Okay. <laughs> if you don't want to, I mean, just get uh, out there. <laughs> let's see. Dream team. It's a YouTube channel. The comedy sketch group are are my a sad attempt at a comedy sketch group. Oh, believe in with, yourself, Chris. Yeah, very come good. on. Okay, it's very here. good. I'm a sir. I'm always assertive. Um, <laughs> the end of the that was my that was my group. That I That's was how long it can last being assertive. The dream team. With my closest friends, Brian, Jason, and Nathan. Ouch. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Your I best wish, I wish they were here right now so they'd back is me up in my assertiveness. Is one of the dudes that you brought down to yeah, Isn't Jason here? Yes, Jason. Okay, yeah. I yes. met him. You, yes. you guys came to my house. Yep, we did. And then we ate Mexican food. It's true. And we then did. we talked about wrestling and annoyed Chris a lot. And yep. that's how Matt and Brendo's it. wrestling show began. Started, yes. And then ended. You're welcome. <laughs> so now that we're all under the same roof, we can talk about the trifecta feud. Over Matt Benson's oh, affection. Here we go. <laughs> I've only heard love I've only heard Lindy's side of the story. Yeah, so, I mean, listen. I mean, everything's Derek is fine with now. Reigniting the beef between. I just want to know what Chris happened because I'm like the oh, thing in my head the oh, most is like, about. why is anybody fighting over this person? No one said that you were, they were fighting over me. I, so yeah, what, was no, the we both thing? just a misunderstanding. Yeah. We both hate this guy. Are you kidding? <laughs> Since day one, we can't make it clear. What was the misunderstanding? Can't stand this comeback. Well, this is real radio. <laughs> we're not Mark no Maris. Doesn't need to. <laughs> no one's. We're not Adam Carolla. This is not, this is not uh, fluff uh, here. What's his this name? This is real people. We broke it out. We hugged it out. It was fine. But what was it over? We just were. I don't know. We both love Matt. 
I think that was that was the spark. <laughs> that was the spark, right? And How did they, you feel over this? You couldn't take sides. Yeah, I couldn't take sides. I love both these guys. I just he wanted, was struggling. I just he was struggling. Now I recall yeah. him mm-hmm. being yeah. torn in the There's middle. There's some troubles. Who was the one that extended the olive, olive branch first? Who's the one that's like, let's end this feud? I don't think I think it's happened. I don't think Lindy has a probably me look. We saw each other. No, I mean I was invited to your home. I guess that was that would be it. Yeah, that really ended it for sure. (laughs) I remember. I think we both we we might have both individually talked to Benson and said, you know, like we're cool. I I spoke to you both when I said, listen, this has got to (laughs) end. Well, what was happening? Hey, listen. I mean, Benson was the all. You just couldn't. Was there a Twitter fight from? There was there was was a moment on Twitter where uh, Andrew said some things that he intended as jokes. Chris uh, I'm a very sensitive uh, was not person. happy with them. Uh, and ironically, I think Andrew is also a very sensitive person. That's, that's, how, that's how people hurt each other. They don't realize they have the well, same... Well, to truly squash this beef here at Comic-Con, make sure we're all friends. We are offering both of you the king-size bed, and you will be sleeping there tonight. Together. <laughs> <laughs> now, bottom right? We might share the couch. <laughs> we got a Donald Duck it. It's yeah. true. It's for, it's for the good of the group here. Is that what it's going to take? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's squashed now. There was, I think, there was the. I mean, the you being invited over to his home. We had a, a, that was sort of the Berlin Wall coming down. But there was a long detente. <laughs> we had a Rocky <coughs> Balboa Apollo Creed type of fight. And you yeah. finally just like, punched right, each other in the pants. We gotta do this. <laughs> Come on now. Here we go. And then we worked it out. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Also, to hear. check out the Dream Team YouTube channel, <laughs> the Comedy Sketch Group. YouTube. I'm assertive. I'm an assertive person. The Dream Team. Baby. Dream Team Baby. That's Thank right. you, Andrew. Yes. I apologize. I don't know. You're just calling him one half of Benson's boombox. You're, the, you're the boombox. True. I'm the weak. Now, why isn't it Benson and Chris's boombox? Why is it just ben- Benson's boombox this whole time? Are you time? guys going to yeah. do another episode where you wa- do a commentary to a movie without telling people what the movie is? Oh, uh, we have a lot of... Uh, we have some ideas. Did you guys have the pipeline? really clever. Were really? you guys really? the one I that co-wrote Fart Police together or whatever the hell was? I was like, wait, are they... I don't want to... Is this shit detectives? Ghosts of Girlfriend's yeah, and I'm like, yeah. is this? Are they really gonna watch the whole movie? And, and we sure did. enough, you did. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I was convinced at some point yeah. you were gonna be like, all right, then nope. no. watch the whole. I think. Whole I mean, movie. the one, I, the one, and I would say only thing Benson's voice has going is that when we do something like that, we commit to it. It's true. Yeah, that's good. We were just talking about. We got some other like, ideas, exciting yeah, things do. in the future. I was convinced fart police for the last Miami. Fart, yeah, fart police <laughs> Miami is our next, next episode. <laughs> was obsessed with now you see me. Yeah, that was that was a long con, as I like to call it. I have several long cons going to the point where you went to the premiere. I did go to the premiere. How yes. did you go to the premiere? I just have a, some people have, have some flashy people. lives. You know He's been yeah, a lot of premieres. Have a flashy life, man. Met Weird Al at a premiere. Thanks for the invite. I want to go to Weird Al. My good friend Weird Al Yankovic. Your good friend Al. Yeah, my good friend Al. Actually, one of the nicest I stories. I thought I was going to the premiere of Virgin Suicide, so I brought a date, and oh. she, we both wore nice clothes, and then it turned out it was a screening next door to the premiere, oh. and then we didn't even get into that because it was full. So then we went to the Johnny Rockets at Hollywood and Highland, and then when I came back into the parking garage, my car was smashed, oh. and and then I asked the parking garage guy, he's like, oh, I saw it happen, but I didn't get their license. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? And I was like... So how far did you get when you dropped her up? Well, I hate then, and then I shit you not, this is a true story. We get back to school, and she's like, okay, that was great. And then she goes over, and there's a guy waiting for her. For, I think she, plan- <laughs> she double booked. And then that was That's, her. Wow. And then she, there. I shit you not. He took her to the virgin suicide. that dude. Wow. <laughs> 
Hmm. I'm the gateway to what? marriage. You're, you're good luck, Brenda. <laughs> what a piece oh, yeah. of shit <laughs> that, that girl was. He has it a was lot kind of, of a shitty thing. Cause there's I'm a lot of those stories. That been, she been, only uh, went out with me because she thought she was going to a movie premiere. And that lady that got into Disneyland with her group oh, of yeah. friends. Well, then, okay, here's a story. Um, don't don't tell Phil I told this story. Well, okay. I mean, this is being recorded. <laughs> I love, it when, I love okay. it when Brenda forgets he's talking to a mic. Phil won't listen back to this. Okay. Um, sure. So then when I came out to Phil and Janelle... The first thing out of Janelle's, I don't, I think both of them was like, "What about Hallie?" And I'm like, "Oh, what about the girl that used me to go to a fucking movie and then <laughs> like immediately went to the guy? What about her? Like, she's like, but you liked her? I'm like, I don't know. It's not that. It's not as simple as like, oh, I'm straight because I like. Like, it's just, yeah. I don't know. I'm like, that's not how it works. Like, did, did Phil take like some time to accept what was going on there? This is this know. is real talk. I'm sorry. Getting back into they were very because I was terrified of coming out to uh-huh. Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like. So this you is, came out on a podcast. Well, I did. They didn't. They didn't listen to the podcast. Proving so. your theory right now that Phil, <laughs> Phil doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah. So I was. So I'm like, well, I have to tell them because it's gonna get it's out. It's gonna get out in the press. Well, somebody's gonna listen. And <laughs> extra, like, extra. Read all in about our it. small circles, They'll like word travels fast. Uh huh. Um, and so I'm like, I have to tell them. So we went to Del Taco. <laughs> The classic location. You didn't even take him to like a, a nice place. Well, that was our place. In <laughs> what'd you La Palma, get? What'd you order? La Palma. What'd you, you order? I always order him. a number eleven. What's the number eleven? It is a spicy chicken burrito mm. and a chicken soft taco. And that was back when they gave you an actual giant cup full of fries when you ordered the macho days. fries. Whoa, so the good old days. Yeah, I miss that. The fries now they like they uh, bullshit. What drink? Did They'll you get? still give you two liters of Coke as a medium. Got some um, and okay. and we told them, and then they're like, and 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 then they were like, well, that's okay, and then that was it, and it was fine. They didn't try and like keep setting you up with women. No. They're like, no, nah, try this. No, <laughs> it's just like a friend, like just a friend, friend hang. Well, don't worry, it's no pressure. We're just gonna just hang out with her, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that never happened. Although before I came out, Janelle was trying to get me to ask out Phil's. Um, oldest sister and I was just like there's no way in hell that's happening one I've known her since she was like six years old second of all she has her own (laughs) set of issues and third of all just no she's like my sister have they ever uh, have they set you up with a a guy no have they ever tried no I don't think they would ever Hmm. do that I don't think so Hmm. I don't know I don't know they're supportive but they're I don't know Janelle already, like, even when I was, like, not out of the closet, she had given up on setting me up with people. She's like, you're too, you're too Brendo. I forgot what she said one time, and I think I cried. <laughs> but she was, she wasn't trying to be mean, but, like, it's true. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not just, like, it's not a simple, like, I can't imagine what it, what someone would have, like, how do you, I'm, I have a lot of, I don't want to say baggage, just I'm not a normal dude, and, like, I don't know. I, like, I could see Janelle trying to explain me to somebody and just being like, you know what? Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, the, I don't, I'm not trying to have like a pity party or anything. No. I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, if relation, like I would, I don't know. I don't know if relationships are my thing. We're going deep. <laughs> I know. Yeah. What, what is happening right now? <laughs> going deep with them. Well, Matt, uh, you came out. 
<laughs> on Facebook several times. Is that correct? <laughs> on Facebook. Oh, I yes, remember that. I remember that, and I went, "Oh, I cannot believe people thought that was real." <laughs> I Why? Can't believe what? That what because Chris shoot. posted a picture of like a guy in a speedo was like, "How much hey, pussy are you it. slamming?" This is we're the like, kind of guy I want to fuck." How like, much? If I were to come out of the closet. I doubt that. Would How be much gas are you Benson. collecting? We're like, not not our Benson. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the Benson I know. I posted like a post where you're like, guys, the, the photo was was a joke. Yeah, but this is serious. <laughs> but people believe the photo. Like, yeah, like did. that's that was. Did you get a text from like your mom? My uncle had said to my mom, like, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know if he necessarily believed How did your it, but he was. That? They knew. They're not idiots. They knew it was not real. <laughs> yeah. But I because of the bikini then, lady like, that you have three, a poster like, of, in three your, or four people texted you too, like saying, like, "Couple hey, people said, what's going on?" Like, "Hey, what's up with the? Is that is that real?" <laughs> yeah, I remember. Were any of them guys? Were anyone like guys laying like hopeful? Has it, it took has it come a solid true? two no. years for Matt to get over that to be comfortable <laughs> to use his phone and his laptop in front of me. After <laughs> oh, I still secretly log out of Facebook always, when, when I leave the room. With he's Chris left the room and then come back in and shut his laptop and just looked at me. And Michael Ian Black tweeted today about lunch. He's like, "Oh, Minions comes out." this week you should go see it because his wife just left him and he really needs this and he's like by the way i i my wife did not leave me stop texting me <laughs> oh my clean one time um i remember on the kevin smith board somebody took over a, um jesse rivers account and said i just shit myself just like um, like a dumb thing. And Did then, he get texts? And then somebody replied no, to it. It was a person on the board that had like right. um, a disability. Oh and my he's god! Like, There's always somebody. And, there and then to ruin he was the like, party. "Don't worry, Jesse. It's happened to me too." <laughs> and then Jesse had to be like, "It was a joke. And then you just told everybody." Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. It was rough. Times. That is rough. This, well, this, good night, everybody. <laughs> so Comic Con, Brendo, Brendo, talk about your stuff. Well, um, who are you? What do you do? I'm Brendan Creasy. I do radio, Brendo Man, and popsicles, and Man Brendo's wrestling show, and other. Winner is another Man Brendo's wrestling show. I don't know. We had. I don't even know who to look at at this point. It's one of you. Have you guys ever considered all wrestling podcasts? Let's wrestle each other. The majority of wrestling podcasts are two dudes talking about wrestling, and nobody gives a fuck about those. You you had a great gimmick where you had a tied in with a local promotion. Local promotion. Yeah, and that promotion does not exist anymore. So we kind of lost. Have you looked into other local promotions? There's not that many. Like your name was BBW. We wouldn't even have to have episodes. The indie wrestling world. Is is like let's again. Let's change it to BBW, and then once a month we will film us wrestling, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll go back and watch it, and we'll do commentary <laughs> on our B- own. B- 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 I'm gonna really okay. Here's the twist. Could work on your. Here's the twist. Like I will be the 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 commentator who really supports you. Like you will be the John Cena to my Michael Cole, and I will be the Stone Cold to your Jr. Brendo with authority. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a for real idea. When when uh, I was I was real deep in listening to uh, um, Radio Brendo Man for a while. Was this an on air discussion or is this an off air discussion? I don't no, care. they're all on air. I don't care. <laughs> but like you would talk a lot about oh. wrestling, Brendo. Yeah. Like why why don't you just turn that into its own thing <laughs> and like mean? just do like it without spin it off, just Benson it out for a while. But then it's just me talking to myself about wrestling. That's even worse. But well, that's done. exactly what you did on Radio Brendo Man, and Brendo doesn't care about wrestling. I feel like Phil doesn't Phil? care about wrestling. Or he's, Phil doesn't care about Brandon. wrestling. Yeah, this I actually fire. got Phil well, into watching. I got Phil into watching botch videos, and now we oh, talk yeah. about that. 
Talking about what? What when they screw up? Oh, okay. All right, you guys have to wrestle. What's the one move that you think you would need to take Bruno down? What's the move you would think you would need to take Matt down? Well, I mean, in real life, like if Let's you did real some kind of like, all you'd have to do is some kind of snapmare and like break his neck. <laughs> no, but like a real wrestling move, not like I, I'm going to kill Benson move. Yeah. I don't. I mean, that I could actually do. Yeah, I don't want you to kill Matt. I, just I want can't you to, you do many down. wrestling moves for the people's really Brendo. Hard. You have to pick okay. up somebody's full. Body What's the weight? one that would take him down? <laughs> I don't know. Probably like a Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> yeah, we could probably do a Stunner. What Either about one you? Of us. You'd do the same thing. A again? stern word. Uh, yeah. <laughs> would you go for the power bomb? Could you I power bomb? No, I can't. Who, power who bomb would you? be the the heel and the What's the other? I one? would be the heel. Obviously, totally the heel. I had a heel persona when we were doing the and like. That was oh dude was that local promotion so the thing the I went to the owner of the yeah. promotion like after we did this like Benson doing a total heel interview getting in the promoter's face yeah. and then afterwards the promoter's like that was amazing that was a good day and we're like oh yes yeah because my dream was like they would get far enough and he'd be like you guys want to do some in ring and that's that well, first show my dream <laughs> was, was not to meant get, to be. I that. wanted to do my dream would be to do an in ring interview. Yeah. And then Benson would team up with the heel and then they'd hit me with a chair or something yeah. like that. Damn. That'd be fucking awesome. Well, you get hit with a chair. I would totally get hit with a chair at a restaurant. Give him the chair. Yeah. As long Give as it's not in my head. Yeah, back. I'd take a back. back chair shot. What if, what if I wanted to do it right a few now? Times. But those guys were a little timid about. Interviewing the people first, and it was like watching two guys ask but what two stronger guys to prom. Side of it. I think I'm okay with that. <laughs> really? So what did like what happened to the, all those wrestlers in that in They're that thing? And other they just went to other things. Scattered. How long did they last? Huh? Like a year? Less than a year. MWE was like less than a what year. What was it called? Middle uh, Mayhem, Mayhem Wrestling, Wrestling Entertainment. Entertainment. What? Mayhem Wrestling. Remember that guy with that what? tongue that kept doing William Shatner impressions to you? I'm like, yeah. these are wrestling fans. Benson, I thought you said close to your work there's some kind of wrestling thing. Yeah, but they, they're they real sporadic with their shows. That's with the their problem shows. with a lot of the other shows. And like a lot of their shows are like after Like I really, shows, I want you to, to succeed. I want to I want to see it grow. Well, you know, some podcasts die. It's like, well, it's then, then stop saying that you're still on it. Some That's what I'm going to say right now. <laughs> and hopefully we won't. Hopefully we will find another we promotion. We find another thing. and It's not it's not that it's it's dormant. It's like uh, okay. in American Gods when Shadow is in the weird Netherlands. Never read it. Sorry. And that's a spoiler for American Gods. Thanks. Coming this fall to Stars Channel. Really? Isn't Stars the one who picked it up? Yeah. Okay. I can't HBO, keep track of what's going on with HBO dropped it. Game and stuff. Yeah. Which that would have been fucking. That would have been great. What's his name, right? Hannibal guy? <coughs> what? Mads Mickelson? No, Brian Fuller? Who are you yeah, talking about? Brian Fuller. Yeah, I keep saying names until you Brian say Fuller yes. is involved. Thank you, Andrew. Brian Fuller is always involved in like eight different things. Which means the show's going to get canceled. <laughs> hey. Hannibal, Hannibal lasted what, three seasons. Hashtag, yeah, that's the people are complaining that's that it got canceled. It's the Brian farthest Fuller Brian Fuller show has ever made. Except it. in that you talked about it. Who talked about it in, the, in his first panel? How long was Pushing Daisies? Well, Pushing Daisies was two. In in Brian Fuller's first Hannibal panel, yeah, he really mapped there, out like yeah. five he, seasons. He was like talking about what that's they're so going to do in season yeah. five in that panel. That's so sad. Which he's a I I like that he's an optimist. Like they already were going to tease the Red Dragon. Yeah. And then they, I think they said season five was going to be Buffalo Bill. Yeah, because well, they, they only had they only the had rights to, to certain amounts. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. bring but it the, back. Uh, Netflix already passed on it, and someone else passed on it. Hulu, yeah, it's down to Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Hulu passed. Oh, Hulu passed. Man. That was there was a tweet where Man. Brian Fuller said Pick Hulu, up, Hulu, Yahoo. and Netflix passed. Yahoo, or Amazon Yahoo destroys. Shows. Come on, Amazon. 
Yeah, I mean, at this point... Crackle. Crackle original. Crackle. No, Amazon already, Amazon, I know Amazon and Netflix passed. We got... Why? Why is yeah. Crackle the Hannibal and that David Spade movie? Money yeah, all so all movie. Yeah, there's so much. Shows. They, could they go old school? Could like a, uh, uh, just another network pick it up? No, they already got... I think they that already passed. That I think that doesn't happen. Yeah. The only thing that happened to was Scrubs. Scrubs. And that last season. And like Southland. Oh, ABC yeah. Scrubs. Well, a lot of like things will go worst. from. Oh, that, thing. Was kind that was of, sad. They'll that go from like... Netflix to cable, or not Netflix, uh, network to cable. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm. I don't think any of the cable networks. They've all got FX? their own shit now. Yeah. You think FX wouldn't take it? They, I think that they already shopped it around, mm. and like they all have their own shows. I now. think it's not even that. I think it's just too expensive. I talk like I care. I don't even watch Hannibal. It's a great show. It's so good. I, it's on my to watch list, but I, I got watched it. the first two seasons. Very good. So good. I got really superstitious about. Getting my job back, and I was well, getting a job, and I was like, "What was I doing when I got my job last time I was unemployed?" It was right after Comic Con when I got a job, and I I binge watched How I Met Your Mother, and I was, and I was, and like, so I'm like, I gotta recreate that like conditions, so I'm going through How I Met Your Mother again, and I just also, for that reason, yeah, and also because it's a great show. And I never finished it, so I'm gonna finish it this well, time. I think it's a great show. And she never finished. Well, no, it. I've, I, I've watched the finale, and I, I, I approve of the finale. I, I don't. I think it's <laughs> pretty. St- I, I, I saw that coming. I mean, if you didn't, I don't think you under like it's still a genre. <laughs> it's still like a rom- it still follows a lot of rom com. Who did? Who did I don't know, we should okay. expect no, better. No, we no, shouldn't I say it's, it's okay. You mean the, every movie the part where two fine. characters who are in love got divorced for no reason? Have you seen the end of they Mad About the, Me? so much time making us believe Barney and Robin uh, just to tear it apart. I could see that coming. Ugh. Well, then why didn't you hate all the seasons leading up to it where it was like... Why do you yeah. finales always go in the future? Much. I agree. It definitely... Mad About You, remember that? I think mm-hmm. there's just a pressure to, to you know, you want to show the end, the rest of their lives. You, you, want, you don't want anything left. I want to know that, that Paul Reiser's having more adventures. Well, well, the the end of Will and Grace, they literally keep jumping through time every like two really? or two to five years until Ugh. Grace's. Wait, why did you watch the series finale? My wife loves Will and Grace. The, great show. The, did you watch it to make it. sure okay, it was your dead? Your wife loves Will and Grace, Andrew. And I watched it with her. It's good your stuff. wife loves Will and Grace. <laughs> you don't love Will and Grace. She loved it, and then I got into it real it's quick so because good. it's, so like going because it's a great show. I'm flaming, and they're like, "Oh, it's not gay guy." Show. We won't go into this. <laughs> anyway, it goes all the way until Grace's kid is grown up. And then meets yeah, someone become, else's kid in college. I don't remember who. Best friends. Yeah, it's it was Will's, super ridiculous. It's like Will's oh, Will's child kid and Grace's, and Grace's kid. kid. Oh, they meet in college. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the Scrubs finale, the first finale, mm-hmm. um, they go to the, they have like a montage in the future and, and projected all on his face. Yeah, and JD and Turk's kid like ended up getting married. Mm. Whoa, together. Nice. And I and I teared up because they were so happy. And they're like, we're getting married, and and then JD and Turk just made out. Basically, they're like, mm. yeah, he did it. Good stuff. All right, that's Scrubs. That was an awful show. And those are series finales. I like the <laughs> first few seasons. Finale time. The first season's pretty good. Scrubs Zach Braff is, really, is it's awful. A funny show. He is so terrible. He got so I don't know, lucky. After watch, about lucky now. I I I got I got I I got I kind of and watching that Scrubs musical after the Buffy musical, you're like fuck every other musical episode of anything. Yeah, I agree with that. I really enjoyed the Even Stevens musical episode. As a no, they only came up with three lines and they just repeated them. The How I Met Your Mother one that they advertised as a musical with only one song. That was bullshit. I don't even remember that. The suit song. They totally advertised it as a musical episode and then it was just one song at the end. What about what, Chris? Nothing. Say it. (laughs) 
You can't you can't leave us hanging. What were you gonna say? What's your guys' favorite thing you saw today at Comic Con? Doesn't it suck though that (laughs) bring it back that the Lizzie McGuire movie was theatrical and the Even Stevens movie was on Disney Channel and it was like within the same month? I had already grown out of the Lizzie McGuire by the the time the movie dropped. I wasn't ready to let go. I was out. They were talking about having Hillary Duff threw away like a really lucrative contract because her mom back. was her agent. Yeah, she's back. Good. She could. She's there was going to be more back. Lizzie McGuire movies, a prime time ABC oh, series. Oh yeah, isn't her mom wow. like one of the notoriously yeah. worst stage moms? Really? Well, because how do you think she has to be? Because how does Haley Duff? How did Haley Duff even have a career? <laughs> There's got to be a real shark of a mom behind that. <laughs> so my, at Disneyland, my first ever gold pass and a and a celebrity yelling at me was Haley Duff was trying to use Hillary's gold pass, and I'm like, oh, this no, isn't not Hillary. Oh. <laughs> and I'm oh. like, and she's like, can't say I'm surprised. It's a gold pass. I'm That's like, like a little you microcosm have to of her be life. The person. <laughs> That this name is on it. I'm sorry. And she raised Wasn't that mean when Summer gave uh, Pedro that note that said no with the hearts on it? Yeah. It was an extra fuck you. Yeah. And then, and then let's see. They got back at me at Disneyland. (laughs) Mike Sosha, the manager of the Anaheim Angels. Is he the one that got... Somebody had already used his silver. He had a silver pass, but somebody had already used it that day. And he's like... My wife used it, but I should be able to use it. And he just raised the whole big. So plus. Hillary Duff gets a gold pass, and Mike Sosha gets a silver pass. Yeah, well, she right. made she made him more money. I guess. There you I go. Hierarchy of Disney. What That's what they give them? to normal employees. You asked something about Comic Con. Is that correct? Oh, what's, what's what was thing? the best thing you saw today? Cool booth. Christy cool Carlson thing. Romano is on a BuzzFeed list of ten like child stars that <laughs> didn't go anywhere. I'm like, it's a little mean. She's in Mirrors too. She got breast implants to be in Mirrors too. Come yep. on, she's Hell a hard worker. Too. Something she's nude in. She go to the Kiefer Sutherland film Mirrors. She's nude in it. He dies at the end of that film. That's why the sequel doesn't happen. He said that as if it was a real person that died. <laughs> and it was a shame. You know who else dies? The end of White Noise. Michael Keaton dies. Spoiler special. Oh, you're right, he does. Remember his legs um, all twisted oh, underneath him? Fuck. I totally forgot about that. And then they turn on the radio and then it's like, Michael Keaton, Batman. That's what happens. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> got two people who have seen White Noise in, <laughs> in theaters. <laughs> have you seen Boogeyman? <laughs> you know who was in that? Who we were talking about earlier from What About Brian in Seventh Heaven? The oldest oh, what's his name? I did hear you... Watson. I did hear you shout Barry Watson from behind us. I'm like, what's he was in that movie. About? I was talking about teaching Mrs. Tingle. And you're like, we saw that in <laughs> Which theaters. Which I saw opening day because I was obsessed with Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. I watched Disturbing Behavior before it came out because my brother worked Did at you say that movie. 90s horror is a lot worse than yeah, 80s horror? Is that a good movie? That's a great movie. I need to watch that. Pieces of April is Which great. Which that? That's the one where... Um, she like has her family over Thanksgiving, and she's like all poor and weird. And oh, I'm thinking of the Tracy fragments. You are. <laughs> what the hell is that? Yep. Ellen I don't know Page. what it's about, but it's Ellen Page, and she's like like shattered glass on the front cover. Derek has a the good Ellen Page like that. at ArcLight that? story. No, I've told you like, before. Oh, you have. Yeah. Don't. Derek, instead of that Ellen Page story, tell tell us what he. Tawny do. was in that <laughs> fired up cheerleader movie. With uh, with that one guy, who's, oh, yeah. who has played a high schooler once and every two he, years and, since uh, like 1990. Naomi the from, from Dumb and Dumber, yeah, something. What are the? What's Jessica McCor- Stroop doing these she days? She was on the following. Got oh, canceled. asked no one. <laughs> Wait, she's a good. She, she's good. Oh, on the first season of the following, still need to watch it. Oh, she is. <laughs> Should I sell Silver it? on 90210, and she is amazing. So, 
you saw disturbing behavior first day? Well, Would you I say that? actually before because my brother was a projectionist, so they have to do the. This was back when they had to like build the print, right. and then they had to. Would test you say it. that '90s horror is unwatchable now? Like '80s horror is awesome, but '90s horror is all WB stars. I don't know when, I, like, when did the faculty I, come okay, out. Okay, the yeah. faculty is great. <laughs> what about H2O? and disturbing behavior? Halloween kind 20, of holds H2O. up. H2O. Halloween H two O is not very good. No. And then at the end, okay. Urban what about legends? I know what you did last time. I got summer. in a no, huge fight like, with somebody because at the end. She takes off Michael's mask and Jamie sees Lee that it's him. H2O? <laughs> yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. And then she chops his head off. Did I imagine that? <laughs> I think not so. Seen H2O because they did through. build that in for a sequel, apparently. Well, then in the sequel, it turns out it, it was, was just security, some other dude a in a security guard. But I swear to God, she <laughs> takes his mask too. off in, H- in H2O, and then they retcon that. I mean, did she ever actually see his face before then? Did you guys yes, see Jason, huh. Jason X? Hey, Jason X what was is, that 2000? Okay, was that space or hell? Jason X was 2000. Jason X is space. It got delayed a really long okay. time. Okay, Jason X is amazing because it has that scene where he freezes, he sticks the girl's head in the liquid nitrogen, and then she he smashes it on the table. Did that Jason X come out before or after Jason in Manhattan? After, way after. <laughs> yeah, way after. What are you talking about? I don't know you how. Go to space and then Manhattan. <laughs> Look, I don't know how these horror movies whoa, whoa, whoa. go. Then yeah, there's Manhattan a scene a where. Stretch. Then there's a scene where. I he's know in how like he beats space. Like yes. and, and they're like the 80s. And he goes back to the 80s and he's smashing the girls like. Yeah, in a she says bag. like premarital sex. That was the first She's time like, I learned what premarital sex meant. Ask my brother, what is premarital? He's like, it's when you have sex. I learned the hard way. Children. I was fourth grade. Chris is is fourth grade. Right now, uh, well, I don't know if you guys know that. Uh, yeah. So do you even remember 9/11? <laughs> oh yeah, vividly. <laughs> that's funny. 12. No, I was just talking about some. I talking talked about that with to like, like that's I'm that like, day I got a lot I, of ice cream and I, I can watch I TV. Derek brought it up, but I asked Phil. That like, is a question gonna, I ask people. Like, how does that work? Well, on radio, on radio, Brendo Man, yeah. Phil holds the same emotional weight of when are you going to tell your kids about Big Top Pee Wee as he does like when are you going to tell your kids about 9-11 and same thing about the prequels isn't Phil Phil's very worried about his well, he, uh, kids he learning about the Star Wars prequels well he decided to tell them instead of them hearing about it from someone else <laughs> he's treating it like and, sex and, which he won't even talk about then they might because he's worried that like if he lets somebody he lets them find out about it on their own then they're going to like it oh, yeah. and then he'll have to watch it all the time so he's just going to I'm just going to watch it I'm going to show it to him and then it's going to be like, let's never speak So they've again. only seen the original three now? Yeah, Luke has. Audrey is not as into it as Luke is, so she hasn't watched them all yet. They're not into the cartoon Clone Wars? Aren't they well, into all the cartoons? They haven't watched that. Hmm. Phil has them on all 80s. Phil television. doesn't acknowledge anything prequel related. Hmm. <laughs> so I'm trying to get him to get Rebels, because Rebels is great. Mm-hmm. So but I've heard. That Clone Wars... I watched the one and that was in the the movie and I felt yeah, friends that made it. So I heard the show's great though. Yeah, it just I can't Actually, deal with like count all those prequel characters that I yeah, hate so like, much. You're, and yeah. that's where, okay, let's Why talk do you about have to slip in with that Benson. Let's no. talk about Han Solo. The Han Solo thing is a prequel, right? Yeah, they said on StarWars.com, they said it's, a, it's an origin story. It's a young Han Solo. That worked out real story. well for Anakin origin story, so I'm worried. I'm a little concerned. Yeah, I'm worried, too. I don't think Why? anyone in 2015 what is What are they cool going to do? Old Phil Lord and Chris Miller haven't made a bad movie yet. 
True, I but I don't like think anyone's getting, cool I'm enough to play Han Solo. Miles, like Miles Teller, Miles Teller, Donald Glover, because Disney bought <laughs> them and Donald said, "Let's Glover make money." So no, as Lando. Okay, I don't want to get Ooh. hurt again, you Ooh. guys. <laughs> Derek, Derek might have just brought me back on. Miles Teller, Han Solo, Donald Glover, Lando, lethal weapon in space. I meant Miles Teller. All right, how did that go? I'm not down well. with that. Ooh, Miles Teller. <laughs> he's not call. well. He's not as cool and chill as I you like think Miles Teller. Well, what did you do? Uh, we I should tweet to him. to him. He told me that I should go see like, Whiplash. Uh-huh. He's like, of course. Movie, I'm in this movie called Whiplash. I was like, yeah. It's Wait, Miles Teller one, right? told you this? Yeah, he was like, it's when were you talking to him? Well, he's at the, the Divergent premiere. Is he cool? Is he cool? I guess you do go to all the premieres. a stranger tells me to go see Whiplash. I think that's kind of an answer. I don't know. I kind of, I want to say he was cool, but I just felt like, I don't know. I didn't like the whole act that he was putting on. Do you watch, are you a Parenthood fan? No. Is he in Parenthood? I met the creator of Parenthood. Miles Teller? No? Yeah. Isn't he the... Oh, wait. Who am I thinking of? The black kid? No. <laughs> You're thinking of Barry Watson. No. Who, who, what Who's Miles the brother... Is great is Mae Whitman's brother in Parenthood. Footloose. Is that what I'm thinking yes. about? Footloose no. remake. Yes. We're talking about the guy <laughs> in Footloose Whiplash. Remake. Thank you. In what? Whiplash. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Miles Teller is? No. He, he was, was the, the friend in the Footloose He's going to be in the Fantastic Four. He's, He's going to really be Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. You got to talk the nerd language at this table. You didn't see Whiplash? No. And he was also in The Spectacular Now. I didn't watch that. You didn't miss it. He's good. Is that a cancer Ooh, movie? Cool. No. no. Starring people that are No, it's an alcoholic movie, movies. actually. Yeah. too many cancer movies now. I'll what agree. Is, I don't know. Is that like the thing now? Me and Earl the Dying Girl. Like John Green Why do teenage girls like cancer so much? Kids love cancer. It's hot when a young because buck has cancer. it's young love. You wouldn't because it's it. a YOLO thing. It's a YOLO <laughs> No, well, Andrew seems like he's like, like a 300 year old man trying to figure out what teenagers are. I kind of am. <laughs> Benson wants the, to be the 300 year old man, but I just am. Up close, and it actually looks really cool. It does look cool. Did you yeah, see let's talk junk? about San Diego Comic Con, guys. Not made for motion. Did you motion. see the junk area? Yeah, we talked about the. Me and Andrew talked about the that. That was sticking Batman out. Batman has a noticeably bigger dick than Superman, is yes, what I'll say. I can't wait to check out more this weekend. <laughs> You really brought it down with that dick talk. Hey, it's all good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ben Affleck and Jennifer... Who? Lawrence. They're, they're splits. That's too oh, real. That's true. <laughs> we, we were debating about that, man. I saw a Twitter headline. That's all I know. No, that's Ten years real. of marriage, oh, they are definitely recently. split up. All right. Do you think that's Scientology related? Is one of them about Scientology? Gambling... Alcoholism. Well, I'm just. Everybody's worried now that Affleck's gonna totally fall off the wagon again. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. That'd be unfortunate because I feel like if he did this time, it probably probably would die. (laughs) What? what, Matt Damon won't save him. I don't know. Well, he doesn't. Fine. If you want to see the best Ben Affleck personality, Project Greenlight season one. He's super on alcohol. Season two, where he like. That was season two. Season two. He's clean, dating Jennifer Lopez, and they cut to her walking past things. Like, oh, hey. Like, she, it's so apparent that they're dating. I remember Shia LaBeouf just cussing a lot in that. And when I watched it, I was so shocked and appalled and, like, so sad to see What's him What's that movie cuss. called? Battle Shaker Heights. Was that movie the first movie I saw yeah. at Oakley. It's really bad. <laughs> what was the other one? Um, Amy Smart's in it. Hmm. Did Project Greenlight actually make movies? Yeah. yeah, they just came back huh. too. They just did they made uh, Stolen movie. Summer, Stolen Battle Summer. of Shaker Heights, and Feast, which became a franchise. Oh, Feast! I've heard of that? Um, you in a booty call? 
Boo-doo-doo. This is dad on there. Okay. <laughs> um, and they're Artists coming. Sagging. They're Artists coming back padding. with a new. Why is you? You're always super personal about what I'm doing on my phone. Um, they're bringing it back. A new project, Greenlight. Hmm. It's happening right now. Hmm. But there was a one of the producers of Project Greenlight had a show on Stars last year called The Chair, mm. and they decided to take one script and oh, give it yeah, to two yeah. different directors mm, to make two that. completely different awful movies. I just watched was, that interview where like drunk Ben Affleck is like groping the interviewer. Oh and no! Just like oh my god, what, what if this bomb. happens again? Yeah. Well, drunk Ben Affleck. <laughs> it's a tough one. Tuffy. Maybe he'll we'll do more rats see, won't too we? now. <laughs> what? Well, the, that, is that what? a good thing? What did you say? Sure. What? Is, but is that the was that you mean Mall Brats? We wanted Mall Brats. Mall Brats. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, didn't he go to jail? Or Rundo something? doesn't care what has to happen to get him in Mall Brats. Well, like, that's what they would. I think they would. He would. Like, is that he the gets one? Out of jail. Oh God. We've got audio. We've got audio. Is that the one? Yes. We've got oh, no. drunk Batfleck. Oh, no. Well, watch it later. Huh? Yeah, not right now. Please, What's going no. On? Oh, He's boy. basically... Oh, like, no. What, a, what did you even Google for that, Chris? You that got that is, uh, super fast. I Googled... Black Eyed Peas, Hey YouTube, Mama plays. <laughs> Five minutes so long. Simple. I will be watching like, you know it later. Get those Rest assured. And she slaps him right in the face. Wow. We've all been there. And the interview does not end after that. Am I right? Am I right, fellas? All right. Gone Girl. What? Yeah, it's supposed to be John Hamm. Whatever. He couldn't do it because of Mad Men. Huh. Shit. That'd be way better. That'd be a better world. I'm sorry. (laughs) I think we lost out on a lot of good John Hamm movies. All we got was Sucker Punch. I think uh, John Hamm kind of dabbles in the uh, Jason Bateman syndrome, as you said. I like the A-Team. You like Bridesmaids. Jason Bateman's not in the A-Team. What's that? Who's in the A-Team? John, John Hamm is in the A-Team at the end. Really? Yeah. Where? He so cameos. It's like the FBI agent. Oh, no, it's, movie, okay. that's it's what, the... Um, when, that was my name? end of my um, enjoyment of Zach Braff, who we were talking about earlier, was that movie that he was in with Jason Bateman that went straight to video. And it had, no, it wasn't It theaters. was Charles Grodin's triumphant return, and it was totally wasted. What was it called? Movie the X. It was terrible. It's so bad. Oh, yeah. No. He's in Originally while we're young. Charles Fast Grodin. Track. I remember that. He's in one? <laughs> He's in uh, While We're Young, the new Noah Baumbach movie, where Amanda Seyfried frolics around in underwear. Phil huh. said he, did, he thought that movie was just okay. Isn't it, what's his name? What's his name? <laughs> Thanks, Are you super excited Driver. for Mistress America? Adam uh, I just saw a trailer for that. Cannot fucking wait. I almost went to Sundance just to watch I don't it. Know. This is Young. two conversations. Is of episode seven? <laughs> While We're Young? Is Adam Driver in that, Adam Derek? Driver is in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's playing Max Landis in it, if you know what Max Landis at all. It's hilarious. I remember uh, they used the Wings 1984 song in the trailer for that movie. It's true. So Confirmed. Nice. Oh, you heard it here first. <laughs> also, you guys should probably go watch the Steve Jobs trailer soon. <laughs> You're really pushing that trailer. I really, really want you guys to see it. I played um, Mario Maker at uh, the Nintendo yeah. booth. Ooh, the sweet. funniest thing was like, you can make your own game. And I'm like... Well, who made the one I'm playing right now? Like, they did. I'm like, so it's just a well, regular it Mario game. Okay. pre-made ones. Mm. And we played one that was pre-made where there's a power-up that turns you into Link. And oh. then you play as Link. It's That's pretty cool. It's nuts, dude. It looks awesome. And, like, you can put anything in anything. Phil made it so, like, one of the jump boxes, like, spits out a giant, like, fish guy and, like, all this other crazy oh, old stuff. Fish oh, yeah. Crazy old Phil. I don't know. It looks really fun. You can give Phil the, the controls to the universe. That's what he makes. cool... 
games I want to try out. Yes, at the Marriott. I want to play like Yokai Watch, which is like this huge Japanese franchise that they're finally bringing over here. They're doing anything with Mr. Game Watch over in Nintendo? He's in Smash Brothers. He's been in that for a while. He's been, yeah. Is there anything new? I don't think so. Game and Watch, they bring it back. You sleeping over there, Andrew? No, I'm just I'm just and, watching uh, what's going on. You're like I'm just sleeping. <laughs> you're like, no, no, I'm just sleeping. <laughs> we put Lego Avengers. That was pretty cool. Except it was I kind of a rehash. These, these two yeah. ducked. These ducked out well, on me. I don't know if they had a new if they had any new levels, but like it was supposed to be the new game, and it felt like the new game. What was the stage? It was the it was the Chichar- the final Chichar- fight Chichar- from the first movie. Yeah, weird. But it was supposed to be the like the all the things are the advertising was like this is the Ultron game, and then it was like no, uh, it's both of them. Yeah, they combine it into one game? Ultra, no, it's yeah. two. It's, you can do the Avengers first one and then the second one. Yeah. Two. Oh, well, the only level they had to play was the final f- fight from the, the first, first movie. Game. You don't get to play as the Hulk or Iron Man. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a dumb thing where it's like Big you mistake. have to build the stage where Captain America can deflect Iron Man shooting. Somewhere it's like, why can't Iron Man just shoot the right thing? off a building. <laughs> Who does? What? Somewhere Benson's future brightest jumps off a building. We saw an awesome trailer for Lego Dimensions, and they're demoing it over at Hard Rock Hotel, so we gotta gotta go over over there. There There was Gandalf on a hoverboard. There was a big fight in the Old West by the clock tower. There was Marty McFly showed up. It's got Scooby-Doo in it. (laughs) Speaking of games like that, I played the Disney Infinity, the 3.0. Yeah. That some they good have stuff. a pop-up store. That's somewhere. where I went. I went over there, played yeah. it. It was pretty great because it's got Star Wars. <clears throat> yeah. So it's Star Wars. Marvel. So what, what is the, what is Disney Infinity like? What's the game? It's just like the the they make like story levels that it's correspond to like platformer. They made to get you to buy the figures. Pretty much. And that, but and now they're adding sandbox mode. They're sandbox mode, but now they're adding even more like game modes because people are like, we want more to play. Yeah. So they're like, they're adding more stuff. So then that's what I played through. Sandbox mode has all kinds of cool yeah. You just shit. build whatever you want. Build Kids whatever still playing with their people. Lone Ranger and, mm-hmm. and all the, the old figures, figures still work in the new game. And then, but, but then the, you can download sandbox stuff, and there's like some uh-huh. awesome. You have to find the figures stuff. in order to get them. You have to buy them. It's not like stores. Amiibos where they're hard to find. No, they're not hard. Go to the store and they're not generally. It's it, not like a I used to read on forums like, oh, I couldn't find Syndrome, but I was like, I see him everywhere. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, certain it's ones, they were like, oh, it's hard to find. not like Amiibos, nah. where it's like, I have yet to see the Splatoon Amiibos at retail. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a Mega Man. I've never seen... There's ones I have not seen in the wild <clears throat> at all. They have a couple of, like, exclusive type items, where, like, Toys R Us yeah. gets the thing, but it's like, that's that's just that. Um, And GameStop now sells used Disney Infinity stuff, sure. so... But one of the things that I, I got most excited for, they, they have these little like tokens that you can put on the gamepad that yeah. add in like vehicles and weapons. Yeah. One of the vehicles, and no one's going to like this except me, is General Grievous's uh, crazy speeder bike oh thing. Oh, my God. His, his round thing that he drove. And I got so crazy excited because I love General Grievous so much. What the hell is wrong with you? Fuck you. General Grievous is great. He's ah. great. Count Dooku. <laughs> General Grievous was the well, best part. It's been a great I watched Comic-Con. three again, and like that movie is. Way Here's what worse I'm gonna tell you. I remembered it. Gendy Tartakovsky invented General Grievous for the Clone Wars animated series that he did, 
and then sure. Lucas took it into the movie yes. and killed him is because Lucas was mad. Is that one that they basically pretend doesn't exist? Yes. And it's great. It's so you? good. Both, Both of those are like, so good. It's the one that looks, looks like Sam's cor- a cartoon. Yeah, because Gendy Tartakovsky did it, who yeah. did Dexter's Lab he and all that other stuff. He created Joe Grievous and then Lucas killed him off in the dumbest way possible because he was like, yeah, I'm mad that someone made a great character. That's also the first time you see a lightsaber underwater, which I thought was really, really cool. My man, Kit <laughs> but I love remember ju- in the Clone Wars <laughs> extended universe the crystals that are. <laughs> you guys ever hear of Star Wars ring theory? <laughs> oh, Jesus what? Christ! It's I'm stopping the recording. No, right no. Now. <laughs> Let's just wrap this up. It's his essay. <laughs> I'm falling asleep over here. All right, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. I plug Bye. Star Wars ring theory. I want to hear about this. <laughs> this guy, this essay, this guy argues that Star Wars, all six movies, is a ring composition, which is this very. It's this old form of storytelling. Like you can see, like like the Odyssey isn't this. It's old stories where the story unfolds to a midpoint and then refolds in the same direction. So if you if you look at it, you can see that everything that happens in the prequels then happens backwards in the original movies. And uh, this guy argues that, therefore, the prequels are very good because it reveals a level of sophistication that you wouldn't notice at a first glance. There's I don't, Asian, that's the there's, biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard I don't agree with that conclusion, life, but there's it, Asian you do, caricatures. It, it does open up some doors that you... It opens up some, some doors when you... Yeah, it that. makes you hate Darth Vader, like, <laughs> retroactively. How is that a good thing? It's a good essay. It's a good essay. Read Star Wars Ring Theory. You're a good Star essay. Wars explain away the Jewish I couldn't even watch alien. 4 through no, 6. That's ultimately why. Like a few years. That's ultimately why I think the theory of Star Wars that much for you. Don't it really wrong. did. Are, are they, they're doing some of these Star Wars here, aren't they? Did they? Friday. <laughs> <laughs> they're bringing a Star War here. It's going to be Friday. I'm here for the I Star wanna, Wars. I just want to check out the Hall H line on Friday because it's. Can we go be, up to Booth and just like, ask for her for well, Star Wars? Well, they're going to be lining up tomorrow. <laughs> and I just. That's going to be nuts. It's, yeah, it's like, come on. Don't do that. I just. I just can't believe. So I just, much. Like, okay. I found part. out that the, the nerd foo guys who I know for a fact, like, basically camp in the Hall H line all week. They have a room at the Marriott, which is, like, super fancy, and, like, they don't even sleep in it. Wow. That's crazy. They're like, it's just a place to keep stuff and shower in. Why don't they move Hall H to just put it in Petco Park? Because you would have to rent out Petco Park, and I don't think Comic-Con itself can afford this. Doesn't very San Diego want to keep them? Doesn't they want to give them a well, cheap price? They, they are keep they are signed on until 2018. Listen, you guys. Listen, San Diego doesn't... I don't think they own the stadium. I think it's a private thing, and they have to rent... And Nerd well, that's Machine, why it's always a company rents it out. It's always a yeah. company rents it out. Like, this year, it's Nerdist. Mm-hmm. With the help of Legendary Pictures. We can go check Lushes. that out. Even Nerd line, HQ couldn't afford the rental people. fee. I mean, if they did it, we'd never have to worry about because why don't they just Lucasfilm can buy uh, like um, Jumbotron space during a Padres game, and then that'll be all age. just in the background of a baseball game. One year they did show 300 at Petco Park, and that was pretty cool. Yeah. Even though the movie's not that great, <laughs> okay, I, think, I think we're gonna check out for now. We'll come back another day. How big is the arena at Anaheim? Is it bigger than Hall? I love it when I'm ignored. The human wait, torch wait. was denied. A bank Every bomb, single crosswalk here. Pedophile. Weep. No. And then you always have that idiot. That Pedophilia is an option that you have like, the gumption. You push that button <laughs> one more time. Five, four, three, two. I do like the countdown. I always feel like something's about to blow up. That's why I like it. <laughs> Howard Hughes over here. Huh? So Howard we got. Did I play you the thing, Cruz?
census? Yeah. Oh, dude, what the heck? Too many people. Nope. Okay. Everybody, shut the fuck up. Hey, we just noticed that Chris is sorting his. Sorting his M and M's. Hey, we're in the free soda room at San Diego Comic Con. I'm I know we're at the brand new free soda room. <laughs> I mean, We've changed it's not locations. Brand new. Well, it's well, it's not, not a new room, but it's before. not. It hasn't been a free soda room before. Yeah. Uh, nice. That's what happens. That's the background the free noises. soda room. Background noises. We're gonna be crunching in it. One of us leading this shebang. <laughs> I was trying to, but whenever <laughs> I try and out. lead something, I was someone jumps in and it? says. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> go right ahead. See if right. I won't interrupt you. I won't talk over you at all, Derek. Not even a little bit. <laughs> I thought you didn't want to. Night I'm two. Night two. <laughs> night Starring two. Chris Pratt. Night this two, is Thursday night. Day one, night two. New players. David King of Midnight Marinara. Wait, new? I've done this because before. You, because you part one we did Oh, I see. There was a part, part one. Two. I wasn't oh, yeah. here for that. Uh-huh. And Thank I'm you. sorry. What was your name again? Alex. Alex is here. Carol. Alex Carroll, former coworker, former coworker. So let's start out with hot topics. Earlier, yeah, I too. I wasn't here last oh, time. Phil Vecchio is here. Phil. It's Phil's good. Got a time limit. It's have a good time that you're here. We'll start with Phil. Chris is also hot here. topics. We, if you listen to the Benview Network Galaxy of Podcasts, you learn uh, that Phil buys his condoms on Amazon.com. <laughs> <laughs> and we learned. I learned through a source. Yeah. They source. are lambskin, the yeah. expensive kind. Which, if you know We're Phil, doing this again here. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, is it a, a allergy thing? Is it a comfort thing? I'm not like commenting that you're from the old I'm west. Still not commenting. <laughs> are you? That's you rabbit a, skin. First of are, all, are you so an, an ancient? Skin. The fact that you know that makes Phil knows his condom. Phil is the condom master. Are you an ancient Egyptian? Hey, <laughs> is I just it a figured. comfort thing? It's a. Uh, I don't know. Come I'm not on, Chris. So. I'm not discussing this because there's nothing I can say that will not be thrown back at me for like millions of years. <laughs> but what if I don't this want This will be thrown back at you room. for millions of years. <laughs> what if I need to save your life, but I'm made of latex and it's I know not that an you're... Okay. <laughs> so we ruled out an allergy. Okay. I, 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 we ruled I, out an allergy with Phil. Is this the one thing you splurge on? Well, it is the one thing we splurge on. Definitely. <laughs> the word splurge in this context. <laughs> well, Remember you when they just continued splurging splurge. them? <laughs> he went there. That's Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Matt Benson. <laughs> Thank you. Let's just keep making Phil feel uncomfortable, guys. If I just say it, if, okay, if I just say it once, will we move on? We'll move on. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yes. It fits better. Ooh. Oh. So what does that mean? Is that, that is mean? all I will say? That is, but that's <laughs> all I will say. It's so <laughs> goddamn you, Phil. <laughs> because you said a thing that's intriguing and that requires more information. I said it. I said it. Now you promised to move on. So does that mean it's go. bigger yeah, or it's it, smaller? Is it girth? I, I don't know. It's probably bigger. Right? It, it's a better fit. What do you guys think? Two-day free shipping with Prime. That's right. And that's the key. I figured, you know. Get a little kickback. You wish on our I, thing. you wish so bad that I wasn't there at the I mailbox. No, because no one, you never would have known. He figured it out. Do you have like code words like we're having lamb chops for dinner? Do you buy, <laughs> do you buy no, other just, items with it, or is that is that the only thing? In no, your I cart? buy everything on Amazon. Why not? I mean, you know, groceries we buy at the store. But that's all I know is we were at the mailbox. Phil opens this envelope and he's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, "Yeah." And there's, oh, nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. There's nothing. And then, and then Brendan that. put two. So two then I immediately went to our Amazon page and yeah. I'm like, "Condoms." <laughs> so I, you buy these on a shared page with Brenda? <laughs> no, no, no. We no, use the Radio Brendo Man promo oh, code and all of the Radio <laughs> Brendo Man 
all the Radio Man Brendo listeners, they would they would need so that way he gets a little bit of it back. You do the report when you read what what people bought with that code. Surely you ethically have to include condoms on that list. Some of those, some of those were your idea. I wonder if this is the last time Phil will be using the Radio Brendo Man code to buy condoms. I think he'll be using Amazon Smile mode. you're gonna have to pull out of ordering them from now. But you're gonna keep buying on Amazon because I've also been to the drugstore when Phil had to buy condoms, and I thought he was gonna have a nervous breakdown. To do the walk of shame, like he was like a. Fifteen-year-old kid. You're about to say twelve. Like in the seventies. <laughs> yep. It's, so, it's yeah. a proud Phil is thing. A married man with children. Like, we all know what's going on. Me. And he's like, oh. intimate items. I bury. I have to go and buy at least ten things. Like, is it because Homer, Homer Simpson? Yeah. He's like, give me these panty shields, the clerk bottle of Harper. Like a, yeah, right. And one of those portable cinnamon and a couple condoms. I don't want this to happen at the grocery store. Podcast to start happening. You think I don't want instant podcast? Like if you're the million customer when you buy condoms and balloons come down and stuff. So this this is a hot topic at Comic-Con, mainly because we just got done with uh, your guys' panel, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what we should be talking about here. I'm trying to get things back I on track. I the lambskin condom yes. webcomic. But <laughs> <laughs> we had a panel, and it was really good. Yes. It uh, went well, I mean, at least as far as from my perspective, but we had a good turnout um, for a nighttime one, the lady at Comic-Con told us, so that's cool. We've yeah, there was a, we got a representative here. Oh. You normally don't allow pot con- What? What? Wow. We've never had this happen before. It's never really come up very We do it every year. Oh, no. Oh. All right. Okay. If Comic-Con provided us a podcasting wow. area. We'll take, a, take this show on the run. Pump up the volume style. We're going to get right. a Jeep. Thank you, Bill. We're going to drive around. It's okay. We understand. It's all right. Yeah. 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 Thank you. We'll wrap this up. We can. We can. We can Trounce relocate. again. Year two. Man. Well, <laughs> that was it. So it was a good. Um, well, that was fun. Well, we got the, we got the condom talk out. We got the condom. That's the most important. Exactly part. what I was hoping. Is that why for. we got shut down? We were talking about condoms. Yeah. See, you ruined it. <laughs> God, it was Derek. worth it. They were going to be totally fine with it until then. Well, all right. See you tomorrow. <laughs> see you tomorrow, guys. Well, Derek, you're in charge. Wrap this up. Uh, I'm Derek Armijo, and I wouldn't fuck you with Matt Benson's deck even if I had a lampstand condom. <laughs> That's my outro for. I'm Matt Benson. With me, as always, Chris Gutierrez. And special guest today, you know him, you love him. He's the uh, writer and producer of, of, of one of Bebby's most popular, well-loved shows, Midnight Marinara. Please welcome Mr. David King. Woo! Fuck yeah! We're hey, here at Comic-Con 2015. Yes. Breaking into the Megacast Going Rogue! That Woo! I got a sore throat already right now, and that was yeah, not good it, for it. Yeah. Easy, Matt. You're scared. Um, it's like 11.59. Yeah. PM. I have to take a shuttle home at some point, uh, but I decided to tough it out and hang out with you guys yeah. instead. You're so we can guy. do uh, 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 
Secret Ben's Moonbox. Yeah. Sneaking in. Super secret. You say, hey, we don't do we don't we don't do episodes often enough. Guess what? We got so many episodes they're cramming them into other shows. Yeah, <laughs> Take a that. Couple, couple wild cards. Yeah. You don't know what's gonna happen when these when these boys get on the microphone. It's weird, it's wild, it's wacky, it's the extra super deluxe Comic Con special. Yeah! Fucking boy. right. Flavor Flav just went in the room. <laughs> I mean, you know, the first one was great, but after the second one, it really fell over for me in a pajama jammy jam. It's weird. Flavor Fl- it's, people don't hear Flavor Flav speaking No, no, no. Voice. It's, it's a, that's a Homestar Runner reference. I'm trying to make sure. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yes, I, and I know, David. I don't know who you know is Homestar Runner anymore. It's, it breaks my heart. It's tough. They, didn't they, aren't they, didn't they do a new thing recently? Yeah, they're doing They're doing stuff again. It's been a little while, but I think they're still doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, what did you see at Comic Con today, Chris? Uh, it was a busy day. I saw all the Adult Swim panels. Yep. I, I was there for that. I dipped out during Robot Chicken. Yes. It was not very good. <laughs> um, is, is it not very like Robot Chicken in general? Is not. Do you like good? Robot Chicken, David? I liked Robot Chicken. Okay. Once upon a time, I haven't seen much of it lately, so I can't say for certain. I don't really watch TV anymore, mm. except for select shows. What's yeah. a select show that a David King watch? Well, I did stay for Steven Universe. Yes. We, uh, we were both there for Steven yeah, Universe. We I was there for the last, like, five minutes of Steven Universe. Got in for the last five. That's because everybody who was there that morning was there for Steven Universe, I'm pretty sure. And yeah. Not even regular show, not even Adventure Time, and sure as hell, not for Uncle Grandpa. David yeah, King they, has got a vendetta against Uncle Grandpa. They tore that show apart. No laughs every time. No one, no one cares at all. The only marginally amusing thing about that show is the giant realistic flying tiger that they put in there yeah. as mm-hmm. a fourth wall-breaking joke. And the fact that Kevin Michael Richardson is involved, I think that's the only thing. That's, that's the important. that's the other thing. Um, I think what someone asked them, someone asked the Q and A, what's the weirdest thing about the crossover you did with uh, Steven Universe? And the creator of the show was like, the fact that Rebecca even wanted to do a crossover. He's <laughs> <laughs> grateful. He's a grateful man. He's grateful what he's got. Yeah, for what he's I, given. I have nothing against the guy. I just yeah. uncle Uncle Grandpa is is designed for hyperactive four year olds. Mm. Barely. So, barely. <laughs> barely. Three-year-olds? <laughs> yeah, let's go with three-year-olds. Um, what else? We did things together, too. We right? did. We saw the Rick and Morty panel. That was a whole lot of fun. That was cool. Dan Harmon, Justin Roiland, Ryan Ridley. We got pizza. We got pizza. We went to Berkeley Pizza, my favorite spot to eat when I'm downtown in San Diego for Comic-Con. I'll keep that in mind for the uh, future. Yeah, improbably did not get to eat Berkeley Pizza until the third day that I was here, which is a rare occurrence that it takes me that long to get down there and grab a slice. But I had a, a nice spinach and mushroom and a uh, pepperoni. pepperoni today, and it was very enjoyable. And that's Berkeley Pizza. 555-P-Z-Z-A. Five, 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 Is that right? Not, that no, can't be right. Definitely not. <laughs> Certainly not. You've definitely made that up right <laughs> that, that San Diego area code that everybody yeah. knows. Yeah, we all, I mean, I didn't even say the air code because we don't. Everyone knows it. we don't everyone need. No, yeah. we don't need the area code. And of course, five five five, a real number. Uh, if you talk. We split up too. I roamed. I got some comics. You did some roaming. Uh, well, I was friend, at uh, a friend. I'm not like a nerd or anything. Sure, like that. sure, sure. Did you get sure. anything? Did you get anything cool? Any comic wise? No, not. I mean, for me, they were cool. Just a bunch of Punisher comic books. This guy loves Punisher. I'm a big Punisher fan. Yeah. I um I ended up getting a copy of Lando number one. Nice. And That's it so came cool. with some of those tops trading cards. Who's writing Lando again? I forget. Um, I don't know, but I could grab the comic. It's someone. It's a name. I can't remember off the top of my head. All the, all the Bob's Burgers comics, but they're going for a pretty high price. Yeah. Do you own all of them? Uh, tried the first one, didn't care for it. Really? 
Like the show, comics okay. It's I mean, it's not, not bad. Are they not involved? Uh, I I I, I, I couldn't tell you who who writes world. it. It's not bad by any stretch. It's just I don't know. It's not as good as the show. Did those uh, Invaders in comics come out yet? Not yet. There's a panel tomorrow that I'm looking to check out. What time? Don't know off the top of my head, but I'll be sure to tell you. Wait, if you're, just for the comic? if I open my brief, yeah. Invaders in. It's called the Return of Invaders in is the name of it. I would love to go to that. And there and the descriptions seem to suggest that maybe uh, Mr. Vasquez, which I call him that because I don't know how to pronounce his first name. There we go. We got that. Uh, he's apparently looking to maybe try to bring it back to TV as well. Well, that would be very that would nice. Be so nice. Yeah. I, I, I was actually reading about it during the Uncle Grandpa. <laughs> uh, club. Looking for something to do. They did an interview with him about it, and I mm. was like, dang, I remember having fun, lovely memories about that show. And it was a very good show. Thinking it was one of the funniest things I ever saw. Yeah. The funny thing is, I get the impression that Jonan doesn't like. He, 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 he's annoyed by the fact that people, at least for a while, he was annoyed by the fact that people kept bringing it up. Like, the only reason people would go to see stuff was like, I loved Invader Zip <laughs> so much. It was my favorite thing you ever did. Oh, my God. Well, that's interesting, because I, I read an interview with him uh, somewhat recently where he said he's been generating new Invader Zim stories in his head the entire time it's been he, off the air. Either he had a change of heart or he was it was all part of an act. Yeah, maybe. Because he he was saying he's been he's been thinking of what would have been happening this whole time, and that the comic is just gonna pick up where he is in his head right now. That actually makes me really happy. Right, it That's sounds really pretty cool. amazing. I've seen some, I've seen some of the like preview panels for it. Yeah, looks good, like legit. Good. Looks very good. I'm very excited. Got yeah. that great sense of humor. I, like, I just oh, yeah, shot a poodle in his bed. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, he said in that article that it's the core team, like all four of them, for the first four issues. Yeah. And they're all, and then everyone's kind of doing their own thing. They're someone else going to take it over at that point. He's gonna, he's still gonna have like final overseer. Over yeah. It. But I just think that's so. How how rare is that? Like that, you know what I mean? I think that's a cool thing. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. OG. You know? Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. Is that something either of you have ever read? I am unfamiliar. I believe that's what he did before Zim. Could be yeah, misremembering no, the title. I know what it is. I've not read it. Okay. We got three non-readers in the room. Yeah, so uh, no, nowhere to go on that topic. So we'll drop that topic. Oh, you okay, David? Looks like you just hit yourself on the couch. I'll okay. throw out his back. David's back is now thrown out. David's back is down. You mentioned uh, that David almost got killed on the way to the room right That's now. That's true. There oh, was yeah. a very there strange encounter. Let's talk about a, that for a second. There was some weird guy. Yeah, so you were, um, you were docked, docked, dressed docked. as... <laughs> You were docked as Dresser. I was Professor Jonathan Crane today, cosplaying. No, maybe I actually really am. I don't know. Perhaps. Who can say? But I was doing that today because it was a really easy costume to throw together. Just wear a lab coat, have an Arkham badge. But in order to give it more of a scarecrow look, I took a, I took the noose. You know, you know, some of the interpretations of scarecrow. He's got the noose around his neck. Yeah. Doesn't add a ghoulish touch. And sure. So I was wearing that, and I've been wearing it all day. No trouble. And as we're coming into the lobby of the hotel, some guy comes up to me. With purple arms, it's worth purple noting. Arms. He had purple arms like and a like shaved head. He had like yeah. this, he had that kind of like 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 watery. He had like those kind of watery Snake sunken eyes. in eyes. Well, yeah, it looked like he hadn't slept in a week. And he's like, "Hey, you know, you should be really careful with stuff in that cosplay. I've seen people get hurt when stuff like that like get seriously hurt." And I'm like, yeah. "No, nah, man, I'm cool. Like, can you undo it if you need to, like, really fast?" And I'm just trying to stand between between these guys. Yeah. Be like, okay. You said you were so quick though. You're like, yeah, I'm I'm, a, I'm experienced martial. Art. You're like, I'm a martial artist. I know, like, I know how to get out of things quick. And he still was like, "Are you sure?" Cause, yeah. Oh. You know, if you pull it tight, like, you could get hurt. I'm like, <laughs> and then we we were like, 
we were very nonchalant about like Benson was like, "You want to get in this elevator?" I'm like, "Hell no!" Yeah, because he he got he got one. to the first elevator. And I was like, "You we were waiting for the next one, right?" Waved us in like he stopped yeah. in the back and waited for us to come in. And, and I was like, "We're we're waiting for the next one, right?" I'm so. I'm not getting in close quarters with that guy. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> I'm was... not gonna let him test that theory. <laughs> I am a martial artist. I can probably undo yeah. that knot in a moment's notice. It's I've done it before, but it's, I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna even get myself in that situation. Yeah. I, I don't want to be anywhere near that fucking guy. <laughs> That was a real. It was a creepy moment. I've had yeah. I had much better encounters today. I gotta yeah. say, and I've been waiting to tell you guys a story. Okay, here was, we go. I was gonna save it for when the other guys got here. But fuck them. But fuck them. Yeah, they left me to rot. So right. whatever. Get those guys. Fucking barbecue. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I was out just wandering the floor. I had a huge gap between panels because I only really cared about going to see Steven Universe, and then. At the very end of the de- night, like last panel is Welcome to Night Vale, the novel. Yeah. Joseph Fink, Jeffrey Craner, and moderated by the ever fantastic Hal Lublin. Okay, Steve Carlsberg. Steve Carlsberg. There were some good jokes at his expense there. Sure. Uh, I loved it. Uh, but as I'm wandering around, looking around, um, I, f- I spot someone from, you know, who looks r- relatively familiar. I'm like, wait a minute. He's just talking to someone in the hall, like upstairs, and I move around, I look at his name tag, and it's Tony Baxter, who is the, uh, again, the blank stares I'm receiving from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Disney people, this is the kind of thing oh, Andrew would like. Disney okay. people, though, he is like a legend among Imagineers. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Like this guy. I do feel like I've heard the name before. Yeah, it yeah, sounds familiar to me. I just have no idea who it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, Big Thunder Mountain is one of those rides that he has under his belt. Do you think he knew the uh, last lecture guy? Which which guy? Remember the professor who had cancer and, and it was called the last lecture. But the book he wrote a book that was very popular. He was an Imagineer. I it's, think he designed the the uh, 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 who he, the who Frank Roger, Roger Rabbit, Rabbit? ride. Oh, so sorry, that's off topic, but uh, it's not that far. I know because David. Cause the, <laughs> because the other the other the guy he was talking to, or at least joined in the conversation, the other was this legendary animator by the name of. Um, Oh gosh, why am I suddenly blanking Walt on his Disney. name? Walt Disney. <laughs> yes, and it was Walt Disney. His, his head floated up, <laughs> frozen. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, "Well, I'm, I'm glad to be here." And, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but no, it was cool. It was. Um, he he had a panel. Floyd Norman. That was it. Floyd Norman. Who? Something like. He's a, he's an animator guy. Okay, more of this Disney crap. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get to the part that's Sorry. relevant to you. Okay, there's part of this that's okay. relevant to your interest. No, I mean it's really. I, I'm so trying, I talked yeah. to. I'm no, goofing. It's actually really cool. Because I met him in the hall and I wasn't obnoxious and asked him for a picture and just kind of started like joining the conversation with him. I got to talk to him for like a good 30, 45 minutes. Oh wow, we're just nice. chilling out, having a good time. I'm engaging all these people. He's basically talking about how Disney needs to do what Universal is doing right now with Harry Potter. Sure. And then some guy walks by and you know claps Tony on the shoulder, says, "Hey," he says, "I gotta go. I'm jetting to a panel, but it's good to see you." I look at his badge. It's Paul Dini. Oh, now that's a name I know. Who's Paul Dini? Paul Dini. He's uh, uh he, he he worked heavily on, on uh, I mean, he wrote the first two Arkham games, uh, Batman. Oh, okay. Sorry, and he, he worked a lot on the animated series he and was the like, comics. He, he created wrote, he I cre- know who that is. created Harley Quinn. Fat Man on Batman. I'm familiar with. Yeah. That. Yep. We created Harley Quinn. If, if essentially established Mr. Freeze as a yeah. proper sympathetic villain. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I I, I I while I got to talk to also Tony Baxter, sorry to just interject. 
one of the few people that Derek has like nerded out and freaked out. Uh, one of the few celebrities that Derek has creeped out with his uh, uh, over uh, passion. I managed to uh, keep my cool. Yeah, unlike Derek, I'll be sure to I'll rub that in his face when he does the <laughs> cast. Perfect. No, I'm gonna rub it in everyone's faces. Do it. Yeah, but I just uh, I just shook his hand, said just want to say hey. I understand you're in a hurry, so just want to say it. He's like cool, and I don't know if he recognized my cosplay or not. If he did. Uh, he didn't say anything, but it's okay. He was trying to keep it cool. He didn't want to freak you out. He didn't want to freak you he out. Didn't, he didn't yeah. want to be like, oh my god. That's a great Oh my god, can I get a picture? Yeah. <laughs> but he was off like a shot, and then I just ended up, I gave, I gave, um, I gave Tony Baxter one of my uh, Midnight Marinara business cards. Nice. Smart. So that was really nice. Smart move. Yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, beyond that, uh, the rest of my day was just sort of wandering around and, uh, Getting my bearings and buying a pair of Welcome to Night Vale crew socks for my girlfriend. Nice. Yeah. What is a crew sock? They're like athletic socks. They're they like go the, up. You know, like, the, they're like soccer players. Oh, like yeah. the like the pistol shrimps we're wearing. Pistol shrimps radio. <laughs> this has been a plug for a podcast that is not affiliated with us, but that I enjoy. Hooray. That was <laughs> yes. nice and considerate and thoughtful of you, David. I thought you were going to say that's nice to, to me because I plugged the podcast. <laughs> that's yeah, that's was, the kind of narcissism that's going on over in this brain. Nope. Yeah, I was confused for a second. But honestly, that, that whole encounter practically made my con. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just curious what other random... This is why, this is why I don't go to panels. I just wander around and I inadvertently run into You do people. some great stuff wandering. I met Ryan Ridley today, which was very exciting to nice. me. Uh, writes on Community. Played uh, as Shut Up Leonard. Listeners will know uh, one of Andrew and I's favorite one-off characters, the guy from Jeff's gym. He was a very lovely man, and uh, maybe this is a Benson Lewis exclusive. He is working on bringing back the Grandma's Virginity podcast, which is a podcast that I very much enjoy. Hey. So hopefully that'll happen soon. And you heard it here first, folks. All right, we go to you, Chris. <laughs> uh, I roam too a lot. Did some roaming? Yeah, I'm, I saw uh, what's his name from uh, Workaholics. Blake Anderson. Yeah, I saw him too. I didn't say anything. On the bridge. I, I I saw him as I was as I was leaving Indigo. I saw him in Anders. Gotcha. And there's of course they're the centers of, of our most famous Comic Con tale. Yeah. When we thought we were gonna get beat up by tough boys, but it turned out to be the cast of Workaholics, yeah. and they were <laughs> really super cool. Up and drunk. <laughs> yep. We probably could have if we were a little more assertive. We could have hung out with him that night. Yeah. But you know, it was not meant to be. So this was a successful Friday, is what I'm hearing. I well, definitely. So. And I, I, you three. I gotta say, there was a, there was a near. I, I, I removed myself and then looked down and said, "You, you three. I'm confused. Like, I think what? that's the opposite that's of a narcissist. I pulled true. myself out of the situation. There was a, there was a, something. One interesting thing was right after Steven Universe, I go outside and, and there's uh, there's Derek and, and Brendo. Oh yeah. And I go see them and they're like, "Hey, Kevin Smith is like right over there," and he was right over there and he was talking to some people. I'm like, I'm not gonna bother him. Yeah. I, I he I don't want to be that person who just comes up and is like, sure, because I don't do that anyway. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. It's like it's hard. He's a cool guy, but you could tell a lot of people were like, oh my god, Kevin Smith. But anyway, just I saw him at a distance. I was like, cool. Didn't you guys go to the thing? In the Hall Kevin, H? Yeah, yeah, we went to Kevin Smith's panel in Hall H. Yeah. How was that? Really, really nice. good. Yeah. Saw yeah. the Yoga Hosers trailer. Looks pretty cool. Nice. He brought out the big meat monster that's in the movie. Sweet. That was cool. I had a big old hockey stick. It was nice. Yeah. Good way to end the day. Yeah. Fun fun ending. Cool. But you know it was even better. Fun ending to a fun day. Just hanging out with David. That's right. Aw, thanks guys. This is this is the best part of our day. Aw, shucks. This is the best part of my day. Yeah. But you know what the best part, the real best part of my day is when I'm going to go home and go home and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, speaking of, let's wrap this up then. I think we've covered our days here. Yeah. Anything? Any closing thoughts from either of you? Yes, I'm gonna take these shots into the trash can. Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna narrate this. This is live, okay. exciting. I'm gonna whisper because right this over. is basically free throws, and when they do free throws on Pistol Shrimps Radio, right they whisper. Here. So I'm getting very quiet. That's one shot. It's no good. No good. First <laughs> shot is not good. Okay, well, sure. Mr. Gutierrez attempting the second, and oh! it's gold. Thank you, folks. That has been, this has been Benson's Boombox Sports Radio with Matt Benson. (laughs) Uh, It's one point for the Venoms. (laughs) That's your team names, the Venoms and the Cranes. Um, uh, David, any closing thoughts? Um, Remember, kids. And remember, you can't also do a closing action, which is essentially what Chris did instead of a thought. All right. (laughs) Remember, kids, if you have purple arms, don't comment on people's cosplays. (laughs) That's true. And if you happen to be E.G. Daly... Uh, make your autograph signs clearer because <laughs> you stand there squinting, not trying to get close to get sucked in, and weird, awkward, socially inept girls dressed as Power Rangers come up to you and start talking about the White Ranger and how they're looking to get his autograph. This is an incident today I didn't get to mention, but take it from me. E.G. Daly is a cool lady, Yep. But but she needs to have her... Prices for photos and autographs. Clearly, clearly front center. Yeah. <laughs> front center. Have you seen the film Valley Girl, David? Yes. It was very shocking to me. Uh, E.G. Daly does a bit of nudity in that film. Mm-hmm. It was very shocking to me to see Tommy Pickles that way. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, you ever seen? You ever seen uh, uh, Better Off Dead? Sure, love it. Yeah. It's a great film. I just saw it just recently. Where's the two dollars? That's yeah, what I would say. That's my that favorite. Was Tyler, that's my Taylor favorite meme. That's my favorite thing from that movie. Is you know. His camera's fixed on a shot, and you get shh. <laughs> Two dollars. <laughs> uh, what a great movie. Yep. Uh, I think that wraps it up here. Uh, we're going to take you back to the regular Megacast coverage. We're done with this rogue interruption. But you know what? While we're here, let's let's throw some plugs in here. David, is there anything you want the folks at home to listen to or see? Well, if you people out there like uh, radio plays, happen to be fans of things like Welcome to Nightville or The Thrilling Adventure Hour, my podcast on the Benview Network, the Midnight Marinara podcast, takes uh, audio makes audio dramas out of creepypasta stories. The good ones, usually. Yeah. There's not a lot of them out there. I also do, on the side, although starting to become more frequently, the Undercooked Analysis podcast, mm, where fun. I uh, off, do off-the-cuff analysis of stories, uh, usually... With special guests, most more re- most recently, uh, our own Matt Benson. And oh, Andrew I heard Lee. that that guy sucks. I heard I heard someone say that he's kind of a tool. Yeah, so what a what a jerk. Yeah, everyone knows. That. Yeah, it's it's a known fact. Known 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 about town that he's a good real, thing you're here, Hal Loveland. That's right, I'm fake <laughs> Hal Loveland. Chris, anything you want you would like to plug? Sure, uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. What's that? At Chris O'Bell. No, I mean, what's Twitter? Twitter is a social media website. Good. This bit's done. You can post tweets. <laughs> Spit over. Uh, for Chris O'Bell, you can spell that with three L's. You can. Should All, you? Yeah, that's the way it is. Okay. All one word. Also, uh, you should maybe look up a YouTube channel. Do it. comedy sketch group I'm part of called The Dream Team. Yep. It's all one word, all pushed together. What's the URL on that, baby? The URL is, I believe it's... Let me Would check you, my check, business Checking card. the business card? Uh, www.youtube.com slash the dream team baby the dream team baby I personally can can verify the hilarity of those sketches I've seen several of them and I I quite enjoy them you should subscribe to it subscribe to it uh, rate it review it this is iTunes right it's the same as a podcast everything's a podcast right everything's a podcast (laughs) 
Uh, you know, Dr. Matt Benson, pick your path. David writes that too. I totally should have mentioned pick your path. That's cool. I, just, you know, it's you know, I we David and I both write for it as well as Andrew Lindy. I edit it. It takes forever, and it's very good. And you should listen to it. Matt Benson is bro and a pro, and he, I would say, more credit heard, to him on this point. Because <laughs> he, he goes through the hassle of putting it together. You've heard of a GoPro, but I'm the bro pro. <laughs> I did write the most recent episode, though. If it's you very write, good. If you played Roller Coaster Tycoon when you were a kid you want to do a choose your own adventure story of that theme park paragon oh that's the title i snatched it i didn't let david say it because i was too excited that's okay we have benson's got one coming up pretty soon yeah it's called trapped on channel two this is exclusive i don't think we've said the official title yet you heard oh it? yeah you heard it you heard it you heard it here of all this folks <laughs> that's what they call a uh, i'm the leprechaun that stole <laughs> matt benson's brain <laughs> This is what they call a Comic-Con exclusive, folks, or a Sclusi. Yes. Oh, yes. Jasper the Leprechaun loves Sclusis. He gets into a brain and he releases them. That's pretty good. And we'll take you back now to the regular Megacast. I don't know. <laughs> well, so Jasper, losing it. Jasper's left. That's weird. Jasper just took off from my brain. It's like there's some sort of sinister position going on. Oh, maybe that was getting into the whole head tank. We'll see you on the rest of the Megacast, folks. Good night. <laughs> I'm letting up this group. That's on. That's on. It's on. That's on record. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Are you uh, the? But then who's the Yoko Ono? I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna meet Yoko. <coughs> We're gonna break off from. Well, you apparently, guys. if you read Nick Offerman's book, I'm you'll gonna, find that Yoko Ono is not the. No, she's of course she's not the reason the Beatles split up. That's yeah. a stupid thing. No, people, people, people do blame. I saw Yoko. a great tweet once that said, "I know, I know, the world is sexist because more people hate Yoko Ono than Mark David Chapman," mm. which is really true. Uh, Yoko Ono randomly called people to say she loved them. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, Yoko's great. But I'm gonna the point is I'm gonna ditch you guys as the gentleman of this group. Uh, then I'm gonna ditch my Yoko to have a few months with some weird lady on the other coast. During that time, I will ruin Harry Nelson's vocal cords just for the <laughs> shit of it. Uh, and then I'll come back to New York and get killed. That's that's what's in store for for old Maddie B. And then you'll come back to life because you got bored. Yeah, exactly. As prophesied on Comedy <laughs> Bang Bang. Okay, so to this quickly is hot saucerman to get- say. Good night. Get people up to speed. This is uh, Megacast. This is part of the Megacast. This is another part of the Megacast. Yeah, I'm just going to drop it in. We, we, I feel like we've done several mini Megacasts at this rate. Well, we had a longer That's one. That's how you make a Megacast, is you combine a lot of mini casts. Very, very good. That's true. We, we had a long one, uh, if I'm going to try and remember them all correctly. We had a short one that was interrupted, uh, which very we short. never got Eight to minutes. talk about why that was interrupted, unless you guys did in your... I was, in a, I was not in a segment that you guys recorded. I think we might have shit on Bill. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think you. I don't think we talked about what happened specifically, so we can get into that in yeah. a little bit. But uh, this is this might be the final uh, part of this. We are on day three of Comic Con Saturday. Trois, jour trois. Tomorrow Sunday, the final day. Uh, in the room right Dimanche, now, le jour final. In the room right now, it's uh, it's me, Andrew. Andrew. And who's over there? Matthew. <laughs> okay. Aka Matt Benson. And and David King. David. Uh, We're all that's left. Yeah, everybody else bailed. We had a couple of early departures. We have some people seeing friends and shows, having good times. Chris died. Well, Chris has left us. Well, <laughs> I'm sure that'll get resolved in Benson's Boombox return. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Next episode is the resurrection of Chris. The re- <laughs>
but yeah, what's going on? We didn't. We didn't. We didn't record. I didn't record yesterday. No, you did not. Me and David did. We, I, we did. David and I. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I said David and I. Oh, so okay. the listener knows what happened David. there. I should have said David and I. Uh, I'm okay. trying to remember it's what no I did deal. yesterday. I can't remember. Were we together? What'd you do? Did were, you, we were saw we, Rick and Morty yesterday. We saw Rick and Morty yesterday. Did you talk about that? I think I did. I? Not really. We kind of talked about um, uh, yesterday when we when we when we recorded. We mostly talked about. Just random things we had done, and yeah. I think you mentioned a little bit. You were just like Rick and Morty was great, and so was like Bob's Burgers and things. I think we could get into more detail. It's true. I do believe I talked about the encounter with Ryan Ridley. You did talk about that, but uh, I don't think I got into the Rick and Morty panel specifically. <coughs> Rick and Morty panel was fantastic. It was a hoot. It was a it was, holler. It was super great. Yeah. Uh, 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 Justin Roiland, uh, for almost no reason, went into a JFK yeah. impersonation rant. He he couldn't stop. No, it's hard to do. I declare that 9-11 was, a night, was not an inside job. Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> what I really love, though, about, about that was Dan, Dan Harmon uh, found the rhythm with, with Justin Roiland, yeah. where, where he could be kind of a straight man to Justin Roiland's yes. Anything Goes improv. And it's interesting seeing Dan Harmon as a straight man. That's, oh, man. To that's... give you a, 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 a clue <laughs> into how out there uh, Justin Roiland is. Dan Harmon's the straight man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's a lot of fun because yeah. if you listen, if you're an avid listener of Harmontown, you 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 know I, I think you'd identify uh, 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 Jeff Davis as the straight man, perhaps. Yeah, I mean they're all straight men. Well, he, <laughs> yeah, I mean he's technically the metrosexual man, but you know, <laughs> or does he hate that? I can't remember. That was an early Harmontown yeah, thing. I, I don't know. It's I think he hates that. Yeah, because why can't you just be you, you can be why stylish? Why can't you just be stylish? That's true. Why do you have to be metrosexual? Uh, I have to make R- up some weird, Rick and Morty, homophobic term. Rick and Morty Adult Swim cartoon. If you're not watching, please do. If you're a fan Morty, of Dan Harmon, Morty, we got it. Oh, that was a better impression than I thought I could do. I, I was <laughs> impressed. Wow, Benson. And then I tried to cut you off, and I failed. I'm not sure if I want to get into that. Yeah, Morty, we got we got to go. We got the reticulans, Morty. They're coming, Morty. <laughs> shove this up your ass, Morty. You gotta shove this up your ass. Rick, I don't know. I, I, that's a really big. Suck my balls, Morty. That's really big. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm reverting into the adventures of Doc and Marty because I'm not good at thinking of placeholder dialogue. <laughs> oh, oh God, we killed the Morty. We killed the Simpsons, Morty. Oh God, even the baby. <laughs> Rick, I don't want to go to hell. <laughs> Morty, you, you have you have to get out of here. I'll I'll clean this up. You have to go. Go buy the replacement clones. <laughs> Rick, where do I buy clones? Now we're just doing our bad memory of their... This is how bad at improv we so far. We couldn't improvise a new Rick and Morty scene, so we're just doing a poorly remembered version. Well, much like improv, I was just reacting to whatever you were doing. Oh, the, 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 surely the blame is on my shoulders, I will agree. But I, all I know, if you're going to do Rick improv, just whatever it is, he doesn't want to be involved, yeah. and he's absolutely terrified. That's, that's a great Rick. Oh, what a great show. Uh, that's a... Oh, man, that's a good that's show. That's a good show. That's a good uh, show. Yeah. Come it was a good. Way. It was a good show. You're uh, too we, young to remember. We, it was a good show. We incidentally missed out on a live improv, uh, Justin Roiland improv episode of Rick and Morty. Yeah, uh, but a hell of a thing to see. we did go to the Kevin Smith panel. That was our. That yes. was what we did instead. Yoga hosers. We talked about yoga hosers. Did we talk about that? Last night? I don't think we... There was a lot we didn't cover, but we were all kind of tired and a little loopy. We were tired. We were going rogue. We were we were hijacking the mega cast, and uh, the attitude was fast and loose. That's true. But we did... I did... We, you and uh, I, Andrew, did see the Yoga Hosers panel with, mm-hmm. with Kevin Smythe. 
Yeah, Smythe. That's what he's going by now. Yeah, he's trying to class it up. That'll be his <laughs> next. That'll be his next phase. He talked about how his work is coming in phases. Yeah, well, he did his sort of comedy viewsku phase. Now mm-hmm. he's into his Canadian horror phase. Yeah, and I think next he's going to go into a masterpiece theater phase, sh- where he will yeah. call himself Kevin Smith. I'm so on board with that. Super we don't down. even know. <laughs> Super down. Yeah. Uh, with uh, with uh, the film Clarks. No, Clarks is how they say it. Oh, Clarks. Clarks. Yeah. Well, excuse me. I'll just leave now. <laughs> yeah, get the hell out of here. Uh, no, Yoga Hunters looks cool. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, it's I mean awesome. it's a it's kind of an unapologetic eighties horror orders to, mashup orders montage. That's how some people say eighties. So I think it's time we respected my community and the way we pronounce the nineteen orders. What? <laughs> I honestly don't understand what you're saying. I feel like you just start speaking a different language. <laughs> I was trying to say 80s, and I said orders, and, I, and I, tried, I tried to roll with it, but it was so far away from the real thing that you couldn't understand what I was doing. Uh, but by now, you know, uh, uh, most people, if if they want to know about yoga hosers, I'm sure the trailer's out there. So the Bratzies, go go get on that. Luca Bratzies, oh, yeah. the Fitches. That's what I heard. Okay. The Fitches. The Fitches. Uh, but then, uh, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to record, but we went and found Justin. He was in line last night for Hall, Hall H. H. He, was, he was doing an overnight situation. Yeah. He's just like Adam Scott. He's, <laughs> he's an overnighter. Over- he's involved in the overnight. Starring uh, in theaters now for you. Starring Tay Schilling? Taylor Schilling. Taylor Schilling. And Adam Scott. And Jason Schwartzman. Schwartzman. Is what I meant to say. I, we it, haven't seen him in a film in a while, but now we can. Well, in the overnight, he was in Listen Up, Philip, but that was That's limited release. <laughs> uh, the overnight is on in theaters and VOD now. Twenty dollars, give it to pay twenty dollars payable to Matt Benson, and you can go see the overnight. Send it on a postcard. Yep, and money on a postcard to Matt Benson. <laughs> I, will, I will describe to you the plot of the overnight. Uh, but just a shout out to Justin. He was a trooper. Yeah. he stayed out there and and he got into Hall H and he saw all the cool stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm a little jealous, but you know what? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay your due. We saw a side. We talked about this. We uh, uh, when we were there, we saw a side of Comic Con we don't normally see, like yeah, a dark the weird underbelly shanty town out behind Joe's Crab Shack. You guys, you guys found Moonshine Holler. Is, yeah. what, is what happened. I wouldn't call. I mean, it wasn't quite a hobo paradise. I'll tell you that much. More like a, more like a, a, a like a hobo track home. Yeah, like it's Something it's like trying that. to it's trying to appear to be paradise, but yeah. you know it was all planned that way. Apparently, one part of the line had a had a bad roach infestation. Yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, Ooh. to describe the situation, uh, we walked behind the convention center, yeah. down the docks. We yeah. found a place called Joe's Crab Shack. We went behind that. There was a park which was covered in people, and yes. it had a bunch of cones and police tape to make them form a line. Mm-hmm. And basically, they were in the dark. The park was not properly lit, I'd say, in any respect. No. Uh, and they just were, were gathered in, in, in sleeping bags and in folding chairs, and, and they had coolers and all kinds of uh, yeah, the objects. Yeah, was interesting back there, and there was sort of no consistency to it. You yeah. could walk by a happy group, then a sad group, then a group that was clearly angry with each other. A group was, that was sleeping, a group was that a was weird, wide awake. It was a weird, and maybe this is speaking to the insular nature of nerds, it was a weird. It was a, a sort of refusal to form any kind of community amongst <laughs> these people, if, uh, tightly packed into one space. If they had united, they could have like shoved down the door of Hall H and just camped in there overnight. Yeah. Like if they really wanted to, as a as a united front, like all the nerds at Comic Con. Could could join forces if they really wanted to like defy the fire marshal, but they don't. Yeah, yeah, and we had some uh, some weird. I'm not trying to incite. I'm not trying to incite revolution. Just oh, yeah. so you guys know, I'm just Break pointing it. I'm just, point, just pointing it out. Had it right. 
but with uh with uh i mean derek's not here to tell his story but apparently he was he was trying to talk to a friend in line in a in a hall h security monitor said uh, move along no talking please yeah. and his what? friend his friend wanted to start a fight and derek said it's cool i'm out i don't want to see a fight <laughs> yeah. happen because i want to talk yeah uh, so yeah, it's a it's a weird vibe out there in yeah, that the, I think Hall H the, boonies. I, mean, that, I think that's the guard trying to refor- reinforce the idea that they don't want us forming a community. That yeah. right, little communication, just keep your heads down. And um, speaking of those wristbands, speaking of reinforcement, though, uh, we should probably actually get around to explaining why we didn't get the the mega cast done on Thursday. We got we got interrupted. We never did tell that whole story. Right, so Thursday we uh, we went to the free soda room. The what's the real name for it? Oh, the hospitality lounge. Hospitality suite. Sweet. Sweeter uh, lounge. It can be either or. I think it's interchangeable. I'll I'll say I'll say suite. It's that it was I'm actually changed to lounge. Then. It was in a different room this year than what we were used to. It's over at the uh, the Hyatt. Hyatt. Used to be at the Marriott. Mm-hmm. So we went we went there and we I had uh, uh, normally I think uh, there's a couple of situations that was different different room. Right, so maybe a different vibe, different yeah. different crew. Who knows? Yes. Yeah, uh, we had a different recording setup. Normally, uh, uh, Josh has a very uh, not I wouldn't call it a small, but his handheld yeah. recording device with only two microphones. Yes, uh, I, I I go all out. I have my uh, you got a board, a portable board. It's 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 not handheld by any means, a board, but it, if you will, yeah, sure. And mm-hmm. I had all I had microphones for every single person, so that was yep. a good eight microphones. Yeah, it was really impressive. Pulled out the whole setup. We we got rolling, and uh, and as you'll hear it, you'll hear the seven. Uh, the seven minutes that we got, uh, where we uh, apparently um, someone complained. We did hear the story because we did talk about it when it happened. We we finished up before we stopped recording. We didn't talk. We weren't able to talk about. Oh, well, we weren't able to give the specifics. Yeah, how what we think happened. What we yeah, okay. I, our I, theories I yeah, because yeah. we couldn't talk about because the people involved in it were all around us. That's true. I just, I just know what, what Brendo would say, and I want to say this right out of context. He would say, fuck that baby. <laughs> yeah, apparently... We'll get to the, that's like a nice tease. We'll get to why he would say that in a bit. So the the table next to us, uh, were, were, there were some people. Yeah, as we were talking loudly about Phil's condoms. <laughs> that, you know, admittedly, that to was kind of... We kind of brought that on ourselves. To be fair. And I was we sitting... Were... I, this was all happening, and we were all like busting up, and I'm still looking around going, like, guys, should we really be like... We're not, I mean, we're not talking about anything bad. We're talking about condoms. This is sexual education. This is and something I didn't, people should know about. No, something I honestly here. I honestly didn't even think that that was a problem. No, like, that didn't even cross my brain until eventually someone said it, and I was like, "Oh sh- shit!" Like, "Oh okay." I still think it would have been a problem if we were just being loud talking about totally innocent things. I think the noise was more the problem. I get whatever the problem was. Uh, 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 a food room worker, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Uh, a comic-con official yes came over and i thought like oh he wants to grab the plates because they come around they grab the plates you know they're nice about it yeah mm-hmm. uh and no and then he says mm-hmm. like oh hey guys we don't you'll hear it on the recording possibly i yeah. don't know if it's loud enough but he says like oh we don't allow uh podcasting in here and i was like really like someone else said something but i remember thinking like that's crazy like that's a yeah. thing that i've never heard before how long uh, have we been doing i mean I obviously haven't been part of it nearly this long. How long have you guys been doing the mega cast at Comic Con? Uh, at least three years. Yeah, and always in the soda room. Yeah. Have I? I've been in at least two of those yeah, now. Yeah. So yeah, no, we've never had a problem with before. Yeah. So I think it was because maybe it was later at night or something. It was a it was a quieter well, I, time. I mean, we know why it was. We got well, I mean, just there's a whole. I think there's a confluence of things that was. I think that it's was mainly happening. the one thing though. Uh, well, and I think even if we were at a different table, perhaps it wouldn't have been a problem. Maybe yeah. because because we were at there was a it, of the large room. There was only like two other tables occupied. Yeah, 
uh, and one of them happened to be right next to us with a baby. A woman with a baby. And uh, and from what we can a very gather, very cranky looking woman. The woman complained to the worker. Yeah. And then he told us to shut it down. Yep. So we're too real for Comic Con. Uh, Brendo, <laughs> you megacast telling truths, old man. Comic Con. Brendo was really mad. <laughs> Brenda was not happy with the situation at all. He managed to, to keep it calm, but as as he as we left, as we like left the place, you could see it like building. He was just, he was getting angrier and angrier. He's just like, oh man, I'm just you know, I'm just I'm just so pissed. Just like. <laughs> well, because we we'd had another uh, Comic Con experience, but that was a popsicles recording that got cut short because the soda room changed the closing time. Oh, that's right, I remember that. And, and Brenda just, he shut down when that happened. Yeah, he was not happy about that. He was like, why did they change the time? Yeah. <laughs> he was, yeah, so, uh, you know, Soda Room surprises uh, don't please Brenda. Soda Room is a place of chaos and anarchy, as I think what we're learning. Of course, one year previously, there was an incident wherein a child reached into the chip bowl with his bare hands. Oh! To the disgust of, of those looking on. Uh, you know, things happen in the Soda Room that you, that you can't always <laughs> predict. And uh, it's just part of the con experience. But they have good like chips and salsa. Good chips, good candy, uh, good soda. I mm, excuse me, I'm dying, and I'll see you later. <laughs> Did you just cough up blood in a hanky? <laughs> <laughs> Callbacks to a thing the listener doesn't know about. Unless they eventually drop that on the Throwing Adventure Hour podcast feed. That's true. Anyway, um, uh, moving moving we're making forward callbacks in time. that are forward backs. Yeah, well, this megacast is a sequel to the Thrilling Adventure Comic Con. Yeah, for the full story. Officials. <laughs> yeah. Editor's note. Yeah, I, I do. I do want to keep a little on track with something in my head though, because like, please do. Well, thank you. Well, because because fa- flash forward a little bit to last night. You're and about TV uh, show flash at, forward. Well, after maybe. Um, I'm an enemy of keeping things on track. I should, <laughs> I'm a known enemy. You of you would have been thing. like the guy who was in the one of the panels I was in today, but I'll oh. I'll get to that in just a moment because we're gonna probably go over our today's experiences in, sure. in a moment. But um, the night we did last night well, before we did the um, the um, impromptu Benson's boombox recording. Yes. Um, I was waiting for you guys up in the free soda room, just like chilling out. And I realized, you know, I, this is really nice. I could just sit here and, and eat chips and chips and salsa. And I don't often do that and get, you know, get licorice whenever I want to. And yeah. that's really nice. And, and then I Real just came downstairs and red vines. I read my, America's uh, licorice. <laughs> exactly. And I went downstairs and I read the first three chapters of the Welcome to Night Vale novel, which was Ooh. given to me by um, the people at that panel. Hello. Yeah, that did. I think I might have mentioned that, but I'm not sure. Again, it kept my sanity while I was waiting for you guys to yeah. get back from your barbecue situation. Well, they weren't even at the barbecue situation though. That was when we were in Kevin Smith's panel and then looking for jobs. Oh no, that you Kevin, guys, that you Kevin guys Smith got out of the panel. Went on longer than it said, and then we had to find Justin. Yeah. So that was a whole situ- yeah, situation. We didn't, they didn't go to barbecue until we were recording Benson's Boombox. Oh, okay. That, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I got, I'm mixing events up. But the funny thing is we recorded Benson's Boombox, and I'm crossing the street to go to the um, – I'm, I'm like, I, I can't stay. I'm getting, it's getting late. I'm crossing the street to go to uh, back toward the convention center to get on a shuttle, and on the other side of the street I see Andrew, Brendo, and, and Derek, and – Andrew looks like he's freezing to death. He's patting his arms. He was going to die. He's rubbing. It was, and he just, he didn't, even, he marches across the street doing this. I'm like, hey, and he's just like, I'm so, fu- I'm so fucking cold. And he just like darts was, past me. I don't know. You, I, had, you almost like, you almost I, had like Richard Nixon jealousy. You're like, I'm so cold. It was, I don't know, 
75 degrees. There was on, wind on, on, on a chill. Balmy San there was Diego wind chill. Summer San, San Diego there, night. I just, I just assumed. Well, yeah, it would be cool. I was wearing my, I was wearing my lab coat, so for the costume I was wearing. But you're also leaving out a, a crazy detail about that. That moments before you saw me, there was a train going by. Oh yeah, and and uh, it was a real train, a big train, right. freighter, a f- freighter. And we heard it the first when we heard it passing, start to pass. Uh, that scared at least me and Brenda. I don't know what Derek's reaction was, but me and Brenda were like, "What the hell?" We heard the kook, you know, the the yeah. of it hitting the hitting the line somewhere. Uh, and then we were waiting to we were finished eating. We were waiting to cross, and it's still going by very slowly. And all of a sudden, it lets rip on the loudest train horn I've ever heard because I was a block away from this train, and you could feel it. Like it felt like 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 a wall of sound hit me Shaking on the bones. side of my head. You know, you're. I was a little further away, and I I remember everybody near me, like everybody I could see, jumped. They were just like, yeah. "Whoa." I thought I was about to die. And uh, <laughs> the night after as well, uh, we saw a motorcycle gang tearing through that oh, very same shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was hilarious. A lot of loud transportation <laughs> incidents. But that, so on top of my area. being absolutely freezing to death in that moment, then there was that loud train horn, and I was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> this you're, is you're the end of my life. Full, full panic mode. <laughs> Uh, and I, I was surprised that I even made it in, like to the uh, to the hotel. Like there was yeah. a lot of things that were going wrong on my way up here <laughs> that were terrifying me. <laughs> so you really uh, got here. Yeah. You got in your sleeping bag. <laughs> I did. You rolled up. You demanded we turn off the air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna die. And then we had to get you another blanket to get you through the night. <laughs> but then I woke up and uh, I was sweating, so I was yeah. good. You know, I got through it. Yeah, you made it. You made it to the other end. He survived somehow. Yeah. That was terrifying. Tell, tell us about that Nightmare novel. Is it out for the public, or do you have a special? You're a special. I'm a special. I got exclusive, as oh, they might say. He's a special. He's a special. That's great. Do you have it? I want to see it. It's it's in my. It's back uh, at the hotel. I'll I'll show it to you later. I promise. You show it to me too. Yes, of course. I know you guys both. I know you I'm guys not care. Even an avid Night Vale listener. I One of like, us is. Like you it. you'd you'd like. I think you'd like it because the the book is like designed for it to be like accessible even to people who don't listen to the show so um and it's, i'm gonna put this here because again we they passed them out to people they actually had a physical copy of the book at the panel mm. how lublin held it up and was like here it is and the room lost their minds and everyone was reaching <laughs> for it like just give it to me now in I fact the um the last question of the q a was this guy like literally a few seconds left he's just like can i touch the book ah. and he walked up and touched the book and the room burst into applause yeah they ended the panel and i asked him does it have weight and mass and he said yes and i'm like good (laughs) but 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 from what from what i've read so far we had the first maybe three chapters and a little like radio section like a little bit of radio script and it seems to be tying together nicely (gasps) that's a sweet mug that's very cool but this was literally the last night veil mug they had (gasps) at the booth nicely done the last one so I've got a, a mug. You finally committed. And I, what I, yeah, because I was thinking about it on, on Wednesday when yeah. I saw it. Uh, what I like about this mug, too, is it says Night Vale Community Radio on it. So this is like a mug that would you know, that Cecil would drink yes. out. Yeah, I could this see is, Cecil holding it. Yeah, this I, is a mug I, they'd give away at their membership drives. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I love the kind of thing that is like this is the thing that would exist in the universe. I do yeah. I do like the in-universe stuff. Very Remember when they had the uh, Night Vale NRA bumper stickers? Yes. <laughs> that was great. I wish I'd gotten one. They had, um, including in similar merch, they had uh, Eternal. Sc- they had uh, Scout patches, including the coveted Eternal Scout patch. I have a friend who has one. So you awesome. don't have one. No. You said that as if you were bragging, but it's a, you. Have I'm a saying that as in, 
Yeah, I'm bragging. <laughs> <laughs> bragging. They but had some pretty sweet flasks at the booth. Of, that, those were good. Yeah. You know, what was it? Drink until the... If you say something, if you see something, don't say something and drink to forget you did. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, I ended up getting, and I think I mentioned this, I ended up getting uh, Kayla as a little keepsake ah. from the con. I got her a pair of crew socks, nice. Nightville crew socks. Nice. So, um... I remember I asked last night what crew socks are. Don't still don't remember the answer. Uh, they're like long socks. We covered this on the show last night. <laughs> okay, not exactly long socks. They're like sporty, almost like kind of sporty socks. Oh, that's right. Way. And I, I I remember that they're the kind of socks that we talked about on Pistol Shrimps Radio. <laughs> soccer report. Today's Ben V Network brought to you by Pistol Shrimps Radio. Pistol Shrimps Radio, a podcast you can listen to. Woo! With your ears. Yes. You know, I I don't remember if I had actually talked about that panel. The Nightville panel the night like last night when we did this, but details are coming back to me. Maybe yeah. distance helps. Um, and uh, you know it was good overall. But I was surprised at the amount of people who came up and didn't ask for direct details about the novel because they everybody in the room knew <laughs> they were going to get the they were going to get the you know the vague answer the, the answers oh, that I don't. Say, I I forgot I didn't mention this on the day it happened, but uh, Bob's Burgers. During the Boss Burgers panel, the name of the town they're in has never been revealed. <gasps> and someone um, <gasps> someone asked, what's the name of the town? And he told them the answer. Like, he, he just he gave that answer away. What, what is it? And I can't remember right now. God damn it. No, wait. It's uh, Seymour's Bay. Wow. Seymour's Bay. Yeah, so it's Seymour's not, Bay. It's not like a secret. It's just like they just, never revealed well, it's, it. Well, here, here's what it is. The story behind it was uh, they, I guess their editor was named Seymour. Oh. So they, they call the editing bay Seymour's Bay. Ah. And it just kind of came the thing that they referred to the town as privately. I love that stuff. And so can, so and Seymour's Bay is, is the name of the town in Bob's Burgers. I can officially reveal here uh, for people who don't know. That's very cool. It's like a Mario Sigali kind of kind of detail, yeah. you know. Oh, and Eugene Merman sort of unofficially confirmed that the state uh, is in New Jersey. The city is in New Jersey, which has been sort of semi-revealed on the show, hmm. where they they do the classic map line to represent a road trip, hmm. where it's coming from the vague direction of New Jersey. Hmm. But I don't know if that was an official confirmation on the show. But uh, Eugene Merman casually referred to it as being in New Jersey, and we know it's called Seymour's <laughs> Bay. So uh, this is hot. Hot off the press. Information about Bob's Burgers. Wow. It, it was hot. It, it, people will get it on Monday. So, Do you think it's been on a podcast yet? No, okay. I guess not. This is exclusive. Is, is Eugene Merman <laughs> on a podcast? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Do you think... Have, uh, I gotta ask, have people always been using that term or do you think we're now all just we took gonna it start from using... Scott Ackerman. We took, yeah, I stole from Scott Ackerman. Scott Ackerman is a bro, by the way. He's the best. He really is a He's cool guy and I think... I wish him all the, his luck with his voiceover work in that show, that new show, We Bear Bears. Or th- oh. Scott Ackerman is a voice on that? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know anything know was happening. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> Me neither. I did not know that. Wait. Weird. Weren't you Wild there? Stuff. Weren't you there for that? No. Oh, No. Yeah, never mind. We got into. Are, that's are you why he about was in the ballroom. Adult Swim Day. Yep, that's why he was in there. He was moderating. We were trying to figure that out. Yeah, we were trying to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, he's he. We he, saw him go in while we were in line. Yeah. Oh yeah. For, for Indigo. He and uh, Dimitri Martin mm. and um, oh, I'm suddenly There's blanking three, right? on the third bear. Well, they're they're the vo- he, they're they're doing the voices of the three bears, and he's nice. and uh, Ackerman is the the panda. Wow. Uh, Dimitri Martin is the uh, wow. polar bear. Wow! Wow! Um, so, is it Jason Lee? Uh, no. He's on the show. I'm looking. I'm looking at it. Keep keep naming Eric names. Edelstein is Grizzly. Edelstein, that's the one. He's there the he's the last. Bear, that makes last Jason bear. Lee plays Charlie, and Demetri Martin is not, is not a polar bear, but 
Ice Bear, which I, I enjoy that a lot. Actually. Great bouncing ice bears. Yes. Uh, um, the only the uh, I keep getting sidetracked because we were talking about all the previous dates. We haven't even talked about what we did today. It's true. But we got um, caught up in the recap. Recaps are fun, you know. Can't help it. Um, so but I now s- my train of thought is derailed. I saw Muppets today. You saw Muppets. Today. I saw physical. Real I was Muppets. frozen today. <laughs> Uh, there was a special panel for The Muppets, the new ABC show coming to ABC. <laughs> yes. Is that right? <laughs> um, created, uh, at least co maybe co-created by Bill Prady. I, I'm sure he's done a thing, but I can't remember what it is. If you want to look it up, Benson. P-R-A-D-Y. P-R. Our listeners are probably shouting at Public us. Public Relations A-D-Y. Yep. Uh, so... Bill was, was this Bill Prady. Was this the first panel you went to? It was, today? It was technically the third, but it's the one I was most. Ex- it was the one I was really there for. Okay, because I I just stayed in one room and I got there early enough so that I made sure I'd make it in, and I made it in two panels early. So I was like, "Got it." <laughs> That's usually for depending on what you're going to, and you know the turnout. You Uh-oh. usually have to show up two Uh-oh. panels early. Uh-oh. What Uh-oh. Did you do? Oh, what? Oh, Bill no. Prady, along with uh, Mr. Chuck Lorre, created the Big Bang Theory for oh, CBS. Sorry. Oh, and here's a wild card. Also, wrote two episodes of Gilmore Girls. What? Which can you see? Which two? Or you're uh, in the no, app? because the IMDb app is dumb as hell. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> the the point is uh, the they um, they showed us exclusively at the panel uh, exclusively the, the ten minute pilot. Oh, I can't uh, which, say what years he wrote episodes though. Okay. Two thousand four, two thousand five. Oh, those good years. Two thousand four also has a good year. Two thousand five sounds like a season five, season six. No, no, no. Situation. It's a season four because of uh. Well, oh. it could be four or five. You're right. It could be five. Four or five. Anyway, uh, <laughs> at that panel, they showed us because they couldn't, they can't put it on TV or on the internet or anything. Uh, the full ten-minute pilot that they made to sell ABC on making a Muppets show in the style that they wanted to make it, oh. which is, I hate this style. I hate that this is a style that people want to do the the Office style, you know? The, oh no, the cutaway to interview style. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, it's it's kind of like a faux documentary style. Mm-hmm. But uh, at least in the ten minute pilot that they made, the first time that they did a cutaway like that, it was a joke about the fact that they are doing cutaways, and yeah. I think that that joke worked. Okay, at least good to know. Um, and it and it was Gonzo, so it was even better. I love Gonzo. You well, you know, the, the, if the Muppets are going to do it, it's going to be self aware, and that's yeah, the best was, part. It was pretty great, and uh, the 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 setup pilot that they showed oh, also featured setup, Topher Grace setup, and Elizabeth setup, Banks. They you showed didn't talk up about that shit. I well, she she was even less than Topher Grace. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth oh. Banks showed up in in the in a, a great gag where Kermit says uh, Kermit's trying to get pitches for what the show could be. And uh, you hear a voice off screen go, oh, sometimes maybe you can get some real celebrities to come on and be on your show. And then you see Elizabeth Banks and uh, Kermit says, oh, do you have any ideas for who? <laughs> she's like, I, I'll, I can find some people. <laughs> Pretty great. And then Topher Grace is co-starring with Miss Piggy in a, in a war, like a Civil War movie. <laughs> and uh, uh, Miss Piggy gets in trouble because she changed her character's accent because she just decided, hey, this character's French. Uh, and she's, uh, she also might be doting, d- doting? dating Topher Grace. Mm. Uh, they have a, a, a great weird make-out scene. Nice. Uh, yeah, so overall that was a great little uh, like would, ten, ten minute tidbit. Let me ask you this. Hmm. If you were an actor, <laughs> okay, would you consider it an honor to kiss a Muppet? Yeah. Yes. Actually, yeah. Absolutely. We're all agreed then. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, Which Muppet would you kiss if given the chance? Okay, Gonzo. No question. You would kiss Gonzo. <laughs> no question. You don't Gonzo. feel his nose would get in the way. I'd want the nose to get in the way. Okay. I David. want that comedy bit there. <laughs> the Swedish chef. Oh, Ooh, you you want to be tickled want by human a mustache. hands? You want the human <laughs> hands on you? <laughs> I just I just know it'll be a schmirgendigimergen time. <laughs> You're not afraid of a fishy smell? <laughs> oh, my God. Benson, you're the only one left. Um, we're going to... We're going to... Bort, bort, bort. Which mother would I kiss? <laughs> we're only talking about kiss, by yeah, the way. But we're talking about a full-on kiss. Yeah, well, like make out. Yes. Right. Like make out with this Yes. Um, um, <laughs> I would like... I would, I would make out with animal. Ooh, nice. <laughs> That's a very nice choice. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, Animal would that is, be... That is a super be a great choice, fun. Actually, I think there'd yeah. be a lot of movement. Um, would there be teeth? I Yeah, certainly. <laughs> I, I think I think would it would necessarily end in teeth. Like, I think it would build to that. I think a good... For me, a good second choice is Beaker. We don't oh, need to sure. do second choices, but Beaker for sure. Uh, let's do second choices, David. <laughs> um... Someone, it doesn't matter who, from Dr. Teeth and the Electric yeah, I, Revenge. Yep, that's a sure. good one. But Electric Mayhem. Or Electric Mayhem. Revenge is something else. No, the Electric <laughs> Mayhem, I've done this before, too. It happens. It's cool. It happens. Yeah. The electric- I, can I tell you a fun fact? I almost said Janice from the, the Electric Mayhem. Janice would be good. I feel like she just, I feel like she knows how to kiss. Yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah. be honest here. I, I'm, I keep trying to think of, like, female Muppets, and I can only really think of Miss Piggy, Janice, and uh, uh, Skeeter. Skeeter. I know of Cousin Skeeter, but he was the, a man. I mean, no, Scoot- Scooter is There was Scooter. Oh, no, 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 no. Wasn't Scooter? No. Scooter's a little man. <laughs> Scooter's the gopher. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, I got it. I got this right here for you, Kermit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, um, second choice, um, Statler and Waldorf at the same time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what was I saying? So, or Sam the Eagle to undignify him. <laughs> of course. Well, he'd have to do it because now it's American. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's American. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, it's the patriotic thing to do. <laughs> In support. Um, so, yeah, and the, what was really great was, of course, um, some of the, uh, the Muppet actors were there. Mm-hmm. And during the panel, just all of a sudden, out popped a Muppet. Sure. And it was super great. Which, Which Muppet? Muppet? Oh, boy. Well, the first ad Pepe was first. Sure. Um, and then uh, Gonzo, mm-hmm. and then Rizzo, mm-hmm. and then oh, I miss Fozzie. Rizzo. Yeah, Fozzie. and then Waka. Um, so the ah. same, they had to swap out uh, Rizzo for for Kermit. Sure. And then they had to swap out uh, Pepe for Ralph. Ralph. Oh, Ralph's on Rolf. Rolf. Yeah. Ralph's pretty great. And on the show, they so they revealed the show uh, isn't going to be what the pilot we saw, but it's similar. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Miss Piggy has a late night talk show. Yeah. And uh, Fozzie is her sidekick. Okay. Kermit is the like the producer, and the writing staff is Pepe, uh, Gonzo, and Rizzo. Sure, <laughs> of and course. And Rolf owns a bar across the street. I like this. And uh, of course, the Swedish chef does the uh, catering. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, uh, Bo- Bo- Bobo Bono? No. What are you saying? Boo Boo. What's what, what's the name of the? Isn't it the big guy? Sweetums. No, uh, I'm think- it's one that starts with a B. Sweetums I- is the big guy. There's one that starts with a B. Benson? BB, Bobo. <laughs> He's the one that has those weird kids. The Benson babies. <laughs> That's pretty great. Fucking I like creepy that a lot. Muppets. <laughs> Just 
but they have my name, but they're creepy as shit. Anyway, I can't remember who that is. And of course, Scooter is the talent manager. Sure. It makes sense. Uh, so yeah, everyone has a role. And they said, you know, any any Muppet could show up at any time. Like, they have full rights over all the Muppets. That's awesome. Um, so that's You very- describe it as being like a 30 Rock type show about this. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's like a 30. It's like if Miss Piggy had a had a late night talk show and, it, and thir- the 30 Rock adventures of that show. Yeah. I could oh, get behind this show. This sounds wow. good. And their personal lives. They said they mentioned yeah. personal lives. That wasn't really on display in the pilot, except for like Kermit and Piggy's dating differences. Like yeah. they were, you know, they were broken up in the in the show. Yeah, which I think. So uh, here's a thing that I've thought a lot about Muppets: uh, the canon, the Muppet canon. Uh, it's it's much like Marvel. It's a floating timeline. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it kind of never ties itself down to any one singular canon. I don't know if it's a floating timeline or the Muppets are just immortal. <laughs> you know I mean I, but here's the weird thing because Kermit doesn't really reference like meeting old actors when he meets new actors you know well why would he I, I don't know like when I met you I didn't be like hey now that I'm meeting you 10 years ago I met somebody else I don't know it just feels like it feels but, 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 but so if anyone uh, I, I know not a lot probably not enough people saw uh, Get the Muppets what was it called Muppets Most Wanted <laughs> Get the Muppets <laughs> um, it was called Muppets Most Wanted uh, Muppets Most Wanted, but at the end of that, Kermit and Miss Piggy get married. That's true. And that, that's right. You know, but that's super not the case. They, but that also could be a case where, like, you know, that's like, in the future. Is or it's not in the future. Or it's like, like that's them in a being a, like because there are Muppet movies that are like them. Playing it's an roles alternate in universe. Sure. Yeah. I. But whatever the case is, in this in this version uh, in this Muppet show, they're not together. They're kind of like they maybe they were, but now they're not. Like they're they're a non again divorced. Again. Yeah. I, the divorce was not mentioned. So? It's weird because in the in the original Muppet Show, what they Piggy and Kermit weren't really like. Well, I mean, Kermit was trying to avoid Piggy, really. But then yeah. that the movies kind of changed that, really. Well, she was persistent, much like Richard Nixon with his wife Pat. It's always and been it evolving. That's it's true. But that's the good thing. Character about growth. It can, it can change. Character all the time. growth. Yeah, and it can always still be like a show that you really enjoy. Did you know? And I thought about this earlier. Did you know Rolf was actually the first Muppet ever made? Wow. Yeah, Jim Henson. Made it himself. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's like, that was really exciting to see the Muppets like live, like, and the actors were doing like, you know, they were saying lines as the character, like they were yeah. basically improving as the Muppets. And that was absolutely thrilling. There was a really great gag where um, the moderator was talking about like, oh, you never know on the show, like everyone has skeletons in their closet. And then Gonzo just goes, I have a skeleton in my body. <laughs> and then Pepe says, I have an exoskeleton. And I just, the moderator lost it. He absolutely, and me too. Like, it was yeah. so perfect. Like, the timing was, like, right there. It was, it, it's, it's like a testament to, like, I mean, of course there is good writing. But then, like, the performers are so into the character that they can just, off the top of their head, just come up with these great, crazy lines. So... It's it's gonna be a good show, guys. I uh, as much as I hate that style of show where it's like, oh, yeah. it's we're like we're filming it and talking to them. Yeah, like they didn't rely too much on the crutch of like let's cut away to Kermit saying like, oh, I don't know, how I feel about Miss Piggy, blah blah blah. It was it was very much in the style of like just the shaky cam, but you know, it it sounds promising. Like like I didn't even see any of this, and yeah. and the way you're describing it actually makes me want to see it. Yeah. Uh, the way that they're describing things that we didn't see made me want to see those things. Like, Rolf <laughs> has a bar. Like, that just, that, you just say that, and that's a premise that I'm super into. Where every doggy knows your name. <laughs> Dog Norm. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, so that was the one I was most excited for. Before that, I saw a Stanley panel. Uh, which, you know, uh, I just, I've never seen Stanley in the flesh. So, there, yeah. there he was. 
And he said for sure he's going to be in Big Hero, the sequel to Big Hero Six, Big Hero Seven, <laughs> whatever the hell they call it. And uh, his favorite, someone asked him his favorite cameo, and he said it's going to, like, whatever he is, he couldn't say what he is, but whatever he is in X-Men Apocalypse is so different from all of his other cameos that he loves it so much that that's his favorite, you know. He's actually Professor X. (laughs) That'd be crazy. Uh, And then before that, I wasn't even expecting this, I got to see a panel called Marvel House of Ideas, where they talk about Marvel's um, digital and game content. And that's where uh, there was there was a semi uh, reveal that uh, Ant Man characters are going to be in uh, Disney Infinity 3.0. Oh, and, uh, I'm a big Disney Infinity nerd. Nerd. So that was a crazy big reveal for what me. Do I call you a nerd right after you call yourself a nerd. I was, I, but it's, I wasn't even <laughs> expecting that. I got to this panel. I'm like, oh, who knows what I'm going to hear here? And then that happened. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and they talked about like Marvel Unlimited and that kind of stuff. Like they're always adding more titles, and you know, someone's like, "Oh, there's a lot of uh, errors with the app," and they were like, "Yeah, we're working on it." <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> thanks. That wasn't a question. Sit down. Thanks. You've become agitated. <laughs> we'll continue this discord at a later date. <laughs> Sit down. No, I'm not even kidding. Someone then they. I don't even know if they had a real question. They just got up there and said like, "Ah, oh, your app has a lot of errors." <laughs> it, was, it was like ridiculous. Uh, but anyway, that's that's all my panels that I did today besides throwing a wrench shower which, which was great that was good stuff um, Benson did, you see a lot of wrestlers what did you do today yeah what did you do today did you want to wrestlers you, you talked a little about Bob's Burgers you recapped your other day that was the other day I saw today I saw uh, the return of Invader Zim panel mm. Mm. So I talked about the Invader Zim comic that was very cool uh, they talked about I, I, I did not see this in my comic book store I'm hoping I can find it the, for issue zero of it they released a what is basically the magazine Truth Seekers, which is the magazine that Dib reads in the show. Oh, the magazine. So they basically just put out an issue of that, which I'm very excited to to try to find. I love it. I love that more and more. And we were just talking about this with Nightville just now. Like people are doing like little in universe things to just give to people. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Um, so that sounds really cool. I hope we can find that. And of course, issue one of the comic they had it for sale here. I don't know if it's officially on sale in stores. But I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh-huh. Vader Zim was, of course, a great show back in the, in the, the great historic 1990s. What a fantastic show. Or did show. that end in 2000s? Did, it st- did that did it was, it was, before it started? It was late 90s. 01? It's, 01 it started. Show. Started in 01? Andrew was it Mike is saying that he believes it started in 01. I, Either way, you get the idea. It I'm was inclined a fantastic to, show. I'm inclined to believe that. Um, I remember watching Zim for the first time after I had moved with my family to the San Jacinto Mountains, and that was in, like, 2000. So, yeah, yeah it must have been, like, 2001. Uh, the voice of Gurr was also on this panel, even though he's not. Ricky Simons. Yeah, even though he's obviously not involved with the comic. I, I know the guy. He's yeah. a cool guy. He's a he's a Haunted Mansion fan. He's a cool guy. He he's not. He, I have a story to tell about Ricky Simons, actually, okay. but I'll get to that in a bit. He's a cool guy. He does not know how to speak into a microphone, because I, mm. I did not hear a single word he said, because he would not get on the mic. But uh, he did seem friendly. And uh, Wally, Wally, I can't remember his last name, but the voice of one of the tallest ones. Wally. Was also there. But the he robot. Was in the audience. Wally the Wing? The Wally the robot was there. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? He was, no, the voice of uh, the, t- you know, the, tall, the tallest. No, the robot. The, almi- the almighty tallest. The yeah, see, David gets it. He was there. I'm screwing around. I'm trying to tell real stories. And I'm trying to help you out. Was it, it wasn't Wally Winger, was it? It might have been. All I remember is Wally. Okay, because that's the only voice actor I can think of that has the name. I could be completely wrong. Long black hair and a mustache. I don't know. That's the thing about voice actors is you don't know what they look like. 
Oh, I just know that... Tell I, me your story about Ricky. Oh, yeah. So, Ricky Ricky Simons. Um, well, I mean, I want to know more about this this panel, or is that about it? Really? That's about it. It was a lot of fun. I mean, they talked about the comic. The comic was really cool. Did Did they seem excited about the comic? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Because, like, I, I've seen I've seen Jonan kind of, like, trying to promote other stuff and then getting burnt out when, like... Cause I've been to a panel of his, and getting burnt out when people just want to talk to him only about Zim yeah. while he's trying to talk about his other projects. Yeah. Or, like... Uh, I don't remember. It was like Sun. It was like a comics. He was, he was part of a comic group that was like meeting every Sunday to like talk about stuff. And everybody who came to that panel clearly came to that panel just to talk to Jonan because they came up to talk to him. And like, Invader Zim is my favorite thing, and I'm so sad it got canceled. It's like the greatest thing ever. And he slams his hand on the counter. And goes, I know, right? <laughs> and it was Wally really- Wingert. Correct. Sorry, I just looked okay. It up. Good, good. Because Wally Wingert, I think, was the voice of the Riddler in the Batman Arkham games. Whoa. Whoa. He was in the audience on this panel. He wasn't even on the stage. Shit. Ah. Ah. Oh my god! I totally forgot that Kevin McDonald was the other Almighty Toss. <laughs> That's awesome. So, but anyway, um, yeah. So Ricky Simons, um, he hangs out. Uh, generally, he hangs out at the Soul Geek booth at these panels with, or at these cons with uh, Dino Andrade, who is the a friend of mine and the voice of Scarecrow in Arkham Asylum. Oh. And uh, the two of them sit there and sign autographs and. Uh, you know, generally chat with people, but uh, both Ricky and Dino are Haunted Mansion fans. That was how I first met Dino with my caretaker costume. He pulled, he started geeking out at me, wanted my picture. We talked, we chatted for a bit. He took me over to his booth, and I'm like, "Oh, you voice my favorite Batman villain." And yeah, I bought one of his things, and we've been, we've basically been meeting at cons ever since and becoming friends. Um, but the funny thing is today. One of the main things I did, because uh, this has been consistent through Comic-Con, is I, I have stuff at the beginning of the day, and then nothing for the rest of the day until like the evening, yep. just late in the evening. Sure. So that's a, that's a typical con day. Not for me. Normally, there's just a ton of stuff in the middle. Mm-hmm. But So this has been a oddly relaxing Comic-Con for me in some <laughs> ways. So, so I, today, I, um, I had my full-on Scarecrow get-up, and to be obnoxious, I, I, you know, I often float by that booth and uh my friend ben Patton, um who is a delightful british man <laughs> aren't they all i'm gonna i'm gonna plug are his all stuff british men delightful on some level yes they are well Just sort all, of they need to take on the the darling attribute they need to start calling other men darling yeah Everyone, everyone's a darling. I would so love to have that ability, but I'm not British, and therefore I don't. And I don't feel the least bit bad saying that because he would—he would literally stand at the booth. He was—he uh, and Dino are friends, and they—and uh, I didn't know this when I met him initially. And we became friends. Uh, we met through uh, random encounters. But he—he—he um, he, he was promoting some of his work at his booth, and he's promoting. Uh, a show called uh, Jump Leads, which is an audio drama sort of sci-fi thing he's working on, mm. which is actually really cool. He said it's kind of like Sliders with uh, a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy sense of humor to it. Mm. And oh, so like there was- instead of looking for tea, he's looking for a little small hamburger? Because <laughs> of Sliders? <laughs> God damn! I had to explain that joke to Andrew for him to get angry. <laughs> but I love sliders. That's the other thing. Like so, the burger, I love the burger sliders. Yeah. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna tomorrow. I'm gonna take you to that. Take you. You guys are gonna be around tomorrow, right? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. take you to the booth and introduce you to Ben because okay. you, you cool. need to. You need to meet him. That's cool. Oh no, he won't be at the booth. Damn it! 
because he's he's only here Friday and Saturday. He might be he might be there anyway. Okay. But I'll try and say. But he's he's promoting that. He does a show called uh, Port Center, mm. which is a um, it's a it's like a online you know video game review thing, but an analysis thing. But he covers specifically game ports. Ports of the same game to different systems. Oh. And exploring how the ports are different or better or worse things like that yeah that's that's cool and in order to showcase this he uh he has at the table he had an the amiga like amiga 800 or whatever like a 19 year old games like a i think like a 19 year old game system yeah and um the omega oh no not even 19 years old well no 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 the 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 amiga yeah that's the thing all right, I trust. It's a, it's a, it was like a computer, Part and of this, yeah. and um, it had he specifically he showcases Street Fighter Two on it. Whoa. Now keep in mind the Amiga only has one joystick and yeah. one button. Yeah, it is literally the worst version of Street Fighter Two that exists. So that's essentially how I play a Street Fighter game. <laughs> well, yeah, like, so I only need one joystick and one button. I don't really have a problem with that myself because I'm I'm rubbish at fighting games. Yeah, I can mash one button just as well as I can mash four. And the third thing he's promoting, and I this the Muppets made me think of this, mm. and I'm basically plugging you at this point, Ben. So you should listen to this, and you probably will because I'll link you to it. Um, mm. Mm. Is um, a show called uh, Dalek Gary that he just finished? Oh, you told oh, us about that. that. Yeah, yeah. from Davis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very similar though to, to the kind of the, the style of the Muppets, like you're talking about, because it's like an office kind of thing with a, a Dalek working in an office, and it's framed like a BBC documentary about uh, a doc- documentary documentary about the future. They're going to be documentaries. Documentaries about uh, illegal aliens. Yeah. And because he's a Dalek. Yeah, because he's a Dalek, and people just think he. They, it's like that whole thing where they don't. It's like Chicken Boo. Like you know, they 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 don't. They totally don't That's notice like that he's a Dalek. Chicken Boo. Benson, tell me you remember Chicken Boo. What the hell is Chicken Boo? From Animaniacs. Boo. You wear disguise to look like human guys, but you're not a man. You're a Chicken, chicken Boo. Boo. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking. About. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it better or worse. Animaniacs is one of those shows that I definitely watched. Yeah, but I think Spielberg produced. I think I watched it when I was too young. Mr. Ben to, Spielberg to remember it as an adult. Well, there was there was a great uh, running segment where it was about a, a large chicken, a man-sized chicken that no one thought was a chicken. They all thought he was like a regular man until some. Something... He usually had some really like moderate disguise. Yeah, like he'd he had, have a hat or he had a, a mustache hat or a mustache or a shirt, like something that would fall off, and people would go, "Oh my god, it's a chicken!" <laughs> like after all these days or weeks or years of thinking it was a man. Like he's like the president of the United States. I like that and... a lot. And he becomes, and some one day someone realizes he's just a giant chicken. I can't remember one one where it was like he was on a soap opera. I think that was the one with the mustache. Yeah, there we go. He was like on a soap opera, and his co-star was like, "What? Why don't you love me?" And then like the mustache falls, and he goes, "Oh my god, it's a chicken!" So it's like Tootsie. <laughs> yep. It's like a. It's like if Tootsie was real. <laughs> oh man, because so the way Tootsie ends is not real at all. You just hate Tootsie. Well, I mean, if you listen to the most recent, or not even the most recent, but the uh, Alec Baldwin, uh, here's the thing podcast uh, he talks to dustin hoppin specifically because of his uh, new masterclass website thing but uh they talk a little about tootsie and, and uh even even hoffman says like at the time i didn't realize tootsie's not about a man pretending to be a woman it's about being an actor mm. yeah uh-huh. and uh you know maybe if i go into it with that i'll appreciate yeah. it more but i feel like even hoffman's performance is wrong because he even admits he's like i didn't realize what it was about <laughs> <laughs> what's the new movie dustin hoffman's in is it called larry Am I completely imagining that? You're saying words that don't make sense? Have I invented that from dirt? (laughs) Dirt? (laughs) Isn't that happening in a new movie that looks kind of bad? I I mean, I believe you, but... uh 
the thing he was promoting on that was, was purely a, a new website where he, he teaches a master class of acting. I'm going to do some research and get back to you. Okay. Basically, Sorry. To, to, <laughs> Chicken Boo. I got, nah, Chicken Boo Dalek. Chicken, yeah. Yeah. Chicken Boo Dalek. So no one realizes he's a Dalek. They're like, he's like weird. Super he's like, great. he's illegal. He's disabled. He might be Egyptian. <laughs> We're not sure. <laughs> like, we have to handle his. He, he like goes on a date. He plays Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. They follow this stuff. So it's, this is Dalek, and 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 Ben did the voice of the Dalek. That's so, crazy good. but the basically the the thing the reason I I comes full circle with the story is basically I'm okay mentioning the fact that he's British because he literally stood at his booth and screamed to the crowd, "Hello, I'm British. Notice me." Well, of course, yeah, because you know he he feels like that's his strength at Comic Con. Um, but anyway, so he hangs out with Dino Andrade and Ricky Sa- Ricky Simons and. They're both fans, and thing is, uh, Ricky's wife is usually at this table, and she came over to me today and said, so I do these like Haunted Mansion sketches, because I'm a big fan, and I wanted to do, I've been really inspired by your cosplay, would you be okay to let me do a ver- like draw a version of the groundskeeper that's younger and looks like you, ah, based on your wow. cosplay, and I'm like, sure, that's really cool. you can awesome. do that, and you can do whatever you want with it, just give me a, when you're done, give me a print, yeah. that's all I ask, and she said, deal. That's awesome. I'll that's show you. if she's there. You can. She, she has her sweet. book. She, you should see some of her stuff. It's really cool. That's really bitching. Yeah. Look at this. People are doing fan art of you. Fan art. I know. That's that's crazy. It's yeah. bonkers. That's, I, I, that's how you know you've made it as a cosplayer. I've had. I, I have had two pieces of Midnight Marinara fan art. Nice. Both of them drawn but, by people I know, but even so. Sure. But I'm even talking about like cosplay fan art. Like like that one there's that one guy who does the Joker who's become like the Joker. Like people love Yeah, him. yeah. I haven't seen him though in, in person. That would be I feel like that would be a cool thing. I've like, seen that guy. Do you know his name? I they he goes they he goes by um Harley's Joker. Yeah. On Facebook, I think. Yeah, he's like a he's and he's like a real good classic Joker. I really yeah. like his look. I can I can get behind that look. Definitely. Um, but yeah, you've you've got like uh, you're you're you've got the market cornered on young gravedigger. Does he have a name? I'm so sorry. He has um two fan names. Oh, okay. two non-canon names. He's just he's officially known as the caretaker. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, his dog doesn't even have a name. Wow. Uh, but uh, in in according to the fan, the the, the cast member Bible that was drawn up at Walt Disney World, his name is Dick Odell. Oh. All right, that's on your poster. It's on my poster. I use that in the slave labor comics, Just which I have. Mic. Probably made a noise. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. In the slave labor comics, he is named Horace Fusselbottom. Ooh, that's that's a great Fusselbottom. I, I really that's like a it. Fantastic name. That's like Tazzle, I like both foot. names. I just opted for Dick Odell. That's simpler. Dick Odell's a pretty solid name, too. Dick Odell is, like, classic of the time. Like, it I feels... could see, like, Walt Disney knew a Dick Odell. Like, yeah. he was friends with Richard D- Odell, who went by Dick Odell. Yeah. Dick Dick Odell sounds like the kind of... the See, if Don Knotts played that character, yes. it would be perfect. Because there were yes. plans at one point to have Don Knotts play a caretaker character in the Haunted Mansion movie. Mm. In the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion movie? In the Eddie Murphy or Haunted Mansion movie. Pre, well, during the planning phase, they were going to have Don Knotts come in to play the caretaker wait did that movie get made around the time that don Knotts died is that why that got canceled no it was because no he he died after a, lo- a while after the movie from what i, I recall his last, the movie came out in 2003 wasn't his last big role in chicken little he was the mayor in, in the chicken little animated uh yeah Disney i don't think adventure. he died right after that though i think well you ben, i mean ben i'm ben saying his last big role was that like that was the last um, he so might have been smothered that's not when he died but i i remember that being like the thing that people talked about when he died. Yeah, but you were trying to figure out when he died. That's what I'm saying. 
When did when did Chicken Little come out? Well, uh, you might be right. Actually, Chicken Little was, is like 07. It was 2006 that he died. So you're probably yeah. No, it's fine. In 2003 was his last role. Okay. Well, but what when was Chicken Little? Chicken Little 05? was 05. Okay. As Mayor Turkey Lurkey. <laughs> oh my God. God. That's just so great. Yeah. If you've if you've never seen the Ghost in Mr. Chicken, I've seen that. And I'm saying this. I'm. Just, I'm not saying this to you guys. I'm saying this to the people listening. You've never seen the Ghost of Mr. Chicken. What's wrong with you? It's a classic. David, I swear to you, I. I want to make it one of my goals in life to go back and watch every single live-action Disney production because there are so many weird ones. Have you ever there, seen Blackbeard's Ghost? Uh, no. Okay. Well, there's I can help so, you with that one. I'm telling you, there's so many weird ones and so many that I haven't even heard of. Right. And I'm just like, what the. Like Disney just went crazy. Like the company went crazy making these live action things, and I I love it. I do too. I love it so much. But Benson doesn't. He's falling asleep. Have you heard of that one where it's like uh, Andrew does not care. Listen, there is a. I've been trying to find in any way, shape, or form a version of this film. Uh, I it's something like uh, the name of it. It's not an official Disney film. I don't believe. Okay. But it is called something like Forty Inches of Terror or Forty Inches of Something. And basically, part of the plot is like it's a it's, it was made like in the '60s or '70s, and it's a guy he has to take care of the boss's like little daughter, like she's like a ten year old. That's what she's the forty inches of terror. Around. Oh, okay. And, uh, and there's a scene, a sequence where uh, she runs off in Disneyland, but they like they completely get all the things wrong about like geography. Like they get off of the monorail, but it's the train platform. What? And then they go on a chase, and they're chased by a man who buys in the park buys a Richard Nixon mask to hide his face while he's in the park. This sounds horrifying. It's insane. This sounds like a nightmare. This sounds like a nightmare you would have after going to Disneyland. I've too seen much. part of the chase scene on YouTube, but the full film, I believe, is not available on DVD, and I can't find it by other means. If you know what I mean. So I really, but I desperately want to see this whole thing. I need to look this up. I I didn't know about this. I believe it is not an official, it's not a Disney film. That's the other like crazy layer on top of it. They've, they've just somehow like back in the day, Disney would be like, yeah, you can film at our place. Okay. Yeah. I just, uh, I've, I've talked to Benson about this before. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Um, but we got off on a Disney tangent. We always do. It seems we just care about Comic-Con. Because um, we're in San Diego. We're not even close to Disneyland yeah. at this point. What were we even... Oh, yeah, because I got on this tangent because you were talking about Ricky Simon, and, and I feel like that about, cut off your... We were talking about Zim. Talking about Zim. And you were talking about the Muppets. And that, we all had different... We all had a shared experience at the end of the night, but um, there was also... A, I also went to a DC cosplay gathering oh, with nice. my fallen scarecrow. It was good. There were lots of people there, some really good cosplays. You, you guys might appreciate this. There was a Harley... Who was all sort of like she was like people do all kinds of different Harley Quinns at this point, but this one was like a kind of punk biker looking Harley Quinn, mm. maybe a little bit of a dominatrix Harley Quinn. Mm. I'm not sure, but the reason was is she had these two guys with her who were who were on chains that she was dragging around. But I didn't notice until later they had kind of they had like dog noses and little oh. little f- fluffy ears. Were they supposed to be hyenas? They were the hyenas, yeah. and you and I knew this because they were wearing like biker jackets on the backs that said Bud and Lou. Ah! <laughs> and that was probably one of the more inventive uh, cosplays I saw there. Bud and Lou are the names of the hyenas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Confirmed. The- After Lou Costello and Bud Abbott. Bud Abbott. Which is hey, pretty Abbott. clever. Didn't, didn't the Joker like, in the animated series also have three henchmen that were basically the three stooges? Maybe. I'm, that happened at one point. There was there was a couple of different, I believe I'm remembering, uh, 
on the Batman. The Batman. You remember that one? I do. Uh, not that great. But I no. the Joker had henchmen who were essentially, uh, what are they called? The ones from the old... The old Hardy. No, no, no. The ones from um, Alice in Wonderland. The, the Twiddle two. D and Twiddle Dumb? Yeah. They, the old- they combined those weird things together, and I Twiddle didn't like DM? that. It was t- no, but they were still two, but they were serving the Joker oh, instead of the Heart, Hearts Gang, whatever, King, Queen of Hearts Gang. Oh yeah, the the royal the royal flush. The royal flush, yeah, yeah. It was weird. The Batman was not a great show. Not it had really. one concept that I enjoyed, and that was it. Do you want to hear what it is? Which one was that? Clayface. Yeah, actually, Their Clayface was a cop that the Joker used some weird Joker gas on, and then he that's how he became Clayface. I was I liked that version of Clayface better than a couple of the other ones, except for Basil Carlo because that's an actor as Clayface is kind of cool. I actually really liked that because in the end of Arkham uh, City, they really played that up thematically. Yes, and I thought that was really. Cool. But I always liked a version of Clayface that doesn't start evil. Like it's just like something bad happens to him, and then it's just like he's he's fucked up. Kind of like Victor Freeze. Yes. Again, I, I want to like make a sympathetic Dance villain or most Batman villains. I love a sympathetic villain. All right. I love They're, Batman. <laughs> all the vil- all of the villains in Batman are sympathetic to a degree. Even e- well, except the Joker. But even unless then, you unless you unless you really as- a couple of if you ascribe to uh, the his comedian back backstory. Yeah, if you ascribe to the Killing Jokes backstory, yeah, backstory. Not even in the Killing Jokes backstory, he fucking shoots Barbara Gordon. The, it, 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 even as you find him most sympathetic, he finds a way to be a shithead. Well, yeah, yeah he's still a shithead. Yeah. He's still a super shithead. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, but like more of a shitter than the other films. <laughs> yes, I'm trying to think of other. There, there's like killer... this sort of balance of sympathy. If you do a story where he gains sympathy, he has to do something extra <laughs> to lose yeah. that sympathy. I mean, if you go through the, you want to go through the roster. Killer Croc. He's a little bit sympathetic because he didn't. It's not like he chose to be a croc. It was a skin he condition. A, he has a skin condition, and then he was yeah. treated like a monster. Yeah. Um, Two Face is Two-Face, definitely sympathetic. Course, he's sympathetic. got. He had. He started on the right side, then his uh, psychological scarring. Some crazy bipolar disorder he has that he like all his repressed anger. I mean Zaz. He's not sympathetic. No, there's nothing sympathetic about Zaz. Yeah, Zaz is a real piece of shit. <laughs> Scarecrow is actually surprisingly sympathetic. If you go with his, actually both his backstories. I'll go with any backstory. Both of them. Grundy. I think he's a little sympathetic. Jeez, well, Grundy. I don't spoil yeah. something. Oh, don't even talk about Arkham. Arkham Knight. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. In Gotham yeah. Academy, uh, oh. Solomon Grundy is essentially a good guy. Wow. Yeah. I think Grundy switches around. He's There's, not... The, he's, the recent arc is like Solomon Grundy is a good guy and, and the little girl is like, fucking Batman, stop being a dickhead. Like he's trying well, to sort it, some shit out. I mean, Grundy is like, like simplistic, right? Like yeah. he's very... Grundy's a zombie. Single-minded. Like Grundy's trying to do the right thing, but Batman keeps trying to beat him up and throw him in jail and all of us like, come well, on, Batman. Well, he's probably, trying to be friendly. Well, Grundy's Grundy. also like weirdly eternal. Like yeah. there's a there's a weird angle to that where Batman doesn't even care or, or about or the history. Or Grund, Grund, Grundy's one of the few... Grundy's one of the few characters because of this that Batman can actually kill because he'll just come back because he's uh, he's undead. Yeah. Penguin is a hundred percent unsympathetic. I don't even care about. No, you're right. Parents. He was he was I don't kind even care of if his parents beat him up. I don't care. He was <laughs> kind of bullied. He's a shithead. Here's yeah. m- much like other Batman villains. He was like bullied as a kid. But the thing is, he comes from a rich uh, family that were also really An terrible family that lost their. Fortune, and they perhaps. and he just hates the he just hates the Waynes. He just yeah. fucking hates the Waynes. Yeah. Um, I mean, Hush isn't sympathetic. No, he's a new, he's a new Batman. No, Tom, Tommy, Hush? Tommy Elliot. We talking about Hush? Okay, that's enough. It's a callback to real life. Okay, yeah, we, T- Tommy Elliot. We, we could yeah. be here for hours. We could be here for hours. We could go through every Batman Kirk villain. Langstrom, uh, who is Man Bat, is. I mean, he just kind of, uh, he has that. He's uh, just kind of a Man Bat. 
Doc Ock, <laughs> that Batman villain. Um, Venom, that Batman villain. Uh, Do we have any Doctor other act- Strange. I mean, Doctor Strange? It's Comic Con, so we're talking about comics, so it's it's you know. It's, it's fine. Yeah, oh, speaking, what else? speaking. The reason I mentioned Events. Doctor Strange is because there was a guy at the and cosplay strange. gathering who was dressed as Ra's al Ghul oh. or Ra's al Ghul, and people kept thinking he was Doctor Strange. Uh. And I recognized him, and he said, "Thank you." People keep thinking of Doctor Strange. That's a real bummer. I'm like, people are are people thinking you're Hugo Strange? Yeah, do, He's like, no. Do Ra's al Ghul and Doctor Strange look that much alike? Rosh. I mean, they both wear sort of it's old, the green cape thing. fancy clothes. And the I think the facial hair is similar enough that I guess you can get a little confused, right? Yeah. Huh. Uh, the villains, by the way, at this gathering far outranked the heroes. It was kind of at DC. Of it was kind of awesome, but it was Did also you have, like some Nightwings. We had a lot of Nightwings. Though. Did you have um, Huntress? A Huntress. We had at least one Huntress. I saw there were a good number of uh, of Aqua folk. Surprisingly oh, enough, oh, Aqu- Aquaman. Aqua <laughs> oh, because of course, because the the new Batman Superman movie is going to have an Aquaman, so that kind and, of and we just had we just had the DC animated uh, Battle for Atlantis. Uh, I'll stick to Namor, thank you. <laughs> That's my Aquafolk. <laughs> Didn't we look up and see that Namor was second? Namor was first. Okay. Excuse you. We uh, looked it up and Namor was first. Who was second in Marvel? What do you mean? There was one we looked up and they were definitely second. Fantastic, oh, Mr. Fantastic was second. He oh, was after yeah, Elongated Plastic Man. Man. Plastic Man. Sorry, DC has two stretchy men. Uh, and Captain one, one. America was second to... Uh, to uh, Soups? I, I learned this today. Not Soups. Oh. Although, yeah, Soups. But uh, in terms of a specifically American patriotic superhero, The Shield, which is actually um, Archie, uh, Archie I saw Comics. That, I saw that um, today at Archie. Uh-huh. The Archie I, I was looking it up while we were there. The Shield, who was the sort of Archie, Archie Comics, had an imprint for a while, Red Circle, where they did superhero Yeah, comics. they advertised that. And, I used to read the Sonic the Hedgehog comics. Sure. <laughs> and they used to advertise it, and I always thought it was really stupid looking because his arch nemesis was called The Eraser. Yeah. Oh. But The Shield actually predates Captain America. So. Interesting. Oh. Anyway. That. Um, Sidetrack. Uh, yeah. All so, gonna... so what what happens at these DC meetups? So David, you're uh, I always like to get your your side of things as a cosplayer, as someone who who you know really I, commits to the costume. I only feel like a pseudo cosplayer because there are so, so many people out there who actually make like like practically like a hobby or really careers out of these. Well, you had and the, like the needle glove that was really cool. I didn't get to wear it today. Yeah, you didn't get to wear it today, but it was, it's still cool. Well, and that was built for me by uh, Scott Leverett of the uh, Prop Masters Handbook. Nice. Super awesome guy. He I was built for the when I did the the Arkham Rock Opera with uh, oh. Random Encounters. So so Random Encounters. So people, if they keep hearing that and they're like, "What the hell is that?" That's a YouTube thing. Yeah, they do uh, video game musical parodies, mm-hmm. like sort of like sketch comedy. It's like it's sort of like Mega sixty four meets Broadway, <laughs> in a way. Um, uh, but anyway, I was in that one as Scarecrow and. One of the things I had commissioned was to have the needle claws and uh, the the gauntlet and and Scott, who is a friend of the channel, and does a a show called the Prop Master's Handbook on YouTube. He he built this thing for me on a budget, and it was awesome on set, although really uncomfortable. And I had to have people help me put it on. <laughs> so he gave it to me just recently, saying, "You know, you commissioned it; it's yours." And it was like a Christmas gift. Wow! So I was gonna wear it to Comic Con after my sister. Uh, fixed it up uh, mm-hmm. a little bit and have fixed up my mask, but I just since I'm basically flying solo this con, I didn't have anyone to help me, mm-hmm. so I just took one of the syringe needle like p- finger p- pieces and like carried it around, and it got the point across. Although some people were like, "Hey, Bioshock, I like that." <laughs> I'm wearing a Plague Doctor mask, so I guess it's it's fine. But you were gonna. Uh, 
from no, a but con- just like uh, so when you do these meetups, like it's a lot of pictures, it's a lot of yeah. You exchange info. You're like, hey, yeah. Basically, the people just band together because they want to be part of these bigger like like meetups and to meet other people, and it's it's fun. It's like social interaction. Yeah. You see all, and you usually get get acquainted with other photographers and and other cosplayers. I was among there was there was uh, there were four scarecrows. Although, um, and I've, I've met them all before. Well, no, there's two of them I know already mm-hmm. because um, uh, uh, one of them is like a really, really good, like 10 times better than me, Scarecrow, in my opinion. Um, different. The thing is, we're both different in style, so it works out. Uh, and then his, his I, I assume, girlfriend, I, I don't want to make presumptions, but uh, she was doing like a Scarecrone. She, like, she had sort of like this, like a lady Scarecrow Ooh. kind of thing. And it was really cool, very unique design. And uh, we kind of banded together, and like all the Riddlers banded together, all the Harleys, all the Jokers, that that kind of thing. That's always like a lot of fun to see. Like I like when I when I see cosplayers and I see them do like the not just the different actual canonical versions, but their own little takes on like all the different, like uh, just walking the floor. I saw like a Victorian Joker and Victorian Harley Quinn, yeah. and yeah. I really like like that was crazy. Like that's a thing that doesn't exactly exist within the universes, the the else worlds, but. It's really cool to see people take the the creative edge to all that, and so I think that'd be really fun when you're there with like three or four of the people in your same character, but just their own like, oh yeah, I see it this way. That's, that's really why cool. The, oh yeah, that's why the DC gatherings are so fun to me, is particular because people just people don't want to just do the same thing. Like the the reason that it's like I think people do Harley so much is there's so many variations of Harley yeah. besides the traditional one that used to exist. Now you've got the movie version and the versions from the Arkham games and the comics, various comics versions. And mm-hmm. it's, and it's, uh, it's really interesting just to see the variety that comes out. I think that's part of the appeal of it is you want to see what other people are doing in your fandom that you love enough that you want to cosplay it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Disney gathering is very similar. It just in a different respect because it's so much bigger and you just wonder who's going to come representing what movie. Yeah. Um, and what was, I, when you were at the Disney gathering, like, what was the most obscure? Were you the most obscure? Um, I might have been the most obscure. <laughs> oh no, there was a there was a Milo from Journey to oh, from Atlantis. Oh, that's so cool. He's a good movie. I love Milo. Yeah, it, he was good. There was a there was a Captain EO. Ooh, oh, oh, you was, told me about him. He's cool. the only other like Disneyland character, and he was really good. Um, and there was a young Frank Walker and an Athena from Tomorrowland well, that's, the movie. Uh, yeah, like like we're talk. It was they were pretty good, um, but no, there was I, I was probably still the most obscure one, other than maybe Milo. I think you're more obscure than Milo. It, well, Milo and I, de- the cosplayer, debated this because he was like, "Well, at least people see you all the time on the ride. Where's the Where's the Atlantis, the Lost Empire ride? Where's that?" I'm, I lament that every day <laughs> because they could have done that for the submarine instead of uh, Finding Nemo, Nemo was more successful. Oof. They're only gonna. They... Well, I recall at a uh, at a time when I went to the park a lot, uh, they put their the character meet for the Atlantis characters right outside of the lagoon. I remember, and it was like Oof. a slap to the face because we couldn't go in that lagoon in our submarine. But it anymore. was so cool to see those characters from the movie there. That was very was cool. Like, it's like that... you guys are speaking a code. <laughs> So Atlantis is great. Do, do you so Talk about WrestleMania X Seven? Yeah, you guys like that. <laughs> All I'm going to say to conclude the the cosplay discussion really is that you go to these things and there's an order to it. They like they usually they're pretty highly organized and usually 
they're on like a set of stairs. Like at the back of the like convention center facing the bay, there's a big set of stairs and we all kind of layer ourselves along the stairs so that way we can all stand out and they usually the photographer there's like a whole mass of photographers. Wow. And everybody like, okay, everybody five, four, three, two, one, look this way. Now look this way to make sure all the <laughs> photographers Okay. Uh, shift and then like the shift first row shift out next row shift in and it's very highly organized that's so cool it depends on how big the gathering is but um, I've seen some really big ones and they have to do it like that to make sure everybody gets the pictures they want and all the cosplayers get the attention they want so it's a surefire way to get noticed like you can walk the floor and no one pays attention to you but you go to these and, and you're gonna get you're gonna get some love for sure because you're sticking with people who know your fandom and I think that's the appeal of the cosplay gathering. That's really cool. nice. Is, is there anything else we wanted to cover? That was surely not sarcastic. Uh, <laughs> I genuinely I, thought that was nice. I get it. Oh Well, um, no, the rest of my day was pretty uneventful. Like I said, I just hung around uh, with, uh, at, with, with Ben at the, at the Soul Geek booth and uh, then eventually went to be... Oh, uh, there was the Magic... I did a Magic the Gathering panel and I won't go on at length about that except for a fun interaction I had which is the people at that panel are usually really nice. Like, you get to talk to them afterward. They're very just... Very just, like, willing to talk to fans and stuff like that. People get mondo excited about this panel. Like, I came in two panels before and... One of the no, actually, the pan, there were two panels before that. One of them got canceled, so the room was just empty and people were just sitting in there. Yeah. It was like something comics live i huh. if i had the program i could tell you hmm. um but after that there was like an the art of character design or the art of drawing like character design or hmm. something like that and it was interesting because like the panelists were up there and this is where i was getting around the full circle about sort of like going on and on about a topic one of the guys there who was i guess the character designer for the new ghost rider like the reboot oh, yeah. or not reboot like the the new ghost rider the one who drives a haunted car instead of a motorcycle um he would get on these long-winded stories and they would go on forever and then he'd stop and go oh wait and then everyone would just laugh and it became a running joke through the whole thing it was this this cool guy these you know dreads he was from like it it was it was interesting it was a really fascinating panel to talk you know because all these artists talking about how they've mostly marvel people talking about how they've designed the characters there was the art the current artist for Captain Captain Marvel, mm. who came up with her new design, and uh, another another guy who did um, a redesign for Scarlet Witch, and things like that. So that was actually an unexpected enjoyment. Yeah, that's always fun when you're waiting for a panel and you catch a panel that you never would have thought to go to, but it turns out really great. That was how I met yeah. uh, Stuart Gordon nice. uh, last year, and gave him a Midnight Marinara business card. Hopefully, he'll get back to me at some point. We're talking about the guy who directed uh, Reanimator. Oh, oh, that's a very good film. Mm-hmm. One of the... Um, it's good. I, you might not be able to handle it. You're a little weak boy. I, I know there's like a severed head that talks and moves. It does more than talk, it, my friend. I didn't want to get X-rated, but yeah, <laughs> I know gets, what it does. It gets pretty grody. Yeah. Um, all I'm going to say is like in terms of like sort of the, the famous like 80s, I guess 80s, right? Yeah, that was 80s. That was like 84, I think. Yeah, we're talking about like, you know, the like really like over the top 80s horror. Like he's he's kind of he's he's well known. He's yeah. very I would I dare say like his occult status among some people. I would agree with that. Yeah. I'll sign on that. So he was really cool because cuz I I I don't know if I told this story, but he was asking he they, they were he were on a they were on a panel talking about trailers. 
like or it was, it was like, like trailers from hell or something like that and they were talking just talk about movie trailers the art of the movie trailer old yeah. movie trailers yes and they did one for a movie that had peter laurie in it and clearly he's a peter laurie fanboy sure so at the end they were gonna do a q a and not many people came up and there was like split second left it's like who wants to do a peter laurie impression and then the panel <laughs> and is like well come up and do a peter laurie impression and he's like joking i come up and i i bust out a certain impression. You yeah. nail it! <laughs> and I nail it, and he loved it. Nice. And we chatted for a bit, and I gave him my card. Because, you know, like, the pasta shade... Yes. The pasta shade has taught me well. Yeah. Taught me well. He's got That's that... Cool he He is a Peter Laurie. He's a living Peter Laurie impression. Yeah. There are, there are a lot of Peter Laurie's out there. And it, it's a glorious thing. Yes. Uh, um, I, you know, I don't think in our seven-minute uh, uh, podcasting that was interrupted, we, we talked... Enough about the perhaps about uh, Phil and Brendo's panel. Oh, we yeah. never did talk about Phil and Brendo's panel. I mean, I, I mean uh, we don't have to go at length, but uh, you know, it's really great that they have a panel. Yes. Like that's really exciting. That's really great. Definitely. Uh, it's it's mostly for them to talk about their their expertise as web comics uh, people. It's a, a, a they call it like a web comics gathering of sorts. Oh, and there's um, there's Patrick Patrick Scullin and Patrick Scullin who does Super Siblings yes. uh, is on their panel as well. Uh, and uh, you know that's a that's a good that's a good time. Like that's really like a lot of fun uh, to go to and yeah. to, to hear them talk about their passion for for what they do and what inspired them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know I'm really glad that that they get that opportunity and we get the opportunity to go to go good. to be with that. Yeah. It, it's always exciting to me to say to people I know I know two guys who are part of my network who are doing Comic Con panel. That's always really exciting to me to say to people. Yeah, and like I actually thought the turnout for the panel was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid, pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, in equivalency rates, I'm gonna say it was the same as the turnout for the Throwing Adventure Hour panel. Actually, yeah. You know what? Because that room wasn't full. Yeah. But it will. I mean, I I don't want to. Uh, you know, maybe half. I don't want to. I don't want to undersell. But you know. Yeah. I mean, we'll know. we'll get to Thrilling Adventure Hour because that was the. It was their adventure. Because what did say besides it was great? It was great. Uh, well, but I mean, like... I'll throw that. It was I, great. I feel like I keep hijacking because I, 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 I wanted no, to tell the magic do. story. Like, okay. You, <laughs> you uh, as a podcaster, you generally don't get to just go. Like, you, you do your written stuff. No, this and, is... And I love to give you this uh, these opportunities to just, like... Just tell the story, about, David. Just well, tell thank you, story. Andrew. Just and talk, thank you, Benson. Talk. Just tell your story. All right. And I love it. All right. No, it's good. I enjoy... You know, the more people let me talk, the more I will keep talking. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful. Yeah. I'm just saying, you got to be careful. That's what happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> this Mr. Five Podcasts over here. You and, you and Matt Gorley racing. Yeah, I'll get there, him. There you go. I'm ahead now. He's not catching up. <laughs> I don't have a Terry Cloth play suit, though. <laughs> Can we, can we get a sixth podcast out of you, Benson? <laughs> the future. Talk. Well, I mean, once Shut Up Leonard's done, we have ideas. Yeah. Uh, we, we have, but then I'll go down to four and then back up to five. That still won't be six. You you So you wouldn't count things that are technically done? Yeah. Okay. I would not. I mean, five five active podcasts. Yeah, I got to keep five plates splitting. Splitting. <laughs> splitting. Tell Splin the story, players. Don't let us distract you. Don't let these yeah, please keep jackholes okay. distract you. <laughs> So, so the I went to the Magic the Gathering panel and uh, it was really good. They talked about uh, mostly about Magic Origins. It was a very um, story heavy panel, which was interesting because normally they talk about a new set and card mechanics and stuff like that. But they're really trying to sell people on the fact that they're reevaluating how they're telling stories with Magic cards. And as someone who is a lore fiend for Magic and a lot of things that have to what, do a lore fiend, lore fiend. I don't understand. In in Magic, it, there's a there's you, a fan you're really term. Into the lore. 
The lore, yes. Yeah. There's actually a fan term. Um, there's there's like three kinds of players of magic, there, and they go by fan names. There's the Timmy, the Johnny, and the Spike. Oh, okay. But there's a fourth one that is kind of brought up sometimes that's called a Vorthos. And a Vorthos is someone who plays the game purely for its flavor. And this was a very Vorthos heavy one. <laughs> which which would my my kindergarten friend Harrison be who made up rules so that he would win and thus spoiled me on magic for life? A very primitive spike. Okay. <laughs> the spike is only happy playing the game when he wins. Mm. And is very, very competitive. Well, so what's what's that the first spike level? Kept me out of the, thing. the first level is the Timmy. The Timmy likes to um the Timmy enjoys doing big plays of big cards. He likes to slap a giant creature on the field and go, look at this card. What, it's so awesome. What would you call someone who makes... Uh, okay, so I, uh, I, uh, I have some friends who play Magic, and uh, one of them, the way that he plays is... Um, isn't it like you lose Magic if you have no cards in your deck left or something? Yeah. So I have a friend who's made a deck who makes it so you can constantly lose cards. Does he combo a lot of cards off each other? Like, do they have chain reactions? I mean, and I stuff? played maybe twice. Okay, but because basically his his strategy was like, oh, and you have to trash these. Oh, and you have okay. to keep putting these in the discard pile to the point where I had nothing left. Yeah. Uh, basically, yeah, the, I would say that's a Johnny strategy. <laughs> Johnnies are the kind of players who love to like build combos work you know mechanically they get yeah. into the game and they really like to they're happiest when they're pulling something interesting off that they have created themselves rather okay. than a big splashy effect That's they like to be like i use this card to trigger this card which lets me draw this card and something like that but there's i mean there's there's johnny's the johnny idea comes up in a lot of ways uh and the spike the spike is happiest when he's being really competitive and plays to win basically um the vorthos plays the game because he likes the story, he likes the art, he likes the flavor text, stuff like that. What is so, the origin of these names? Do you know? Um, there, there, there's, there's a longer story. There's a if you if anyone out there is curious, uh, Mark Rosewater, the head designer of Magic: The Gathering, has a podcast called Drive to Work, hmm. where he literally takes thirty minutes that he drives from his his home to Wizards of the Coast and just talks about uh, talks about the process of making magic cards. That's crazy, and uh, he That's did. Really great. He has he has a bunch of episodes that deal with those. Like he does an episode all about the concept of the Timmy, all about the concept of the Johnny, all about the concept of the Spike, and um, in those he describes that the names come up because they're usually just like weird in jokes. Like he'd be like, "I'm trying to sell this card to my people." Like, okay, listen, picture Timmy. Timmy likes this sort of thing in magic. So when he gets this sort of card, he's going to be happy. He just uses a random name. So Timmy became the placeholder name for the player who likes that sort of thing. Where he's like, now here's Johnny. Johnny likes this sort of thing. And then that stuck. That sort of thing. I don't know where Spike came from. I don't really know where Vorthos came from either. But Vorthos is perfect. You're Vorthos? Is that what you're saying? Vorthos, yes. But that's like like a perfect, like that's the ultimate level. Yeah. magic <laughs> weird fan <laughs> level I don't know I guess but I'm not, I'm not I'm not putting it down I'm just saying it's fine I love, I love <laughs> Vor- Vorthos is like yeah that's a that's you know immediately yeah that's magic yeah the, 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 a quick the, sketch pitch by the way huh ladies at a bachelorette party or a, stri- or a stripper named Magic Mike and then <laughs> and he gets there and instead of Channing Tatum it's just a guy who's really into Magic the Gathering <laughs> That's my pitch. <laughs> you just show up and he do do with do what you will with that. <laughs> I like this idea. Well, he, he she, someone. It turns out someone does hire him eventually, yeah. 
and he asks if they want the Jimmy, the the, <laughs> yeah, the, Jimmy, the, the Jimmy, Timmy, the Johnny, or the Spike. What, the, the, what do you want? And then the, the and then the woman says, "Give me the Vorthos," and he like <laughs> raises he goes, an eyebrow and he just nods. I'm came to the right place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. So wait, go back to your story. Okay, so they're really focusing on story. Like they're talking about the origin of these five uh, characters, and they're really focusing on the story of these characters, these planeswalkers. And uh, they showed a couple art snippets of the next set they're going to do, and that got everybody really in- excited. And I had positioned myself in such a way that I was going to be able to jump to the microphone <laughs> during the uh, Q&A, because I'd missed the last two Q&As by a hair. And uh, this time, as soon as Q&A happened, I jumped up and landed right in front of the microphone, and the guy who was sitting right in front of the microphone was behind me. Nice. Like, he didn't jump up in time, and he was like, what? <laughs> and I, I was like... Are you really that mad? You're just like one person in front of me. He's like, Thanks no. swooping. But I got to ask a good question, and that was good. And uh, wait, what did you say? I said that was expert expert swooping. Oh, thank you. I, I tried. I mean, I you know, in the future, I think I might, uh, w- when I'm go- when I'm going to be at a panel that I want to ask a question, I should position myself like that. Because at the Rick and Morty panel, I, w- I wanted to ask. I didn't even realize who'd be on the panel when I did. I, wanted, I realized I needed to ask a question. And uh, I was nowhere near the mic. No, I was like, absolutely way too far away. But I still tried to get in that line, and I still waited until the last second I, before I left in defeat. <laughs> yes, uh, had, but it was mostly because you know, you know that thing where the, someone asks a question and then they go off on like a twenty-minute answer that has nothing to do with the question. Yeah, usually get, it's not like, oh, that reminds me of this story, and uh-huh. it's like you love it because you want to hear them talk. But then if you're in line, you're like, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, I want to get my question in. Yeah, yeah, no, That's exactly. Or you, you get like you wonder why someone got up and asked a really like like weeaboo kind of question. You know, you know, you know those people. The people who come up and they get they come up and ask a really awkward question, like they want to validate their ship yeah. or they want to like. Well, I know that person. What's a weeaboo? A wee, weeaboo is basically the term for for a, a nerd, a really awkward nerd who likes anime. Yes, okay. it's sort uh, of like. I, I use that term because usually I don't know. The awkward part. The that's awkward the, part is the, what jumps out what really to me. Fits it. Uh, yeah, sometimes uh, I'll tell you, uh, listener, Q and A's can be painful. They can be. Yeah. There's there's a couple of times Ouch. where not often. I'm not going to say it happens all the time or even a lot. But sometimes someone will get up there and ask a question that just doesn't either doesn't have an answer, yeah. or or has already been asked in a different way, like immediately before them, or a yeah. hundred thousand times before. Yeah. If you've been to a lot of these panels, you get the inevitable like, "How did you come up with the idea for or if you X Y Z interviews?" Or if you like, if you're a real, I'm not, I don't even, I don't mean to say this in a joke. If you're a real person, if you're a real fan <laughs> of whatever, you've read their interviews in in magazines, and so you know the answers to like the basic stuff. Like, yeah. Like, hey, where'd the idea for Blank come from? Like, at the Bob's Burgers panel, two people in a row asked Christian Shaw how she gets into character for Louise. Uh, they were both anyway. kids, though, so you can't be too mad. Ah. Kids, kids don't. Kids just know. Don't, a, they don't even listen. They just have their own question in their head, and they're just burning to ask. I have a conspiracy theory. Okay. Uh oh. Sometimes, uh, and this has happened enough that this has become a conspiracy theory. For you think the adults are passing their questions to the kids? No, no, no. Well, maybe, but sometimes a kid is the final question. Yeah. And that final question is like a perfect setup for the panel to reveal yeah. or or mention something big, yeah. like that they've been holding on to, so that they could drop it on the audience. Yeah. And those the I'm, conspiracy theory, those kids are plants. Yeah. 
Or, I, or like, I could see that. Yeah. Sure or like they were somewhere else in plans. line and they're like, you're a kid, get up here, ask yeah. this question. And then they're like, yeah, got it. <laughs> and and uh, that's the only way I have to explain some of these kids that just like, they they have a question that is just like, oh, and then they say, by the way, boom. And it's like super huge reveal. Yeah, there's some definite plans. Those are definite plans. Dun, anyway. <laughs> so, sorry. Dun, dun, we, we got off on uh, this is This is the tangent cast. This is tangent nation. No, but I, I think it's important for like people who don't go to these conventions or don't have the opportunity to go to these conventions. We're trying to give them like a look at like what it's really like. When you go to these panels, the things that come out of these panels are like the information. Like, oh, yeah. this is coming or blank, blank is happening or whatever. But really the fun part for being in the room is like you'd mentioned earlier, there's, that it became a running gag where this guy would answer with a long, crazy story. Right. Like, That's the part you hope gag. that happens if you're not standing in front of them or, or, or if you're the one who asked the question that got them on the tangent. Yeah. You feel kind of accomplished. Mm. Yeah. You, you, that happened during the thrilling adventure hour. You have fun moments that don't get reported on per se, yeah. but they're fun in the room. Yeah. And then, yeah. And also sometimes you get the moments that are super awkward, yeah. that are just really almost creepy. Super duper. One of my favorite Q&As that I got to ask was I once uh, was at a Mega 64 panel and I asked them, what's the most awkward like fan question you've ever been asked at one of these panels? Because I'm just downright curious. And they were like, we've had some pretty awkward encounters. Like, I don't know if anyone had ever asked them that question before. And it was awesome. And like, uh, they were like, and I remember this too, because I was at another panel they had done. And there was a guy who came up and he was just like, kind of like, yeah, I, I, video games. And I was like, he was like a creepy old guy, you know? <laughs> total just anyway so the magic panel happened people lost their minds some of the people got to do the Q&A even though I was the first one up and I got to ask the cool question and it was a fun question other people who were up there got super cool prizes one of them got the really valuable con like magic merch that you could resell for like $300 and someone got it who asked a dumb question (laughs) and I was mad but not really but also kind of I had I had a similar thing at the uh, at that Marvel House of Ideas panel they had uh, like these were uh, brand new unreleased not even like they I don't even think they have revealed the date when they're going to be available uh, Disney Infinity figures the Hulkbuster figure and the Ultron figure and if they said, "Oh, we'll give these away in the to people who ask questions," but the, then they called. They were like, "Oh, uh, younger question askers, and if we like their question, so it was like they're just waiting for a kid that had a good question." Yeah, and I yeah. was like, "If so I got you, it, like, see, it's I, fine. I, no I don't mind if, if they give." There. So you think you deserve it more than the kid? Is what you're saying? No, I'm just saying like it's you're, it's, the, you're the guy who who reaches out his hand at a baseball game and it intercepts the the ball before the kid <laughs> catches saying, it like, and then doesn't give it to the kid. It was just kind of like. You know, not just kids play Disney Infinity. <laughs> yeah, come on. And come like, on. I feel like it was like a weird assumption that any kid that's in line is is into Disney Infinity. You have to recognize that the kid is going to be happier than you are getting that. Though. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I would be way happier than that kid. The, the thing is, though, crazy land. What kind of alternate crazy land are we in that where I'm the one defending kids? People. People need to stop. Just, kids need to understand that not everything is a free ride. People need to stop giving kids things. Yeah. <laughs> but at a magic panel, I mean, I don't understand more spend, but at the magic panel, everybody's on equal footing. Yeah, yeah. So why only give some people the yeah, super crazy weird. awesome price? That's, now, that's okay. Okay. But here's the thing, though. After the panel, uh, I'm walking along and I hear someone talking to, I, and I kept an eye out for her, but there's a woman I met at the 
Thrilling Adventure Hour Welcome to Nightville crossover last year at the show. after party yeah. called uh, named Allison Lurves, and she's like their social media manager. She's like their like I think she's in charge for, of it for wizard for wizards yeah. for magic specifically. Declare. And we had we had, we had hit it off and we had a chat and it was fun. And uh, last year when I had been up to the mic and barely missed getting a, a figure because they were giving everybody who came up one of those little Funko magic figures, they didn't give me one. Like I, they're like, oh, and that's all. And I was at the mic and they put the figures away as while I was sitting right oh. there staring at them and left. And I was like, come on. But uh, later I mentioned this to her. Because I, we we had started chatting for I can't remember exactly why we had we we started chatting you know it was that Comic Con magic, sure. and um, we you know obviously we're both fans of the shows and uh, and I mentioned this and she reaches into her purse and hands me a Chandra Funko figure and it's still sitting on my desk to this day, so we had hit it off and it was cool we exchanged Twitter contacts and we've been in touch like back and forth since then so. I hear someone talking to her. I hear Allison and I look over and there she is. I'm like, oh good. I'd hope to find you so we could like touch base. And she remembered me and it was like, oh yeah. Hey, do you want something? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, I'm allowed, I'm allowed to give people things. And since you are cool and stuff, like here. And she reaches into her bag and gives me two packs of Magic Origins. Nice. And I'm like, okay, this was worth it. <laughs> but also like Allison is just a cool person. So shout out to Allison Lurs. She's awesome and... uh I totally want to have her on Midnight Marinara because she does. She has done audio plays cool. with nice. other podcasts, and uh, she's awesome. I'm loving it. So that's my, that it's was. Like you're at McDonald's over here. Nope. So, so that was that was uh, my Magic the Gathering experience, and then I ran from there to meet these two for the thrilling adventure hour. <laughs> Live from San Diego, California. This is the thrilling adventure hour. Tonight's major stars Billy Burke as Sparks, Nevada, in a weird guest situation. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'd love that so much. I'm not even joking. Andrew has developed a man crush on Billy Burke. I don't think we've talked so, about that on the podcast. The other day, that must have been Thursday. Yes, because we we only were able to record a tiny bit on yeah. that day. Uh, I went to a CBS uh, panel uh, that was four hours long. Panel, and they talked about all of their goddamn new shows. I you went a little bit insane, and it was in that state that Billy Burke came into your life. He was a shining light in the <laughs> darkness, quite literally. Uh, <laughs> where the CBS shows covered were extant. Extant. Uh, zoo. Which one's that? Which one's extant? Extant is Halle Berry's an astronaut. I don't care. Exactly. What's zoo. Zoo is animals become sentient. Okay. What's next? Uh, Scorpion was last. Sure. Limitless, Limitless was in there. Limitless was in there. But Billy Burke is in Zoo. Was oh, and under the dome. Under the dome. Not off the top of your dome, but under the dome. This is not a oh, song Jesus. that exists. There we go. Tripping on the wires. I hope I was not. We're good. I'm sure. I'm sure we're good. So Billy Burke is, is in the show song. Zoo, zoo, uh, which might be just like event television style. It might no, just I've heard be, people buying a zoo, but the show is just called Zoo. It, it's a we bought a zoo. It's based on the James Patterson novel. Mm. Uh, but this, it, it, I, I assume, one? zoo. I assume yeah. if this show, if the first season goes well, they'll get more. Okay. Uh, but but it's based on a book. But of course, they make changes. Yada yada. 
Uh, Billy Burke, I don't know what his character is, but I think he describes at one point that he's like, he's an alcoholic something or other. Sure. Uh, <laughs> absolutely perfect. I loved it. He shows up to the panel. He's wearing like a shirt, like a regular shirt. Like a, not, I wouldn't even call it a t-shirt. It's like some kind of... Blouse. <laughs> exactly. And over it, he's wearing a white uh, suit jacket and uh, sunglasses. He comes out with aviators. <laughs> indoors. Uh, indoors. And uh, it, Billy Burke, is, is uh, he became uh, my shining light in the darkness because <laughs> all these CBS shows are kind of terrible and generic and, yeah. and made for old people. I was, literally, I was literally one seat away from an old couple who were like, oh, what's that? Oh, wow, so, so nice. Like they were really into what was going on on the screen at all times. And uh, for Oh, this- by the way, quick update to you guys. There was an old, I don't know if you stayed on long enough, but there was this old guy who was sitting right by the microphone uh, during the big uh, Adult Swim Cartoon Network day. Okay. And like three different people at the yes. kids made fun of that old guy. Yes. He was there for Bob's Burgers. He just stayed? Oh, he was there for Bob's Burgers. He was there did for he Bob's Burgers. Questions? Yes, he did. He asked a question. He brought a ukulele with Bob on and he played the theme song. Wow. So that old guy who was like mocked all day just because he happened to be sitting close enough to the microphone to be on camera yeah. when people were asking questions. Mocked by like three different panels. He had a great time at Bob's Burgers. That all worked out. Good. Excellent. What this was is it Tangent Nation with Matt. And before I get to the next host, I, I want to discuss the origins of the name Matt. Uh, <laughs> get it? I'm out. <laughs> so, Zoo. Uh, oh, God damn it. We're still on Billy Burke. Billy Burke. So, part of the, the, the gimmick of the Zoo panel was that you could ask them a question, and then they would ask you a trivia question about animals related to animals. I know you're telling the audience. Yeah. But you've already told me this two times. You can check out. That's and cool. And it's driving me insane. You can check out. That's your cool. Your weird love of Billy Burke. So then... Well, I'm still listening, so... So, so uh... I'm going to pee, actually. Yeah, go That's ahead. That's what I'm going to do. I'll be right back. Tell right, me so the story, so Andrew. The gimmick of the zoo panel was that when you came up during the Q&A to ask a question, they'd ask you a trivia question. And, like, whether you got it right or wrong, you got a shirt. But they were, like, saying, like, oh, if you get it right, you get a shirt. Like, that was the kind of the gimmick. Okay. But, of course, you got a shirt no matter what. Um, and, of course, the first lady, they asked uh, uh, her, uh, what town does Jaws take place in? And she could not re- remember. What? Even though she had literally just seen it, like, two weeks before for some kind of anniversary screening. That oh. was absolutely ridiculous. Anyway. Ben, ben, Benson. He was upset. Be, yeah. Okay, I figured. Uh, I, figured. I told him later, and he was upset. So. Um, was it was he as upset when you told him that he missed Bill Murray? <laughs> uh, no, no, Bill Murray was more upsetting. So oh, I figured. anyway, the the point of the story is that Billy Burke he goes to ask one of these trivia questions. He takes off the sunglasses because he can't see right. the paper in the dark. Okay, so he reads his question, and then as soon as he's done reading it, he puts the sunglasses right back on. <laughs> and I have that in pictures. I have the pictured ah! moment where he he has them off. He's holding them, puts them right back on, and it's <laughs> yeah. super great. So you could turn that into a GIF if you wanted just, to, just like snip, snap, snip, uh, snap. Yeah, that glasses CBS, on, that four-hour CBS panel with five different shows was driving me crazy, and Billy okay. Burke was like, "At least you're entertaining. Like, at uh, least you're funny. At least you're not one of these boring shows." Tangent uh, cast continues. Yeah, but no, except, I understand. I, mean, I understand. My name while I was peeing. Because uh, because you got mad because the lady didn't know Amity. Amity. Which, as you know, means friendship. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, but the crazy thing about CBS was it started off at least a little strong because Halle Berry was like, kind of like, oh, cool, here's how Halle Berry. She's an extant, the, the, that show. Uh, so that's kind of a cool thing to see. But anyway, uh, I don't want to talk about the dumb, 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 dumb. No, we want to talk about the Thrilling Adventure Hour, right? I don't have much to say. I mean, I don't. Uh, it was is fun. There... David and I both asked questions. 
Mm. There were shenanigans. People were like moving placards around. Hal Lubbin was <laughs> poor. Hal Lubbin. <laughs> he was so mad. Yeah. He, well, because he, he there was a running bit for a while about that Acker and Blacker intentionally calling him Lubin to piss him off. Lubin. He, and this he, time the con genuinely got his name wrong and yeah. put, I mean, Lubin or Lubin. I love the fact that, that he, way. someone, he, he, he had a, he had a, a little bit of a comeuppance moment and he like just leaned over and flipped off uh, Ben Blacker. Yeah. Just like I, right in his face. Just yeah. like, yeah. I never post, I meant to post this on Twitter and tag, and tag him. But uh, when I was looking at the description for this panel tonight, the other day, I noticed they got Gagliardi's last name wrong. That was also true on the placard. Was that on the placard as well? Gagliardo or something. Gag- Gagliardi. Yeah. It had like an extra O in there that did not belong, and I wanted to tweet it and say, like, I'm so excited to see Mark Gagliardo do. Yeah. <laughs> like, just completely <laughs> yeah. the, like, it's like that. It's like that thing from Rick and Morty, like, uh, Mark go Galorfalorful. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, John. <laughs> That's how I laugh sometimes. <laughs> Good. Uh, do you guys want to talk about your questions? Uh, yeah, I guess this is the main thing we should talk about. Yeah, the Q and A was really short. I was surprised. There were like yeah. four people yeah. for like a for like a big crowd that or not a big. You know, it was for a crowd yeah. that was there to it was, see that group. Yeah. Right. I would expect a huge line, and it yeah. was just four. Half it was, the people. Half the line was two was people in the room here. It was yeah. Benson, me, a, a girl dressed as Croach, and uh, a Croach. and a. And a man with a baby. And a baby. Croach. It's Croach. 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 No, Cro- Croach. 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 No, it's Croach. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> bit from the show. It's a bit from the show in which David had the honor of being Sparks Nevada. <laughs> Would you say that you're... That's why I, I rolled with it. From Earth? <laughs> I am from Galoot. Pro- oh. <laughs> I'm from Mars. Which we Dexon? No, no, I'm doing I'm doing Croach's side of the argument. But as Sparks, how did that happen? Bit abandoned. Adventure hour. This is great. I briefly. I, else, I'm sorry. I was yeah. briefly. I was briefly the Jupiter spy. Oh, you were. Yeah. Jib Janine. Jib Janine. Which, by the way, according to uh, Paul F. Tompkins, is named after a. Uh, I think the town, the town his yeah. his wife's family is from. Yes. Right. Jip Janine. I done heard about Which that. makes sense because Sparks, Nevada is also named after a town. It's true. So, named after Orange, California. <laughs> <laughs> what was crazy to me, so the girl dressed as Croach was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if you wanted me to do that or didn't based on that look you gave me. <laughs> well, she she had mentioned that she'd only heard about the show because of the Night Vale crossover. Yeah, and that my was question, I prefaced by saying I only heard of it because of a crossover with comedy Death Ray Radio. Yeah, well, that was oh, the thing with Colonel ago, TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they said that they would do more crossovers. That was the answer to your question. Yeah, I was with, it was the characters live on through crossovers since mm-hmm. the official show does not exist. Mm-hmm. Will, will will not exist mm-hmm. soon. I had I had an epiphany when I was up there, and I was just like, okay, this question is for everybody but the Bens, and they actually were like, oh, cool. <laughs> uh, and I wanted to know if uh, what if each of the individual uh, actors, if they could write their own episode of the Thrilling Adventure Hour, uh, what like section would they choose? I guess I said segment. I couldn't think of a better way to like to put it. And then, works. But then they were like, they, they gave some good ones. Like Molly Quinn was talking about how she would write Moonshine Holler. And uh, uh, Gagliardi said he would write... Um, Gagliardi, please. Gag- <laughs> Gagliardi. Yeah. He, he would Gagluigi, write... Gagliardi, please. Gagliardi. <laughs> uh, he said he would... Uh, uh, Colonel TikTok? 
Uh, yes, because he loves history and time travel. And then someone else said... Molly Quinn said Moonshine Holler. Molly Quinn said Moonshine Holler. Listen, listen to your own goddamn show, Andrew. And then Mark Eggley already said... Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> We're trapped in How Lublin. Hal said... Hal Lubin. What did Hal say? I can't remember. I don't know if he even answered. Who yeah. can say? So <laughs> what? Well, someone wanted to see a uh, whole family of Philip Fathoms. Uh, well, that wasn't Hal. That was... Uh, that was, was Paul. Or Paul Storm. Storm? No, Paul had a... I just tickled my own foot trying to scratch it. I didn't Paul think and or Storm had a different idea. I don't remember what it was. No, Paul and or Storm had a had the f- family of Phil's. Yeah, that was the, fa- the, Phil, the Phil family. The family, family of Fathoms. Fathoms. Seven, it's like 17... I, I understood it to mean like a bat family situation yeah. where instead of a robin, he has like a manta ray or whatever. Well, he did have a psychic at one point. Oh. Philip Fathom did. I'm, right. I mean, I'm not a long-time listener, so I don't know. I am a first-time caller, though. <laughs> you're on the line. Please, your name. What? What? what you're, you're you're a long. You're the first-time caller. You're a long-time listener, first-time caller. Caller is trying to turn the table. LTW, FTW. <laughs> this is Tangent Nation. Let's talk about all of pits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them or the things around them. Ew! I don't like them. Stay em. away. <laughs> so, um, that was. It was. You know. It was a nice panel. Yeah, it was a nice time. Nice, I liked it. It was a little. There was no high stakes. There was no big announcements. Yeah. That's the thing about. There was an unusually. Uh, here we go. Tangent time. Andrew's about to go here off. Go. Oh, no. Andrew's got thing. a floating gun <laughs> in our ears. San Diego Comic Con. Everybody calls, cares about this Hall H shit where it's like, that's all over the tweeter tweeter. Oh, and then tell sometimes you get. Uh, Comic Con wrong. I'll go into a tiny ass room and someone famous walks in and they drop some crazy news and I go, yeah. Listen, that's what I'm here for. Listen, Lindy. That's, are you going to tell me that I'm wrong? That was on an up. You're, thanks. That was positive. Thanks for mansplaining to me. <laughs> you're the one. Thanks mans- for consplaining. You're the to one me. consplaining to the people in the Hall H line. And what I'm going to say to you is the reason you can so easily get into those little rooms is because the people who would otherwise be there are in the Hall H line. No, but I'm saying like the so the, enjoy the, the, at Comic Con. Everyone has their part, and don't tell anyone. I'm not talking, how to have I'm not their talking con. about the peeps. I'm talking about like the news outlets. Who cares about them? I well, we shouldn't care about certain ones we don't we do care about more and so when you feel there's the trickle down news right (laughs) so when it gets down to the the top all that the news outlets want to cover is hall h but they should be hanging out in these little ass rooms why do you care some cool stuff because i care about news i want to be a journalist i want i care about journalistic endeavors i care about ethics and journalism I care about. Oh God, he's not going to get on Gamergate. He's going to get hashtag Comic Con Gate. Hashtag Comic Con Gate. Anyway, uh, so that 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 angry rant aside, Fremulon. I think this is a a, a market a TV company. <laughs> Andrew, not a doctor. Leave me behind. We killed Andrew. <laughs> Benson. Don't you think Andrew could benefit though? He's got a he's got a niche here. He can go and do these as a journalist while everybody else is being stupid and going to Hall H. Well, that's what, what you're doing I, on agentsofguard.com. On Agents of Guard, I wrote Agents one article. Well, two, it's on the internet. I wrote about um, the rare panel that we went to. That was a good panel. Yeah, and that I was. A, that, I heard they don't do that one often. We didn't. Go away <laughs> immediately. Is Phil writing for you they now? Don't call me the pun doctor for nothing. I think Phil's writing for you now. I've always been a fan of puns. Okay, right. I don't I even know what you're talking about anymore. Fuck Thrilling you, Benson. 
hour. The rare panel. Is there anything? Kazooie. Is there anything else going on? One's there? a bird. One's a bear. Together they fight. Monsters? Witches. 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 Okay. Yeah. Specifically, a witch. They fought several witches at one point. Sure. They fought a whole coven. God damn! Why did I get you started? <laughs> sure. This? But um. No, I guess the main thing is like, oh, the only thing, the last thing is, I, it ended on a very poignant note. Uh, it was, who said it? It was, was that guy who I didn't recognize. That long hair, long hair McGee, Majon. He he said he was the fill in for Timothy Amundsen. Omens. Oh, there was you a moment. That is, are you just like blanking out, man? Not there was a moment. You're out. Where I'm, oh I was be it Madagascar three for how hard I'm wigging out? There was a moment when they were asked um, wh- if they were ever really starstruck or nervous about, and this was this was this was baby starstruck. This was this was Aaron Ginsberg. Yeah, he was he was he was moderating, and so he asked this question, or was did he ask this question, or was this one of the Q and A questions? He asked this question, I believe. Yeah, yeah, this came earlier. Um. I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's blurring together again. Baby starstruck, um, but, but, by the light. And you're singing, what the hell? It was song Starstruck by the Kinks. Okay. I was only going to be, it's, it's, oh God, it's like 11.25 at we night. We can wrap guys. up any time. Um, Should we wrap it up? I, no, I want to I wanna, I wanna talk about this thing real wrap quick. It up, <laughs> wrap it up, David. Wrap it up. You're not helping, you <laughs> son of a, okay. So, talk about this thing, it is important. It's okay. also the thing. Okay, so they I were mean, talking we were about. Tell us. They were talking. I would talk if you just fucking wouldn't fucking stop what? interrupting me. So they. De- Ben's. No, just kidding. <laughs> Please go. Do you want to die? Okay. I'm putting it down. I. Okay, thank you. So. They're just distractions. Distraction central station right here. You can't see it. None of you can see it. Okay. So with um with this question, like they got asked if they were ever like weirdly starstruck by anybody who came on the show. Not weirdly, but like if they were ever like made nervous by other people on the show. And most of them mentioned, of course, you know, the time they worked with J.K. Simmons or Nathan Fillion and Molly Quinn brings up how it was normally fine until she realized that Weird Al Yankovic was there and she said she was like crying and like her face was red and even in the dark backstage, like Gagliardi was like, Holy are you okay? You're, you're like super red. And he's like, she, she couldn't talk to him. She was so nervous. She was so like, like thrilled that he was there. And I thought that was really endearing on Molly Quinn's part. Cause she's adorable. And I want her to be my friend. And I want her to be my friend. Good story. Weird Al to be my friend. Don't we all want weird Al to be our pal? Yes. Weird, weird pal. pal we could call <laughs> Jinx. You owe me a but either way, there was a really endearing thing said about the last show they did and how some like champagne was left behind and because it they really celebrating not over. the end because it's not the end. It's not over. And then they all went outside and we talked to them for like two seconds and yeah. then it was good. So uh, are we are we wrapping? Wrap we it are. up, Andrew. Wrap it up. So um, wrap it up, Andrew. Wrap it up. Wrap it up, Andrew. Wrap it up. Wrap it up, Andrew. Wrap it up. That's Paul talking. I apologize. <laughs> I mean, we're in a hotel room. I'm sure people in the hallway heard. Um, uh, in, in case we we don't do any kind of official wrap up wrap up tomorrow on Sunday, uh, let, let's let's AKA do some um, dimanche. Let's do a little bit as of they say in the south of France. Let's do a quick version of plugs. Uh, <laughs> Normally, don't do your thing. That's a Shut Up Leonard exclusive okay, thing. Fair enough. And I don't even want it to be that. 
So, hey, uh, buddy, it's time for plugs. We're doing the plugs right now. We're going to sing. <laughs> it's will stop singing. Uh, it, you know, thanks for listening to the Ben V. Mega cast. Thank uh, you very much. Uh, you know, we do them uh, at most conventions that we go to. Uh, and so it's really exciting uh, to hear them because you hear a lot of people together that you don't normally hear together. And you hear a lot of our adventures that we do that don't really fit into our other podcasts to tell you about. So thanks for that. Uh, and if you want to check out uh, the other podcast on the Benview Network, go to benviewnetwork.com. Uh, I host Nerd's Eye View, uh, which every week we talk about a new movie that's in theaters. We review it, talk about it. Uh, you can find it at nevpodcast.com or benviewnetwork.com slash nev. Uh, with these other two gentlemen here, I do another podcast called Pick Your Path. Pick Your Path. Pick Your uh, Path. Which is crazy good. It's a, a fully scripted, choose-your-own-adventure style podcast where using the magic of enhanced podcast, you get to decide how a story uh, goes by picking different chapters and all that. Just go to benvynerf.com slash PYP for more details. Uh, with Matt Benson over there, I do the show Shut Up Leonard. Shut Up Leonard. Where every week we do a, uh, a, a review page. and recap of a community episode. Uh, as of this moment, we're, we're, we're in season three in a good time. Yes, uh, but it's you know it's winding Warm. down because we're yes. season three is our last official season that we have to cover yes. uh, before we run out of stuff. Uh, so go to you know shutuplanner.com to figure that out, or just benvinart.com slash shutuplanner. I or think put we'll in shutuplanner on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Yeah, all of our podcasts on the Benvin Network are available through your podcatchers, through your iTunes, through all those things. What kind of podcast would they be if they weren't? Exactly, none Do, that I want to be interested. I'll tell ones. you that much. Uh, I'll throw it to David for, and then Benson. So David. All right. Well, you can find my work on Midnight Marinara. It is a bi-monthly podcast, although I recently I've been debating going down to monthly in order to improve the quality of the general episodes, uh, which are adaptations, which are... (laughs) Which are adaptations of creepypasta stories, the good ones, fully cast and turned into audio dramas. I do do the bad ones as jokes. Or ones that I think are bad. Because most opinions are subjective, except mine, because I'm an English major and I know what's up. Jack the so, Killer's bad. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And anybody who says otherwise is stupid. Your version is great, though. Thank you. <laughs> and Andrew has been listening to uh, Catching Up through the series, actually, yeah. which is really awesome. What you put on a hot dog if you're fun. <laughs> I also do... Undercooked Analysis, which is sort of which started as a spinoff and now has become bigger. It's all in the same feed. It's all in the same feed, so it doesn't really matter. You go there, you look it up. If you like audio dramas and radio plays, you can listen a la Thrilling Adventure Hour and Welcome to Night Vale. Or and all pick your path. Or pick your path in this case too. Uh, you can listen to um, the main courses, or if you want to hear off-the-cuff analysis of creepypasta, breaking it down and trying to understand how the genre works or doesn't. Uh, you can listen to Undercooked Analysis. That's basically what I do. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's your plugs. Yep. 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 Thumbs up. Uh, go to BenvyNetwork.com. Check out all the shows on there. We've already mentioned a few. I'm like, pick your path. So many. I'll repeat. This is a good thing to spend your time with. Shut up, Leonard. But also Popsicles, which I do with Brendo and Derek, who you've also heard on this megacast. Uh, and since they're not here, this may be our final segment. I'll also say check out Radio Brendo Man, which features uh, Brendo and, and Phil. 
uh, you heard of the Megacast. Uh, I think we talked at length about his condom use. Yep. You, you know uh, he uses condoms. So you the, know the, the most important thing. seven minutes we ever recorded. <laughs> the most, uh, yeah, the most important seven minutes in podcasting. Seven minutes I'll in podcast heavens. <laughs> um, with with Phil and my name's Ken Condoms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, check out Matt Brown's wrestling show on Benson's Boombox, which you heard a little rogue installment of earlier on this very Megacast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. You can follow the He's, Benvy Network. He is an actual doctor. He has a doctorate in podcasting. Thank you. Uh, and Thugonomics. Uh, John Cena taught the course. Um, <laughs> you can follow Benvy Network on Twitter. Why not? It's at Benvy Network. We retweet links to the show sometimes. It's a, it's a great, fun way to discover new Benview shows. Uh, yeah. And I, I mean, my personal Twitter is at Podcaster Andrew. Yeah. You said yours? Yes. Scary Sauce? And mine is Scary Sauce. Yep. And, uh, I mean, if this isn't the final segment, I'll just cut this out. So, <laughs> if you no, made it this far, leave it in. Leave it in. Plugs, plugs. Thanks plugs. for listening to this Benview Megacast for San Diego Comic Con 2015. See you at the next one. Until, Turds. until next time. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.